which is to say, like, for a while, I was like, this is really cool, yeah. until it wasn't. And I was like, man, I'm done with this I game. Guess I got to some points where I was like, eh, I might be done with this, but for the most part. You persevered. I, I have totally did. loved every God of War game, mm-hmm. uh, including the portable ones. I guess they made that Gosh. phone. The phone one's canonical, but I never played that one, the mm-hmm. weird, like, Nokia one. Um, it's one of my favorite series of all time. Kratos is one of my favorite characters of all time. Uh, they probably could have kept making games like that, even in like uh, by the time Ascension came out and everyone was kind of bored of the formula. If they just made one of those every like three years for the rest of time, I would play them all and have a lot of fun. You are a lunatic. That's I mean, it, is, wow. it speaks to me in that it is a video game ass video game where you are upgrading and fighting big ass bosses, and the combat is really tight, and the and character's cool. I could not finish three. Oh, uh, three is okay. one of the best games of all time. Let, let me give you let me give you a different, mm, a slightly oh, different opinion yeah. that probably winds okay. up in the same place. Mm. I have had mixed opinions on the various God of War mm. games. Some of them were good, some of them were bad. Yeah. I really enjoyed this game. It's one of my favorite games of this year, and it also happens to be a God of War game. Yeah, I'm yeah. on the complete right. other end of the spectrum where I actively disliked the old God of War games. I thought they were mashy and kind of boring, but I think this game was incredible. Hi, my name is Alex Navarro. I reviewed a couple of the God of War games. I enjoyed them. Uh, I fell off the series after three. Uh, I think, and And with this one... I really wanted to like it, and there are a lot of things about it that I very much admire, uh, but it just didn't do it for me. Like, I just trailed off with it and never felt a strong desire to go back to mm-hmm. it. I'm kind of with you. I liked a lot of what I played of it, but uh, some kind of life stuff got in the way, and I fell off of it back then yeah. and never came back to it. I tried I to go back. I think it's very well made in every aspect, but... There is nothing that I felt was truly remarkable or new well, about it. Here, I, I found myself the thing, really. The um, thing that's new is that it's a new treatment for God of War yeah. and very and it, successful. And, and, yeah. and it was cool. Like they revitalized the series. Like totally. That, and I agree and with that. Actually, the setting, like the, the move to a different mythology, I think is amazing. Yes. I, I found uh, myself really unhappy with the like performance and visual quality settings on the PS4 Pro. I, I am totally with you. Where, I hate to get into like yeah, graphical. Like, Pedantry, the the but, frame rate on the frame rate mode yeah, was not high yes, enough, yes, and it, it was it was not fun to play yes. on the other mode, and I, it just I hate that this is oh, yeah neither option for me, was but good, wow. thousand percent so, with you. I, I didn't run into that at all. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think the game yeah. looks so good. I was so happy with how much color is in that game, it's especially beautiful. considering I've seen the world so many is great. Games great, great like, art design, especially when they start dipping into the other realms and they have their own color theme. It's so saturated. It just looks really, really nice. The issues I have with it are more with the story. Like, I like a lot of the story, but the interpersonal beats I don't love, and I don't yeah. love how it yeah. treats a lot of the women in the game, or really the few women that the are in the game. Right. Women or There's, women? like, oh, yeah. the mom who's dead at the start. There's the other lady, spoiler alert, who thanks her son for, like, choking her out. Yeah. And then, like, all the Valkyries who are like, thank you for murdering me, which is, like, not Wait, the best thing. That's, like, yeah. They are freed from a curse. I, I don't necessarily agree yeah, with all of your points. I will say, if they were think, the only women represented yeah. in the game, I would be more forgiving. The mom is like the main badass character that yes, dies in so the beginning, like, whose whole okay. yeah, the whole thing that's about like such a regressive trope of like you. Fr- it's there's a name for it of like fridging the person. So like, what is, is, what is only, that? That's you from like that Green before. Lantern, where it was like the whole character's motivation is that like the enemy or the bad guy like chopped up his wife and put her in a fridge. Like I think that's what it is. And uh, that's for this? This is for the mom? Yeah, the the mom is, like, dead from the start. And, like, that's the whole motivation. That's like, Well, you're going to bring her ashes it. to the top. Of, like, she, it's not a revenge. Sure, but, like, that's the whole motivation for this character. Sure. I'm not trying to get into the nitty-gritty. People are going to fucking trounce me for this for the rest of my career. For <laughs> like, oh, I just want to understand, like, what bothered you about that. I do agree. What the, bothered me is that the, the turn on Baldur's mom. 
on yeah. Freya. 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 Uh, yeah. She was such a cool character for so much awesome. to That was a huge To like, have it end with her like, uh, uh, like being like, I love you as he's like choking around. It's like so shitty. I, I mean, as a parent, I think that for me was like, I get that whole part of protecting the kid and like part of the mythology sure, that's built into it. Sure, but like I said, it. if it wasn't the only woman character, I didn't mean to like derail the conversation <laughs> from the beginning. Like I would be more forgiving of it. And then also just the Valkyries was such a bummer for me of like, why, like, I hate, like, women who are like, thank you so much for fucking killing me. Hmm. That seems reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I guess I didn't take that from the Valkyrie part. Like, they are the the warriors who bring people through into Valhalla, and they were corrupted. Like, that's what I got. Sure, but, like, it's a it's just another trope that's, like, kind of regressive. And, like, yeah, like I, I mean, said... If there were more women in the game, I think I would be more forgiving of it. But it was just like, I really enjoyed my time with it. Sure. I especially love the side missions. So to have that like sprinkled in was just like... I think for me, I think some of the, my appeal, the thing that appealed to me about the story in it, is that there, there are just few characters in it. Yeah. I mean, there sure. are like five yeah. characters. One of them's a woman. One of them's Kratos. One of them's a little boy. One of them's a head. There are a lot of enemies, though, that are also male, right? Like all the fucking fairies you fight. They could have women fairies, too. They could have women, I, whatever. I don't like know the gender of the, the warriors. They all seem pretty masculine from what I remember of it. But anyway, that's like not the, my biggest takeaway from this game. Like I loved a lot of the side missions. Like That's where the game really started clicking for me. Like I felt like it was such a slow start in the beginning. And then once mm-hmm. I, like, the world opened up to me, yeah. and I can go explore the side missions and like do all of that fun stuff. I, I, would go, really I would go as far as to say that until I got to the lake, I found the game almost interminable because it is nothing but just trudge right. forward through this tiny it path. It very much has a slow start. Like, but, I, yes. I, but once I got to the lake and I was like, oh, there's side stuff. I can sail around and find things and do these little, like, oh, there's a dragon over there. And then once you like, get Mimir was, in your party, like the sailing, it becomes even better because yeah. you start hearing these stories and just like out of out of Norse legend that are so cool. I would, I would just not dock. I would sit in that boat and let the guy finish the story and yeah, I'd never too. do that in games when you're like in Red Dead when you're riding on horse and you get to, I got to my destination I just hop off and move on but like the, I would sit there and just attentively listen because the delivery the stories themselves are like you know old and written or whatever but just Mimir's kind of style of storytelling was really fucking it's, cool. a, yeah. it's a fascinating character that I think they they delivered on the kind of traversing the world in, in a good way because you do spend a decent amount of time in the boat and mm-hmm. the way they handle interruptions in the story I think is also handled very well well you know yeah. they will contextually say hey we'll get back yeah, to this yeah. Yeah. And, and come back to it like, yeah. well like Red Dead does that yeah are you talking about are you talking about that thing where they write a line of dialogue that hang on a bridge yeah we'll get back to anyway as you were saying that's a pretty common thing I wouldn't say it's common this one they do it better they do it better because they have original dialogue that recaps some of the things that they said like as I was saying like a trade they'll be like tell me more about the Minotaurs like that's that's really smart and I think you'll probably disagree with me here Jeff but I feel like this game just felt so good to play like every aspect of it like catching the axe just had a real weight to it it felt good. It all sounded good. Like the audio design in this game is really yeah. phenomenal. The, the audio is really good. Yeah. By the, I, I like the design of the world and like it, once it opens mm-hmm. up and stuff, I'm like, man, this is really cool. But yeah, for me, it was just like the combat right. just fell. By the mid game, once you start upgrading yeah. stuff, yeah, like, like I, once I, you start yeah. getting Atreus's different types of arrows and you're swapping while, between but... those styles and mm-hmm. like I turned off, I, the thing I liked most about the combat surprisingly to me was once I turned off all the HUD stuff and it was just 
like Atreus and Mimir will both call stuff out in the battle. Like mm-hmm. the, there's context and stuff where Mimir's like behind you, and you know once you turn there's little arrow, ind- arrow indicators on by default. But I turned those off because I wanted more immersion, and I was just like listening to my companions telling me where I need to look in battle. Like I was you know ready to pivot. So the reason I wanted to bring up that like I would have been fine with them continuing to do just that same formula every few years mm. is because while I would have been fine with that and I would have enjoyed that and pretty easy to please, they keep giving me that stuff. Yeah. By the time we got to Ascension, even I was kind of like, okay, I don't have the same excitement levels I had sure. at the time. You'll still have play fun them, killing yeah. all this shit in crazy ways. But uh, yeah, there was fatigue setting in, and I would have continued to play them and enjoy them. But I don't think I realized how much like this vast, you know, complete change of like almost the genre could do yeah, this game. Yeah, yeah. I, I started playing this game thinking it might just be like a new perspective, a new weapon. And so like five hours in, I was kind of wondering if I was going to even like this because mm-hmm. at that point, you haven't really been able to upgrade much. The yeah. combat hasn't really evolved much. You're just doing the axe stuff. And based on serious history, I thought like, well, am I going to be done in eight hours here? And like the combat, like combat was such a big part of that series for mm-hmm. me. I was like, man, if this doesn't like open up or something, I don't know if I'm going to like this one. But then by five hours in, you've barely seen shit. And once you get to the lake and you start realizing, like, how much, like, cool side stuff there is around there, and the game keeps going and going, and then the combat does start evolving, and Atreus becomes a bigger part of the combat, and then obviously by the time you get the blades and everything, Mm. like, when you start realizing the scope and how much they have changed this series as a whole, that's when it really dawns on you just what, a, what an accomplishment. I almost is. thought how much they crammed in there did the disservice to the combat, though, because there's they, so many upgrades and so many abilities right. and I like that you unlock, and I just I, I really like I think they didn't was. care they, they enough didn't to all, learn all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and they didn't all seem useful. Yeah. Yeah. Not all the skill tree stuff does, and my biggest complaint about the game is that the crafting stuff is not the best. Yeah. It's yeah. not, you know, and the loot yeah. system, I just whole, I don't care about the loot in that game at all. The whole framework of socketing gems into things, buying armor for yourself, and buying armor for the boy, and how those things enable new ability. Like, it's just one too many layers of shit that it I is. don't oh, want to do. Like, I personally convoluted. liked it. I thought it, it let me play towards my style more. Like, I was interested in a lot of... I was doing primarily unarmed. I felt like that was the most fun for me, just stunning people and then executing them, and being able to slot for that play style was really cool. I'm, I'm sure with time, that's fine. My litmus test for that was when I did come back to it months later and looked at all that stuff, and my eyes just started glazing over, and I was like, I don't want to learn all this again. Like, I, it's just one know. too like, many I, things. I found myself like unlocking just everything and like they w- I'd never had you know the uh, situation where I had to like choose something over you know like one place out or the other mm-hmm. you just get uh, it all yeah you just get it I, well I mean once you start socketing stuff like you can really you can mid-max you can, you can, uh, you can nudge it, yeah. it, it towards a direction and I think you really see just how nuanced and deep the combat system is once you are trying to get that kind of like late game armor and stuff and you've got those two very specific like kind of bonus areas of the Nephilim and the fire the yeah. fireplace and the fog place basically <laughs> uh, yeah. I spent probably 15, 20 hours total just doing that shit where it's all so combat focused where it's like this one I'm trying to go as fast as possible this one has like six different tiers of challenges this one you can't yeah. get hit exactly. I, I did that yeah. as well but I think that's a very particular deep dive into that game where that but is that, rewarding I love that I, lo- I loved it as well uh, but I think the thing that did keep me going is a lot of the like narrative stuff. Like yeah. uh, in the beginning of that game, I was I was pretty off put by not the like the necessarily the female tropes, but the like salty dad trope. Right? I know I mm-hmm. found a lot of those like interpersonal cliches just kind of dull. So like some of the so like Kratos's relationship with Atreus just seemed like oh here we go bad like drunk dad is yeah, going like <laughs> to see him like yeah. reach for him and then be like mm, right. I can't which which was only coupled by the the kind of mom and the son thing which was just like I get this but like we don't need to go go there with Boulder at the end, right? 
But the spite all that stuff, like the Brock and Sindri stuff was fantastic. Hot, all the side dude, missions yeah, there, the yeah. serpent interactions with the serpent yes. were great. Mm-hmm. Um, all Audio design on the serpent. Oh, my like, God. One of the, yeah. one of the, I keep saying one of the coolest things in this game, but like the, every time the lake would lower. Yeah. And you just oh, realize, yeah. like, you go back to areas you went the first time, and they're just completely different. And it's a, it's a relatively small open world. Like, for, it, it's difficult to call this an open world game, but it does open up at a point. Yeah. But once the lake lowers and you start to realize how complex and tight everything is and how each area has certain levels to it. I, I thought of it a lot of, like, how Ocarina of Time was, where it's like, that's your Hyrule field, basically. It's not Ocarina, no one calls an open-world game, but you can kind of go wherever you want, and different places will open up based on what you've got and everything. Right. And I feel in terms of scope and everything, that that is similar, and, and I love yeah, that style. Yeah, I think that may, that's, that's a fair comparison, I think. And, and, and this game just has really like bombastic big moments that I think yeah. are amazing, mm-hmm. but also like kind of subtle moments. They're, they're like one of my favorite moments from this year in gaming uh, is when uh, there's a bit of a setup. So Kratos goes into this shaft of light. It's in the, the with the elves, right? And he's, he's there, he's having a flashback. He's kind of uh, in this nightmare scenario. And that whole thing isn't so great, but he leaves his Atreus outside with an ax and is like, hold on, I'll be right back. And then he comes back, and there's just a pile of corpses, uh, and Atreus is just standing there with the axe, and just this is all hell. That was a good bit. And it's just like, where the fuck were you? <laughs> How are you going to leave me alone with all these? Seems guys? like I was gone for like thirty seconds. He's like, no, you were yeah. gone for hours. And which, which then just kicks off this whole Atreus, Atreus being a dick. For really. <laughs> yeah. I hated so, that. So that. That was is, so turned off that by where how I walked away fucking annoying that kid or, was. Like I, I stopped. I ended up coming back to it. But, like, that was the first time I quit that game. I think you might was be talking like about two different scene. parts, though. Are you ta- uh, you're talking about when he comes out and he's like, Dad, what the fuck? And are yeah. you guys talking about the part where he, he realizes he's got powers? Yeah. And he's like, I'm a god! No, like, I like that no. moment fine, but oh, him I hated being that. Like, I, I'm the opposite god. of you. I him, hated that. I, I hate, like, no, I, oh, I hated him being like, I'm a god, I'm a little god, I'm a little dick <laughs> now. Every kid is like, It made sense, though, because think about it. Like, his character is all about how weak he is, and Kratos is just, like, giving him so much shit for how he can't hunt and how he's weak and a little like you know punk and then he gets this power and of course he's going to abuse it because he's just been beaten down by the world he lost his mom he's like filled with rage and just i don't know i th- i thought it made a lot of sense i found it was like a complete 180 on the character and oh, yeah. either way even if it makes sense the kid was fucking annoying <laughs> as hell yeah. i don't particularly care for kids and i was like dude you need to shut the fuck up like all the stuff coming out of that light and and the character change that he went through there the of like, uh, yeah like that when he became like like fuck you dad i was just like fuck this game so, like, so I, I ended up taking like a week off and coming back to it and playing more of it it's like i should probably get back into it and i was just like i that was that was where that game lost me so that's probably my favorite moment of of the year in the games in that whole moment uh, the the sulking part uh was annoying like having an annoying companion is yeah. not fun yeah. they, uh, get, they get to the other end of it I yeah, guess like, yeah, I think there's but, narrative purpose and, behind and, it. And, no, yeah. Totally, it totally. And I also it's think just, it's earned, and I think it's, for me, just in a, you know, deep dive into the deep myth of Kratos is, is an interesting thing of a battle he can't win with force, right? Is, sure. it, is, it, is an interaction that he can't just rip somebody in half and win? <laughs> I'm good. And, and, and he, well, I don't know. That kid's pretty strong. Uh, you see that pile of elf corpses out there. Uh, but to me, it was an interesting part of like, oh, he's off his garden. Like, what does he do? Sure. Uh, and some of it played into, like, tut- weird, like, I can't put my hand yeah, around you yeah. stuff, which was, again, not my favorite stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was a, it felt was like a very earned like, moment in, in that initial earned, part. But, like, I, I just feel like a lot of the, like, son and dad stuff was, like, really ham-fisted. It was ham-fisted, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, and and for, especially for how much, like, 
time they spent on that and then also the time they spent talking about how important that was to the game around it, which is, you know, that's not really weighing on here, but it was just like, all right, dude. Yeah, it, this it, stuff is not as fucking deep and amazing as you're Like, it's deep and amazing compared to the fucking sure. character work in any of the other God of War oh, yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to that fucking game, he's always a good character. I, I thought a lot of He's mad, ooh! Like, at least, like, there's... He had like, a dark a, past. There's a great a gradient to the anger here that I think works really I, I well. I think it's but. better. I, I do think they build out a main piece of the story with big blocks that are, are carved from sure. uh, stereotypes, right? They, there are definitely parts of like the Freya bit and the, the Kratos bit and some of the other like uh, sun uh, complexes that are in this game. But I think it is, it is decorated with so many great smaller moments that I'm willing to look past some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around. I think I really enjoyed like the Nordic lore. I enjoyed those kind of like the, goblin character i don't remember anyone's name so like <laughs> goblin characters the head guy like i loved all of these characters i love freya before the end like yeah I she was loved, great. it was a real bummer yeah i, I love i liked the ending a lot i thought you were speaking about downplayed like the fight whatever but the stuff where you get to where you're trying to get and you know you're looking at the stuff on the walls yeah. and oh, like i thought that yeah. stuff is very yeah tasteful i think as someone I, who didn't know much about nordic thing i the reveal of like he's Thorin or whatever, or Thor, who, whatever Loki. Loki. I was like, who, okay, I, what, is this a big deal? Well, uh, go ahead. I, I no, was going to ask. Was I was going to ask a sort of related question. Like that, I think was apparently like a big impact for a lot of people. But for me, as someone who came in not knowing anything about I mean, Nordic a, lore, he, I was like, okay. He's yeah. a fairly noteworthy figure in Norse mythology. Oh, you yeah. mean just Loki generally? Yeah. Yes, well, I wasn't yeah. sure why that definitely was a big like deal a huge, that he was Loki. Definitely a huge deal in the like current Marvel era. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's a, a name. It's a name, name, that, it's a name yeah. that people know. I don't know. Well that felt now. like it was supposed to be like a big hit. I think it was Loki and the mom being a giant were like the big like these are huge things. I mean, that's why I think the mom is a very important character in the game. Sure, but like she sets up a lot for. I'm not saying she's not an important character. I'm saying when every woman in the game there's like fucking people she's either dead or like people are killing her or there's violence against her is like gonna turn me off of the game a bit if we're talking about moments i just wanted to mention he does kill everybody though (laughs) yeah sure whatever but i don't fucking care freya Freya not being freya taking that turn was a bummer Yeah. yeah uh i just wanted to mention you know as somebody who had no reverence for the history of god of war i didn't care about those old games the scene where you row back to the house and get the blades. Was yeah, Athena talking to Like Athena talking to me was probably the part that hit the least, just because I didn't really <laughs> oh, know right. who she is or what the history was there. But just that scene, like the whole—it's it's a little gimmicky, but the whole game oh. has no cuts, right? But that just a, I didn't realize how close I was to my home, so that was cool. I was like, oh, this is gonna be like a big, big long river thing. But you kind of it it it, re, it reigns the world in a little bit and makes it feel like more impactful and real. But just that sequence where the the weather changes yeah. and the music kicks in—it was just—it's it's the moment really when they say like, "You're going to need something that's going to burn stuff," and then they're like, well, you do, it's like "Oh shit, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen?" That starts oh, to answer the question I wanted to ask because I seem to have played the least of this game here. But the most interesting thing that game does is the fish out of water aspect of a god from one pantheon getting fucked up by gods <laughs> yeah. from another one. So hearing, I, I wanted to ask like, do they play on that more? But hearing that they backslide. Into into the, the the Greek stuff again is a they don't they don't that's the only like, part it, where it sounds it like fan service to me which, I would disagree because I think like I think it, the fans will love yeah. it's it's this moment <laughs> where he has been beaten down by this world and all these all these other gods just keep kicking his ass and so it's like well 
I had one thing that worked for me, and I and they allude to it early, like when he's like, "You can never go in the basement. Yeah. Do not ever go in the basement." Yeah, and a lot of rubbing of forearms and yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> a lot of like mm-hmm. bandages falling off his arms. But I think it, I think it works in the context of like he is a stranger in a strange land, and he does have to go back to like. I would be mad if they didn't acknowledge the Greek stuff at all. Right, because you, you don't really know when you start this game. Like, is this a full-on reboot? Are they acknowledging that all that shit happened? And then it's deep into the game that it's like, oh, Athena, oh, they're talking about Zeus, oh, you see Zeus' face. So, so you that, got the fucking blade. Hearing all that stuff makes me not want to finish this game, because that bums me out. Oh, man, it's, it's a very, very cool throwback. Because what I loved about the beginning of the game is that that stuff is only alluded to. Like, if you, like, you as a exactly. player know all the, this history because you've played those other games, but, like... Uh, who's the dude that shows up at this house? At the Boulder. Is that Boulder? Boulder, Boulder. Yeah. Like, like he talks in vague terms about like we know who you are type stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing, but to have them just go whole hog with it, it's like, not like they, Athena and Zeus are constantly around. Like they they are shown enough to let you know that hey yeah this is the same Kratos, same universe and all that. But outside of the blades, there's no constant like hey remember the old games. Yeah, also, right. the end puts a whole different spin on that. I know who you are thing. It's like actually changes the narrative of the game completely mm. in a really cool way. Yeah, I, I, I think they do. I think they executed very well on what they were trying to accomplish. I, the combat, I, I enjoyed it. Mm. Uh, I went kind of deep like Dan uh, into the part where I'm starting to spec for like stamina or uh, what is stun, right? Yeah, we both yeah. flattened it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you do kind of go deeper. You know, I don't, wouldn't expect everybody to go in and start building yeah. builds of Kratos. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, I found that fun uh-huh. uh, in doing the challenges. I think the, the narrative, despite some, you know, kind of tripping over itself and trying to ham fist uh, parental relationships, which felt unearned at, at points, uh, makes up for it in the wider uh, scope of the game. Uh, like all of the side stuff in it felt fleshed out in a way that I, I really enjoyed. It had mm-hmm. that like Mass Effect 2 feel of like you're doing these yeah, side all missions. Yeah, has Like value. a narrative to it. Like you're yeah. doing this stuff for Brock and Sindri and, it, and it's it's because it's like here's this lore behind this thing you're getting. It doesn't Nothing feels like a fetch quest. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that. Uh, the stuff with the serpent is just wild. Mm-hmm. The, the, the way they weave... You know, and they have done this in previous games, and they've been hit or miss. But the way they kind of twist Norse mythology to fit into a new take on it mm-hmm. is interesting. You know, like yeah, they, like, they have to bend stuff to make it fit their narrative. Uh, you know, but they always put this kind of darker twist on it, where mm-hmm. everybody's an asshole. Like there, is, there are no good people in this world, uh, and they, and, they, and that is addressed in the story. Uh, that is addressed with Atreus as being like. There, there are no good people here. Everybody fucking sucks. God, you know, that's the whole Kratos thing, right? Yeah, yeah. All gods are assholes. Nobody should have this much yeah, power. Yeah, we got to take them out. Uh, no one person should have this much yeah, power. Yeah, mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, and, you know, and that kind of plays into the gods just toy with people. And that's whole, Kratos' whole chip on his shoulder, right? Atreus, you cannot be a god because gods are evil. And that's the whole part of him holding back and him holding Atreus back because he knows yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's going to be a god and that's his worry for him is like gods all suck. And I, like, I'm a all god the stories killer, yeah. about Thor and Odin that Mimir tells you just really reinforce how much of an asshole How is. shitty the brothers are. Uh, like the uh, Thor's sons are fucking uh, what it, I the wrote them down. Uh, the brothers that uh, It was Magni and Modi is oh. The, oh, the, yeah. Odin's nephews, right? The boss fight with the two. God, they're the yeah. fucking worst. Nolan North and yeah. Troy Baker. Uh yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I it kept me propelled in a way mm-hmm. that uh, few games this year have. Cool. 
I, would, I mean, I think just the gameplay and the combat and everything is enough to propel. Because, like, honestly, I don't remember a lot of the story beats, and I don't know anything about Norse mythology. But, I mean, just the, the general exploration and combat and everything, uh, and, and on top of all the, the visuals and audio and everything being top-notch, the only complaint I have about this entire game is the uh, the crafting system. Crafting. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is definitely my game of the year. Yeah. I wish mm-hmm. I could have gotten more into it. I will say, as someone who was actively turned off by some of the cliche moments in the story, yeah. I still really loved this game a lot. I found it so satisfying to play. It just felt good. I really liked exploring a lot, and I, I really enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. I see Bifrost a lot. Mm-hmm. Like a cool yeah. Movie. They really do. Really do. <laughs> thing on his belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's like a key, right? Yeah. They, yeah. He's jacking it. And that whole like mechanism was fun. Like the, the turning the bridge. Yeah. And it took a while, but yeah. I mean, they're loading. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. that link yeah. is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I probably got about eight or ten hours in. It sounds like my feelings track pretty closely to Jeff's. Yeah, I hate, I hate that those graphics modes detracted from my experience, but they totally did. Mm. It was just like, like it, it, that game never felt good. Ne- neither neither moving. one of those modes is where it needs to be. Like yeah. I wish they had like abandoned one in favor of making the other one work right. But like, yeah, you didn't yeah. think they were you playing like on a 4K TV? And no, the, no, I was using the performance mode, but the frame rate is so inconsistent that really? it's like it's smooth one yeah. one minute and the next minute it's jerking down. Or like you can lock just, it at 30 and go with the like the 4K visuals, which is like, oh, this looks nice, but like I can't, it, I don't like the the way it plays. And, yeah, and, 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 and it felt, it was fine. felt like oh, it was man. barely hitting 30 in the on 4K performance mode. mode? Yeah, no, no, in the 4K performance mode, performance goes above. But were like you on a pro? But yeah, oh, but it's still just inconsistent enough to where it just didn't feel good. Also, I enough. I also have to grouse about this game for making me go buy another fucking PS4 Pro because it, the fan on mine was so goddamn loud that I, that was another reason I stopped playing the game. Like, straight up. I think that's a bit of a... Blame got a war on that. <laughs> like, that, yeah. that game... That yeah, game I, my PlayStation was, like, ready to melt. Dude, that game yeah. is notorious for being like, the worst offender. The worst offender at, at spiking that shit. Yeah, my PlayStation uh, was hot and loud the every time I played like, it. Like, I literally had headphones on, and I could hear it roaring through the headphones. Oh, you should try playing that thing on not a pro. Yeah, like, I played on a regular, and it was it was rough. Like, I could... That's how good it all is. Like, I, I went out... I went using out, all that power. using all the power. Yeah. I went out a couple weeks ago and bought one of the new silent ones because... I wanted to finish God of War. <laughs> like I was like, I was like, all right, I'm more likely to finish this game if I go get a quiet. I had console. the same end, but a different reason. I bought a pro uh, because I thought this game looked so good. Yeah, Normally, I, I wanted to see it. Uh, yeah, in I remember. Yeah, I, think yeah, I, yeah. I feel like I got my pro around the same yeah. time too. And yeah, it was definitely one of the games that yeah. like sold. I think a lot of people on just conceptually, like, okay, this, yeah. this, they've they've done some work here. The visuals are are fantastic. Like mm-hmm. it's got excellent art design for sure. Yeah. I wish the tripping mechanic worked better. I felt like I could never, I never in the quite, legs. quite dial in the oh. aiming at the ankles to oh, knock them to do make the RE4 thing to knock yeah. them down. And, I felt yeah. like I kept hitting the ankles and they weren't going down. Mm. Yeah, I just, uh, you the action pop- stuff in that game felt so good. Yeah. Give me some chest to punch through. You go in the wrong way, you got to pop them up and then have a trance yeah. hit them with some arrows. I don't think I ever got that far. <laughs> do the thing where you punch the shield and send them back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah combat never clicked for me. I think yeah. with, with Jeff as well. Um, yeah. I don't know what it was. I thought it was competent. Yeah, but it, but it didn't blow my mind. I feel totally. Like it yeah, took me a like it's, while. it's all right. Yeah, I, I didn't but, hate it by any means, but it's but, more deliberate than it was in the past. Yeah, I I like it way better than than old God of War. Like where where all that combat animal was super like, stuff super is really cool. Like as a whole level of bats and all that. Yeah, it's different for me. Difficult for me to nail it down. Like it's not the deliberateness of it. I don't mind a slower paced action game. I don't mind the idea of like you know more meticulously kind of going at bosses. But like just something about just the way the animation and the movement and the feel of the overall like just the hits in that game just never quite did it for me. Not all the parry stuff. Like if you time 
time it right and you hit back. I thought that stuff was great. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I, thought I thought it felt real good. I thought the impacts and stuff yeah. were yeah. exceptionally done. Like, yeah. I don't know what it was. Around thing around and, like, getting so many people. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it, it, they self-evidently were going for, for Dark Souls because they moved all the attacks to the shoulder yeah, buttons. Yeah. But I feel like they should have gone further in that direction. Like, I think I rebound them to the face buttons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that huh. made it a lot easier for me. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I always felt like I was unlocking like yet another thing on the skill tree that was another combat option that didn't feel great. Yeah. It was just like, oh, here's more options that don't seem... Now that kind of attack is a little bit wider. Right. I thought some of them were okay, but I don't remember which I feel like I got them all, like, the the, the obvious ones, like, pretty early. It's like, oh, okay, I'm going to level up the kid and, and get mm. him up there. Yeah, There's more where to go. Yeah. Sort of stuff. And, yeah, and, yeah. But some of the other options about, like, oh, delay this, do this. I'm like, eh, nope, nope, nope. All right. That comes in a lot of categories. Yes, it is. It looks like. Um, okay. Uh, see some hand pumping going on over there? Yeah, I'm getting ready for, to... For Nino Kuni 2? Yeah. Uh, did anyone else play that? I did. I did. Okay. I didn't finish I, it, but I, I, I still it. want to. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is the follow-up to Nino Kuni 1, the kind of Ghibli-looking RPG. Uh, same universe, different story completely. Uh I think this game had a lot going for it that really clicked well with me, but then there was some stuff that just was a big bummer. Um, my biggest problem with the game is really easy. Uh, they eventually addressed it with like a difficulty patch, right. but I just hit a point where... So it's kind of it, it has some base-building stuff, which will generate resources, and then you can use those resources to craft items and stuff like that. And... I guess I kind of cheated the system a little bit by letting it idle while I was, like, cleaning and stuff. Uh, and I, was just, like, I did see your PS4 at your desk just having this game yeah, idling. like, during the bombcast, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm going to collect some gold. And you can't do it indefinitely. You have to come back, you know, collect your coffers, mm-hmm. and no reset and stuff like that. But I just got to a point about halfway in the game you where... check out Time Warpers. <laughs> check out Time If you like Warpers. games you don't have to play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of a bummer because it made a lot of the combat inconsequential about halfway through it was, okay. it was a little breezy i mean you broke the game a little I, I was i was gonna say that sounds like the type of stupid thing i would also do but i don't know if, yeah. how much you can hold that against I, 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 I feel like those mechanics are the weaker part of the game i kind of liked that i had all these options but some of them felt a little mobile game of like i just have to fucking find busy work to do while this timer runs out there definitely so a lot I can of understand why you're like i'm just gonna let this run I, I, yeah. it goes without saying the, the timer stop when you close the game Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah, it's all real time. Do they, do they all resume the second you get back in, or do you lose that progress uh, if they don't finish? I don't, don't think. I don't know. I think they, I, I don't think you lose the progress if you don't finish. Okay. I think it's like, oh, my castle's like I ordered people to like make fucking bread or whatever it is, and like I'm gonna go and do my stuff and then come back 20 minutes later and like this should have upgraded or whatever. I don't remember exactly what they're doing. I think it was like upgrading and like making supplies for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, as far as the story goes, uh, I thought that game started out with an incredible beginning. Like the, the first scene in that game is you are the president of the United States in (laughs) a motorcade. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're in your motorcade on your way to a peace meeting in the UN. Uh, and, a nuke hits the city, basically, and you, like, black out and wake up in this fantasy kingdom <laughs> where this little boy whose father was the king 
his, the king has been murdered, and they're plotting a rebellion against basically he's the like rat a cat people. Boy, right? oh, yeah. one he's of like, those, huh? It's the rat people uprising against the cat people, uh, and so you show up and like in this little boy king's room, and you basically escort him out of there because you realize what's going on. You're the president. And you're like, oh shit, I can recognize a coup when I see one. <laughs> so you get him out to safety, and then it's like you gathering your party and kind of the king's quest. The little boy, Evan. 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 Yeah. Evan's goal is to create a world without war. He wants to create a united kingdom. Which we do through fighting. Okay. Right. Uh, it's worked out so like well. Like some kind of European <laughs> Union. Yeah. Uh, It'll never work. The president has a gun, by the way. I know. Yeah. I, that's, I turn me off so much because it's like this beautiful, like whimsical world with like swords and everything. And like early on, <laughs> you're like little boys about to get hurt and it's like witch like steps in front of him to like block a thing and then the president fucking pulls out a gun and it's shoots the guy so in the eye. It's so good. It's like this terrible deus ex machina that's like, why does this happen? Well, the whole I game fucking... Wait, yeah. are, you, are you playing uh, yeah. the president the whole game? He's no, a member so of your he's party. Playing a party. I okay. took him out of my party as soon as I could and I oh. did not miss him. Wait, does he continue like, wearing character. real world clothes? No, 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 no. he gets oh, more whimsical stuff. You can get a real world I was going to say, if he's just wearing a suit the whole time. But the idea of like him having like a gun, it was like such a thing that like took me out of like the that. whimsy of the world. And I, he has like a fucking dude, ponytail. I have no so idea about that. Never, like, he, starts out, about a ponytail. I know. he starts out with like a nine millimeter straight up. And then uh, eventually you get like uh, fantasy guns, you know, shit. just like whimsical rifles and stuff no like that. I have no idea about the real world stuff. What a president gun. They do not follow through with that character at all. Wow. I was very glad for that. Mm. I was like, see you later. I liked him as an advisor and I was fine to just like carry on with my cat boy. But did they ever explain why you're in the fucking, like, sort the nuclear of, explosion so sent you to Fantasy Kingdom? <laughs> it's kind of like the first game where there are two worlds, and our world and the Nino Kuni world, right. and the two worlds are intertwined in their destinies. So, yeah, so it is the same, like, universe as the first one? I don't... Ding Dong Dell, yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, okay. Just put no Mr. Trippy. No Mr. Trippy. No overt yeah. references to the first one, really. There's, like, yeah. little nods here and there. Um, but, yeah, I think by the end... So... Basically, the structure is every every town, every dungeon, you find the one person who you realize is eventually going to join your party and help them overthrow their corrupt leader. And it, it got a little samey as yeah. you went on. Mm-hmm. Like I just can tell the beats are going to kind of hit the same. The cool, the, there were there were exceptions. I think the Water Kingdom stuff was really cool. With like, I don't have to spoil this game because I'm not really going to push for it in story and stuff like that. I think people should play it on their own. But it it does it does do some clever things here and there. But it it never just feels inst- it, it it never takes risks. I think yeah. is, is the best mm-hmm. way. To I really it. enjoyed it. Like you said, I also found it pretty easy. I don't think I died really at all in the time I played it, unless I was like clearly going after something that was like way too powerful. And yeah. even then, it was like I escaped this pretty easily. Like <laughs> they put out a, a hard mode patch. Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't. Mind I think I remember people were like but... hacking it on PC to yeah. make it harder. Like yeah. Yeah. bump up yeah. when yeah. it came out. Yeah, I think Rory did that. Yeah. yeah. Visually, where do you think it stands? The first one was stunning. First one it was. was not, so I mean, good. without Ghibli, it does. It's not. There, so, I yeah. think it still has the whimsy. I think it's still a really sweet game. I like a lot of the enemy designs and character yeah. designs, but it's not like you don't have those like beautiful incredible. hand animated cutscenes anymore. Mm, really? And it still looks fine, but it's like there's no Ghibli, so oh, there's no yeah, no, no, direct, no traditional animation. No, no, I don't believe oh, that's so. a shame. Yeah. yeah, it's still I I still like the aesthetics of it, but it's a departure from the other game. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I would definitely nominate this for best music, though. It, it does oh, have yeah. some hmm. incredible music. Is it the very standard JRPG kind of vibe? Uh, yeah. I, mean, I, can, I can go for that. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah. Uh, all right. I put that there. 
And then, can we get the categories up again? Yes. Just want to make sure I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Like, I think it looks nice. I don't think it's the best looking. I yeah. think it has mm-hmm. good style. I don't think it's the best mm-hmm. style. Yeah, I that's kind of how I feel about the game overall. It's like, <laughs> I enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. And also, uh, whatever. Good music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's why we're here. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next game, then. Who wants to get sad? Hmm. But in style. Yeah. <laughs> a stylish sad. Frostbug. Cold sad. A game, yeah. a game that is still getting updates, like major updates to this day. Yes. Uh, down, brother. So it is, uh, on one level, something of a city builder. Uh, you are The scenario is, the world got super cold. Uh, not a lot of people survived. You are sort of the last remnants of, I think, London. Uh, and you are in this giant crater... Uh, where the the super cold winds are a little less like you know blustery, and well, you, you have tra- you traveled there with your your weird uh, giant furnace. Yes, so this is like a rocket engine or something it, it, that you have essentially taken with you, and it is your ul- your so- your settlement's sole source of heat. Uh, you have to feed it uh, coal forever. Uh, <laughs> coal for the coal god. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and while you're there, you're kind of building out like a little you know city of industry there to not like commercial industry, but just sort of like you know to keep everyone. You have a set number of settlers. Sometimes people will come in from other survivor groups. You can add them kind of the mix. You're putting them to work in various places. Sometimes in manufacturing. Sometimes in in just coal collection. Uh, and everyone's fucking miserable. Uh, it is it is a not happy time. Nobody is having a good time. The cold just keeps getting colder. So you have to keep feeding more to the furnace. How do, how do they convey that everybody's miserable? I mean, There's a morale meter. Yeah. That, okay. And okay. Are you getting anecdotes from people or like talking to individual? Kind of. There are like or? little story tableaus that pop up and you like make choices. Right? Yes, there are. And you know the choices are not good. Like there's no good option, <laughs> but there are less bad options. Like one of the very first one you get is, hey, do you want to enact child labor? Hell and yeah! You have it, but so you, have, you have a way that you can kind of branch that out. If you want, if you set it to just the non-dangerous jobs, you won't get as much of a morale hit. But if at some point you're like, nah, the kids need to start working in the factories, <laughs> uh, people will not be super happy about that. So there are like there are choices that all branch in different ways. Uh, some of them, you know, you get much more uh, productivity out of, but also like your people will start actively hating you at a certain point. Does that uh, have gameplay ramifications? Kind of. I mean, just it, there is a game over scenario, and I will say one of the few things about this game that I don't necessarily love is that the scenario. There's there's a couple of different scenarios, uh, some of which were added after the fact, but there's no real variance in them. Like the story beats and the different things that you encounter are all kind of on the same track the whole each time you play. It's not a super long game, but it is long enough that like if you're playing for a while and you realize. You have badly messed up your your city design, or you know you've not gotten enough coal, or or haven't hit enough of the story objectives to where you can kind of get past it. You you may just be kind of screwed. Uh, but that is, I also think, in keeping with the general vibe of the mm-hmm. game, which is, boy, the, you you are not in a good place, and it's going to take a lot of work to get out of it. Do you ever get out of it, or is it just a matter of constantly stemming bleeding? Uh, it's a constant. Like, is there is there, there is win? an end point? Is there a win condition? Yeah, there is there is an end point to to the campaign, <laughs> uh, and I haven't really played any of the 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 additional stuff that came along. So I I think there's like one that is like a straight up different scenario. Um, but I I haven't checked that stuff out yet. But what I played of it, uh, which was probably like a solid twenty five thirty hours of this wow. uh, when it first came out, uh, I started over at one point. Uh, I really liked. I think it has, you know, like the the bustlingness of the the city. Like it's all pretty well rendered. Like it's got a cool look to it. 
Um, the story be- uh, bits that are in there are interesting enough, you know, to kind of keep you it, hooked into it as you're going along. And it's just, you know, it's a different riff on a city builder than I've, I've generally seen. You know, it has a, its strategy elements, but first and foremost, it is about building out your society and just trying to get to that survival point. Is it city builder in the sense that some city is a city built? Like, are you literally laying out? I mean, you're laying out like residential and, and tents and, plotting, and, plotting. and you don't have as much creativity. In yeah, it's, it's okay. like you have sort of the circular grid okay. that you kind of can place certain things mm. on, and it kind of like branches out that way. And it is relative to the heat generated from the right. furnace, right? The so further out you go, oh, yeah, the yeah. colder those things. Okay. And you can oh, like so you are physically laying out spaces. Yes. You're not just making abstract it, decisions. in concentric. Okay, uh, and you can like okay. overrun your engine to a point. Like if you have a bunch of settlements that just aren't getting enough heat, like you can start burning it hot, but like maybe it'll overheat, in which case it'll shut down, okay, or maybe. You'll, you'll all start burning through coal much faster that way. So you have, it's a constant balancing act. This game sounds super cool. It is very cool. I remember uh, I played it and I lost so many people at the beginning just because <laughs> I, di- I didn't get the things. So I love the vibe of this game. Not, mm-hmm. it, it's a kind of tough thing to say because it's a miserable vibe, but they it is a complete aesthetic. Like from yeah. the, uh, uh, the audio that's in it and the visuals and the, the animations of... So when you're zoomed out and you just see this furnace, there are just little ant colonies. And those are your people trudging through the snow, like just walking slowly to get wood and coal. And you just know you are sending them off to their doom, but they have to get that coal and bring it back. It it works so effectively to make you feel like there are, there's nothing good here. I know people. It To the point when child labor comes up, you're like, I, I just don't know. I, I mean, you yeah. do what you got to do. Yeah, any game that can actually make those hard morality choices seem hard is, is that's a big bonus it, in my book. It's, it's a weird thing. Like they really get that desperate need yeah. in a game uh, of getting this engine going, get this furnace going, feed it, feed it, feed it. We need more wood. Uh, it's it's striking. This I, this sounds maybe bad, but I, re- I respect a game that can make me contemplate doing something that I would never consider doing. Yeah, exactly. Circumstances, like the child labor thing. It's like, yeah. Like, like there's that. a there's a beat, uh, not too deep into it, but like a little bit later on, you find like the remnants of another settlement and you have to make the hard choice of like, if I add all these bodies to this thing, are, am I actually going to be able to sustain this? You know, and there's a point where you're, you have to choose like, are you just going to turn these people away or are you going to let them in? And they make you think about it because there really isn't much to go around. There isn't much to work with there. Yeah. Uh, I just discovered this game was made by the people that made this War of Mine. Yes, it is. So that uh, explains uh, a lot. Yeah. Showing those people no misery. Uh, yeah, I, I would for sure put this in best style. Okay. Uh, I, I really like uh, th- There are interstitials and artwork in it that I think are rendered very much mm-hmm. in keeping with this kind of tough... Even just some of that stuff where, like, the, the messages are kind of yes. growing out and back, like, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, they look sort of like, like they're a thawing, frosted thawing window. Out. Yeah. 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 And I think the intro animation does a great setup job for, for the game and, and, and stylistically looks amazing. I yeah. think the style I think, is I think it belongs in style. Uh, I think Best Debut is one that I would put it in. And I'm, I'm going to float it for Best Game because I think it will be sure. on my top ten overall. Uh, yeah, it was... It was a very surprising and cool thing to come across. I'm sorry, did you say music also? Uh, the music's no. good. I, did, I, I, did I miss a category? Style. Uh, style debut good game. Oh, debut. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the music is good, though. Like, it's, it's, it's mournful the way you would expect. <laughs> uh, Sounds like a miserable experience. Yeah. <laughs> a wonderfully miserable experience. Oh, okay. Uh, I think we could probably fit one more thing in before the break. All right. Let's do it. Which, is, I guess, is a game made out of cardboard? Or is it a cardboard made out of game? Also, with like three different releases. It's Labo. Yeah. It's Labo. It's Labo. Labo. More like it's Lamo. Yay! Get out! 
mean, that's is it? Harsh. I, Labo was fine. Oh, you you threw all your goddamn who... Labos away. <laughs> did you really? I did because I threw them away after I finished them. What am I going to do with them? I'm not going to recycle go them. I'm not <laughs> I didn't know you could recycle it. You should have either... Dude, it's cardboard. I don't know how it works. You should have either recycled it or burned it. Oh, no, I just threw it in the trash. Um, don't burn it. So no, don't tell him to burn it. Yeah, don't tell him to burn it. Probably. No, put it on and burn it. <laughs> I'm probably going to come across as like the Labo Defender, but like I'm not like a huge Labo <laughs> fan. I just want to say... Classic Dan. Hey, everybody, a, the Labo a, Defender has logged on. <laughs> it was a fine, fun thing. I sat on the floor and watched both Mortal Kombat movies, and I made a fishing pole and a little car, and it was fun, and the, all the stuff on the screen like the way like the music and everything is real jaunty and fun the keyboard's and like cool you can make songs on it that thing's like, neat. It's a neat. the, the piano is the piano is genuinely fucking cool it's, the robot really suit fun is to neat. build yeah. neat. i would love to build it and then i think what it, i think it'd be like lego for Do me i would build, build it. it and then be like i'm good the distinction i would yeah. make uh between the piano and the robot suit is the robot suit seemed like you'd get bored of it after yeah. half an hour yeah. of playing well, that game. I, i'd say i would get bored out of uh, bored of all of those right. things i've seen people do like splatoon covers on the piano the piano is the one the piano is the one thing where you could learn something and be creative yeah. with it that I've seen out of all that stuff. I bought, I bought a synthesizer 20 years ago. <laughs> well, not everybody has access to something. You can yeah. build a synthesizer 20 years yeah. ago. Um, Here's the, it, it, it's it, cheaper than a Switch. Cheaper than a Switch. I was being flip. I will admit that. Uh, <laughs> but that said, every single story I have heard about Labo from every single person I know who has touched Labo has been, this was kind of neat to build for a couple of hours. I completely, either I completely forgot about it, mm-hmm. I actively didn't really like the software interaction aspect of it beyond the piano. I think most people seem to like the piano. Or I threw it away when I was done. Even people I, like I know not a mark against it. Did is you keep the, the game? Is what? Did you keep the game? I have the game, and actually, I, I haven't built the piano yet. Um, so I'm, that's why I'm saying, day now, though. That's why I'm saying I don't want to be like Mr. Labo Defender because I didn't even like finish the You love the Labo. I fine, I get it. Even Dan Riker, I love the Labo. <laughs> is the process enough of a good experience for you to feel mm. satisfied with your purchase? The yeah. process of building. Yeah, I enjoyed uh, it. Actually, and I'm gonna go back, and I will do the piano and stuff. Oops. There's just a lot of stuff to play right it now. It is. I, I found, like, for instance, the piano uh, to be very satisfying to complete, mostly because it was over. Like, uh, it is, like it is, building that robot suit was, like, a, it, it was okay. harrowing because I was in constant fear of, uh, like, I'm going to rip one of these pieces of cardboard you, and then you do. just fuck. As someone who loves Lego, I love building stuff. Yeah. I love crafts. I was like, I bet I'd like doing this, but... Will I? How do you feel about building Ikea furniture? I honestly like yeah, it. I, don't mind I have that, no yeah. problem with Ikea mm. furniture. But the problem is, yeah. the good thing about Ikea furniture, furniture is it lasts more than a year. Yeah, you end up well, yeah. It depends on which piece you get. But yeah. uh, I'll put it at a year. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, the, the thing with Labo, and I really have nothing against it, but people are going gaga for it. And, I, and yeah. Then, and then to see everybody be like, you know, like a month later being right. like, wow, you guys were all going nuts. Like, this is the like the second coming of Christ. Like, I, think, like, I didn't see a lot I think, of that. I, think oh, the thing, I don't really, know when I built really that fucking that bird, that like weird oh. pinch swan, mm. the duck, whatever <laughs> I, it is. I have just written Labo under most disappointing because the, the, the response to that initial yes. the, the longevity reveal video versus the way people regarded it, yeah, like a month after release. Like, I think we all want to take Nintendo at face value when they try something weird. We all want to support them when yeah. they say, like, hey, fuck it, we're into cardboard now. Like, okay. But, like, <laughs> sure, why not? You know what? You guys have earned enough of a right to be like, we'll see where this well, goes. But it, the thing is, is it went exactly as far as the software, like, said it would. Right. Like, and, and I'll say, like, I think the software, like, the, the way they built their instruction stuff is really great. Yeah. Uh, at, like, at walking you through it at your own pace and be like, okay, I need, what? wait, what do I need to do? Like, I'm not a great at building weird shit. 
or folding cardboard and that stuff. And I, I built that robot without yeah. breaking it. Yeah. And it feels good when you slide the thing into the thing and it's nice and secure. <laughs> yeah. I love cardboard. Like, there's a parts of it, like, as you're getting near the end, you're like, this is, like, way more secure than I thought it would <laughs> yeah. be. Like, it, it works as advertised. Mm-hmm. I, will I think say my I'm, thing is, like, it, it just didn't, like, it, there was a lot of promise about, like, oh, you know, like, especially when you start seeing some of the other modes in, like, oh, there's a whole community of people that could come up with a bunch of wild shit. <laughs> and, like, that kind of happened for a little while, and I'm sure there's some people out there still doing it, but it just didn't manifest in an interesting... Or, it didn't have or, or lo- yeah, 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 that stuff didn't really take off. And also, you know, when no, you are way. done building the thing, like, the things I built, like, none of them are more interesting than, like, no. a minute and a half of, like, yeah, okay, I'm doing a little dumb fishing. Yeah, yeah. Like, Here, this cardboard car works. Nuts. <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm never doing this again. But again, again the, the joy of it is in the building. Again, that's why know? I would make the distinction between the piano and everything else I've seen, because well, there is there is some long-term stuff you can do with that and, and learn some things. I was personally very disappointed that I was too big for the robot backpack. Mm-hmm. I was I was pleasantly surprised that I was not too big for the robot backpack. <laughs> I saw that for the first time here, fully constructed. That seems like it took a while to build. Yeah, it, we needed a second stream. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, for me, I, I think a lot of it came down to maybe I have seen so many of these of similar kids' toys, like over the having a, a kid who's been, you know, it's like six. This didn't seem that innovative to me. Like there mm-hmm. are a lot of things on the kid market that I have seen that scoot around with microcontrollers yeah, that yeah. have uh, like like that are hex bug ish like things that are like oh it, it turns because it's vibrating more on this side or not on this uh, side. So right. I think when people were like, look at this cardboard man, and it's like. There are way cooler shit than this on the kids' market right now. You want a cardboard man? I got a cardboard man. I'll show you. Put a switch controller into to make it work. Well, I think more than that is that a cardboard man and it says Nintendo on it. And that allowed them to put a price point and get people very excited about it. Because there are cardboard men that are cheaper and way cooler. Uh, that Nintendo didn't make. You don't want to skimp when you're when you're investing in cardboard men. You know, you want, you want the premium nice. cardboard man experience. Cardboard, cardboard did seem nice. Bending uh, it and getting it into did shape you get and the stuff. Fancy like, no, we did not. I did not buy the fancy oh, tape. Really? Huh. Well, maybe that's what. Uh, yeah. uh, but but again, I I really have nothing against Labo. It was it was just kind of. It, it actually made, isn't that disappointing for me because I feel like it kind of netted out about where I expected. I just. Seeing everybody kind of flipping out a bit. I think it came out basically where I expected it to, of just like it, it kind of came and went, and it was like it worked as advertised. Yeah, there was, there was part of me that was like, I hope this is bigger, yeah, and it leads to some cool things somewhere down the line. But yeah. it was just like, nah. Yep. You can build the stuff that you know it tells you how to build, and then you're like, well, I guess I either leave this thing assembled forever. <laughs> Or destroy it, and then maybe someday I cut up some Amazon boxes to build it again. That's never gonna fucking happen. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, it's. I just don't think that we're the right demographic. No, we're not. I've seen my son play with some really stupid fucking things before, yeah, sure. like, and he would love this stuff, even after the fact, even if it's not connected to a switch. Uh, he would put on that robot suit, I'm sure. You know, he would play with that fishing. Also, I'd say that the robot would, suit video game was like pretty underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we haven't mm-hmm. even really talked about like yeah, how like well the, the games work. That stuff, like it works, but it's yeah. like not. You know, there's not that. Much I mean, they're, they're basically toys, like that weird little house you make where you can put in the cranks and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just like a, oh, see what happens when I do this. Oh, and I press yeah. this button. Yeah. But like the robot suit is, you know, there's a game associated with it. Wasn't that know? kind of the one that they showed at E3 like around the time of the Wii U? That like giant robot game. Yeah. Wasn't that basically Pretty, that kind of? Yeah, that never yeah. came out. Yeah. And you can you can crouch and turn into it. Yeah. It, it, it like there's cool interactions with it and stuff, and it's yeah. neat that it works. But 
It's fine. It, it, it's fun. It seems, yeah. fun. it seems like a fun project to build, and I, for me, never seemed like a fun, uh, sustainable thing. Available in stores at a discount now. Oh, yeah? Mm. Oh, yeah. Can I get some cheaper Labo? I thought I saw, like, two sets for 60 Okay. In some cases. I mean, you can get some for free if you just start rooting around in Dan's trash. (laughs) Yeah. They took it away. The pre built. (laughs) Oh, wait, when you build that piano, just saying, whenever Dan says he built the piano, check his trash about 48 hours later. That's true. (laughs) Just look up the Labo Defender, New York, New York. Yeah. Yeah, just whenever you see uh, Annihilation playing in the window. Yep, Mm -hmm. yep. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, specifically. That movie's pretty good. That movie's great. And every time I talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I'm like, Annihilation? Yeah. Cyrax. I like both. It's pretty cool. Uh, have they released after the initial launch further? Kits? Yeah, there was another one. Yes, there's a third oh, really? kit. What, 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 what was the third kit? There was like a house, kick. a robot, like kind of a, a, variety, a variety pack. It was a variety kit and a robot kit. I think kit. vehicle was the third oh, one. Oh, was vehicle the house in? Yeah, I'm trying to house find. is variety. Was piano I, in variety? Yeah, everything, yeah. Variety. everything that was oh. not the robot was in variety. Uh, wow, yes. how complicated was that robot? Because the piano seems <laughs> pretty hard. complicated to not have its own Yeah, Way more complicated than the piano. Toycon 03 vehicle kit. Uh, that uh, thing looks cool, but then again, that's the little thing that the others also look cool. What's that? that no, that, that was a, the that little variety. Variety it's, was a, uh, it's the thing that uh, it's like a steering wheel and a pedal or two pedals. Oh, like the racing it's game. The, it's the in the game it goes. It's a transformer. It goes from like buggy or jeep to right. airplane to submarine. Back. I wonder if anybody's played that robot. with Mario Kart. <laughs> that like was it, in all the commercials, like them playing Mario Kart with it. I wonder how. Yeah, with the wheel, you could use the wheel. Oh, I think you're probably right. But yeah, in in this game, like you insert like a different cartridge into the steering wheel to make it transform into another thing. Oh, cool! It looks cool, but then again, we said that about the other kids. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's neat. The, yeah. They built that thing. It, yeah. And again, I want to support Nintendo in their peculiar endeavors. Yeah. Yes. I, if they continue to make videos of what they're going to put out and, and just air those during press con, I will support that uh, indefinitely. Yeah. Because when I saw that thing... Your reaction was great. Like, well, well, yeah, they just, you just stared without saying anything for about 45 seconds and then said they've lost their goddamn mind. I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah, like oh, I, I remember watching that going, awesome. Like, yeah, that, dude, like, the not internet. like over the moon crazy, but just like yeah. watching it and going like, this, okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I would like to try that. Yeah, I, I would say the overall or the overwhelming reaction on like social media was like people losing their minds. Yeah, yeah. like oh, this is the coolest shit ever. Like, I, believe, losing, I, I felt like it was a little I, I, over I, I the was, place. Yeah, I, I saw some people excited. that they were just like, "Fuck!" Yeah. Yeah. I was excited oh, yeah. that they put out something that made no sense. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad they showed it and then released it as well because yeah. Nintendo and then it worked. And, and then it yeah. worked. Yeah. Uh, you know, it did what it was intended. to And they also said ahead of time, it's like, "Hey, we're going to announce this thing this week," and like, this is like for kids. I mean, they know that they more or less refused to send it to us in a timely fashion because right. it was like i bought all that or stuff. me too or yeah. preview events and stuff. Yeah. yeah uh yeah they they they're pretty clear did not want to show it to us yeah. at any point and i yeah. was like that but actually i'm kind of into this thing it seems cool but Same all here. right fine <laughs> i got mugged in the process of getting that to the That's office right right, right. Yeah. what jam off an attacker i do like labo i will say that despite <laughs> wow uh, the the piano stuff it has like a, a cool depth to it. You can like build your own guitar if yeah. you, if you put the effort into right. getting into it. Uh, but I will say, if you this is it's probably a unique problem for us. But if you take something that's already pre-built to another switch, you can't really fast forward or go to the very oh, end. You, yeah. you gotta like you step. You have to go all the way through uh, the building. Yeah. Weird. That's so, terrible. After you had built the piano and finished it, Brad, I yeah. took the piano home yeah. and I just skipped <laughs> all the way. And that probably took maybe a good 20, that's, 30 that's minutes. That's terrible. Jeez, really? Wow. Yeah. To skip through all the, the uh, instructions. instructions. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's a major oversight. Uh, but my problem with the synthesizer is that you can't really record the tracks, the hot beats you make. Yeah. Oh, you can't really export them. you got to hook up a VCR. Mm-hmm. you got to do yeah. the punch card. That kind of stuff 
that mm. seems cool. Like, I want that cool community. Like, I want to see the cool shit people are making with yeah. these. I want to see the weird cardboard creations or they're making. Or people that are like, I'm, I 3D printed a robot. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's yeah. the kind of shit I want. And I don't know if that was really there as much as it I It kind of happened a little bit. Like, yeah, I saw, like, a few cool, like, yeah. song remixes on Twitter, and that was kind of the experience. Everyone kind of moved on. Yeah. It's not flexible enough for the, like, little big planet thing where it's like, somebody made a working calculator with right. this thing, you know? It's just, it's cardboard. Uh, it's cardboard. Maybe. People are <laughs> pretty... They're creative. Yeah, they're yeah. creative. Like it does have like a programming language to it. You could you, do you some, could. but I, it just didn't yeah. take off the way like a little, no. big, little big planet did. Okay. That brings us to our first break. That was a solid chunk of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And discussions about them. Stay tuned and we'll be back with more. <laughs> We're back for more game chat. That was a good break. On yeah. this, uh, the second day of Giant Bomb's Game of the Year, mm-hmm. 2018. I made a giant mess of myself, so I had to change my clothes. Deliberation. Here. You made a giant mess of all of us. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry that I just doused you all in paint between uh, seconds. That That's wasn't okay. paint. I changed what my was it? it was in a paint can. I always bring a spare outfit just in case Alex wants to do his painting. Yeah. Mm. That's an air quote. This painting. is my art. Thank you. Mm. Ever since the Splatoon days. You and Gigi yeah. Allen. Oh, yeah, yeah pretty much. Oh, okay. oh, no, no. Let's move on. <laughs> Merle. <Video> games. <laughs> uh, next game on the list I have never heard of before, <laughs> Alex. Ah, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> it's called Northgard. It's another Alex Navarro joint. Yeah, this is, this is what I just want to highlight real quick. Uh, Say your piece. So this is a, uh, it is essentially a RTS game with some 4X elements to it. Uh, you are a part of a sort of Nordic clan, and you are landing on this island, and you are competing with other Nordic clans to sort of take over the territory. Uh, there are, you know, there's there's buildings and units and whatnot. Uh, there are various vic- victory conditions, some of which are just like taking over the most territory, taking everyone's capital. Some are like unleashing weird like Nordic monsters and like gaining control of like a magical sword and stuff like that. Um, it was a thing that kind of came out of nowhere. Like uh, uh, Cameron Councilman, the the writer, had, I'd seen him talking this up a bunch, so I decided to try it out. And as someone who has not played a lot of RTS games of any kind. Uh, I wasn't sure that I was going to uh, get much out of this, but I ended up playing like, I don't know, probably solid 15 or 20 hours of it in a way that I did not expect. Uh, it's just a really neat little strategy game. Like, it was something that just kind of came out of nowhere, and uh, it has a real tra- kind of charming look and feel to it. Uh, the mechanics of it, I think, are pretty solid. Uh, it's just it's just a fun fun good time on 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 your personal computer. And it's got a uh, it's got a season. It's, it's like winter comes. Yes, winter is a huge factor in this. Do seasons change everything? Uh, yes, they, well specifically <laughs> oh. winter does. Oh. Uh, like Warcraft three look to it. Yeah, so when winter comes around, uh, all of your stat like your your production and stats and all that start going down hard. So essentially, the rest of the year, in addition to sort of trying to take over the map. You are building up resources to try and make sure you can get through the winter uh, without all your people getting really, really unhappy with how you have prepared for winter. Cool. Yeah. Well, seems cool. Yeah. yeah. It's, sounds, it's, it's, sounds like they got a little sieve in there. Yeah. There's a little. You... Like, I almost compared it almost a little more to like Catan or something. Okay. It's why there's like just a few rival factions and, okay. and sort of the way, but it has more units. Obviously, there's definitely a little sieve in there as well. Uh, yeah, just a neat thing. Like, it's something that I would maybe consider for best debut, but I think I'm looking at the number of games that we have on that list, and they're ones I felt much stronger about. Okay. So, you know, just wanted to highlight it. 
Can I just say that I really appreciate your love for 4X games? Yeah. <laughs> because you don't seem in any way the type of person that would be into that stuff. I would have said that up until I got way into Civ Five. Okay. Uh, it was Ryan's love of that game that got me to try it out, uh, and then uh, a lot of months of me just working from home that kept me playing it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Uh, that's cool. Uh, this is... Highly unorthodox because a this game's not on the list and b it's out of order. But uh, did you play Bad North at all? Speaking, I have speaking, not played speaking Bad North. Of Viking strategy games. Well, I have not. Little, in the title. Yeah, yeah, it's not on this list. Yeah, for, for <laughs> probably for a reason. Like it's cool. It's maybe mm-hmm. a little. It's a little too simple. I've seen people mm-hmm. talking that one up a little to be, bit. But. To be on a list, but like it's, it's for a portable strategy game that you can play with just touch controls. Yeah. Like it's it's worth looking at. Okay. It's neat. I it's might take a peek at that. Way more simplistic than what you're talking about here, yeah. but, but kind of a similar vibe. And one thing I will say for Northgard is that it's not a deep, super complex game. Like I think that's part of why I enjoyed it is I was able to wrap my dumb brain around it. Uh, but, you know, it has some layers to it. Okay, that's fair. Also, quality of the game notwithstanding, I think Bad North is an incredible name. That's it's pretty a good. good name yeah. For a video game. Yeah. Agreed. Uh... House Flipper? Yeah! Where's the House Flipper crew? Yeah, it's a pretty cool little thing. I <laughs> like that game a big, lot. Big Flipper fan here? Yeah, okay, so that game, uh, I will say, the way it looks, the way it controls are serviceable at best. <laughs> it gets the job done. Uh, but this game is so satisfying to play. It's so fun to play. So you go through, and there are a few different things you can do. One are these sort of assigned, like, hey, I really need someone to clean my house. I had, like, a house sitter come and stay, and they fucking wrecked the place. And you go through, and you, like, vacuum up roaches, and you mop up the floor, and you pick up trash, and you repaint the walls. And it's, like, a very specific set of checklist items that you do, and it's very satisfying to just go through and check them off. But then you also have this thing where you can buy houses, and you can flip them how you want to flip them. Mm-hmm. So you can do complete overhauls, and you can make it look the way you want to look, and you can break down walls, and you can put up doors, and all this other stuff. And it's just, it's so satisfying. It's like a really simplistic concept where I, there was this one house I built where I spent a good, a good amount of time putting some cans on a shelf <laughs> and I loved it. I would like, you know. So you're, so you're flipping them furnished. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. I yeah. like how there's like a couch with a, like a normal couch with a bunch of mud stains on it and you just like a push broom to it for a mm-hmm. second. Like crystal it's plain. like a viscera cleanup. Yeah. 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 Exactly. But a much more like, you know, uh, grounded version of that. Right. Yeah. Is, is, is this a game for people that are way into that Komari method? That seems like streamlined and minimalistic and like kind of stylistic. Okay. And like this game doesn't oh, okay. have great style, I would say. <laughs> I see. Uh, so some of the things that can be frustrating sometimes are the controls where it feels like I've cleaned everything and there's just like a little spot that I just can't find. Or, you know, I, for a game where it is about flipping houses, sometimes it's like the furniture options can feel a little bit limited. That said, I had so much fun playing this game. I find it very mm-hmm. satisfying and just... I could see it being kind really, of yeah. yeah, it's just a relaxing, nice experience. And it was nice to play something like where I could just not have to think. I could not have to feel super challenged mm. and just like check off some boxes and have a pretty look at house at the end of it, which like, I really, really enjoyed. The way you have talked about this game <laughs> yeah. throughout the year is very much the way that I have felt about something like American Truck Simulator. Mm, you know, it's yes, a game totally. that, like, there's just enough going on, and I'm thinking about just enough to where it's like I'm engaged with it, but, like, so much of the experience is just about 
doing the thing that relaxes you yes. and just chills you out. And then for me, that is driving, you know, giant trucks uh, mm-hmm. at completely normal speeds across realistic highways. For you, it is cleaning and fixing up these houses. Yes. It's a thing I don't enjoy doing in real life, but boy, did I love it in this game. Totally. So, like, it scratches a weird Sims-like itch is what it sounds like. Because that's, yeah. it's like, Sims is, um, like, a lot. I feel like a lot of my time with the Sims is, like, doing things that, like, oh, I just hate doing this. But right. in the Sims, it's great. I feel like a little bit, but for the Sims, for me, I love, like, I love creating stuff. I love yeah, being, okay. like, I have yeah, unlimited yeah. money, and I'm going right. to make this house fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And this game is more, like... I am going. Yeah. Oh, you can make a pretty big toilet in The Sims. This is this is very true. <laughs> yeah. But this game, you know, it's not super complicated. But it is really satisfying to be like, okay, I have to install this shower. I'm going to unscrew this piece, this piece, this piece, this piece, and then it's just like step by step. There's no challenge or like I have to figure out how it works. Yeah. It's like literally like click this, click this, click this, scroll here, click this. But boy, it's fun clicking. It is the pure distillation of checklist gaming. Yes. I'm going to go home and replace a shower head yeah. in real life. Oh, no. Well, oh, no. Okay. Don't use this. Don't use it. Okay. Yeah, because right. it's honestly not the best. <laughs> yeah. okay. I think the realism yeah. is good. Yeah. Uh, I really like this game a lot. Um, I it probably won't hang, but I, I want to nominate it for best debut um, just because I, I had a really good time with it. Are you cool. saying it won't hang on that list? Probably not, but. Yeah, why not? Put it on there. For, yeah. the, for the name, I thought this was going to be licensed by those Property Brothers or something. <laughs> But they probably yeah, have their own mobile it, game by when now, it first right? Came up, I, th- I assumed it was actually related to some sort of reality show. Uh, and I'm, oh, glad, I'm glad it is not. No. Yeah, uh, not as far as I know. Yeah. At least. yeah. Also, something something 2018 home ownership out of reach yeah. virtual house oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of yeah. real house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moving I on. yeah, I really liked it. Again, I also think they have like these fun little tableaus of like. Oh, I need to go clean the, these people's houses. There's like a paragraph in an email of like what went wrong, and it's funny <laughs> to hear about like Jesus is like disaster of a house. But yeah, it's fun. Sometimes I love, you don't want to know what happened. In this there. is true. Sometimes, look, sometimes things just get away from you. Yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. the house just gets away from you, and yeah. you're like, "There's too much stuff in here." Got to vacuum up these roaches. These cats keep vomiting. <laughs> we let Steve Bannon fucking rent this place, and yeah. now there's acid in the bathtub. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He walked past it, and now there's just a weird stench. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> a copy of Sneaking Under the Bed. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man. But we've got all this WoW gold now. That, so. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, we're in the uh, same IP block of games with a single name next to them. Uh-huh. Vinny. Uh-huh. Author of spreadsheet field that says far loan sales uh-huh. i watched you play this yeah, yeah. Me too. it's it's my uh, dad really liked this game it's it's a great game for for dads oh, and, and it, kids I'm, alike. I'm sorry dads is, and grads. Is, it, is it like far loan sales is that how it's here you know, it, i think here the title written, stinks you know man let me, let me, you, you bring what you want to it let me look mm-hmm. it up and see how the developer actually okay so the okay uh, yeah so it is far colon loan sales uh it, it's a you go from left to right Okay. No, okay. Okay. You have a like Super Mario. Mario. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you're in this kind of um, steampunk-ish uh, boat ship land vehicle. So Super Mario Bros. Three. Uh-huh. Right. And you're putting trash in it to make it work, and you're just kind of moving this thing uh, across the screen to try. And there's not like a real explicit narrative. You get the sense that the world has gone rotten. Uh, that you are continuing the work maybe of a loved one, uh, maybe a father or mother uh, who had built this thing but didn't, wasn't able to take it all the way to the ocean or you know where you need to go. Uh, and you're just trying to trek across by getting upgrades for your weird um, land boat thing. It's got a big wheel in the middle. 
It's very... Does it keep on turning? No. Uh, as long as you keep moving, it does. Okay. Uh, or if you run into an obstacle, then it will no longer keep turning. You have uh, to solve the little puzzle yeah. that keeps it moving. Uh, the look is great. Uh, it's very nice. It's very mellow. Yeah, it's uh, like has this nice, like, monotone gray with, like, pops of red. Yeah, once once in a while. There, there's, it's not... You know, it's not an action game, uh, but the the thing has a lot of weight to it. Uh, your, your big old uh, land whale is just is it's hard to move. Once in a while, you have to pull it, uh, and then it gets momentum. And the the fun part about it is um, when you get the steam really cooking on it, mm-hmm. you can you can yeah. blast the top, and it'll just push real fast. But then somebody's got to jam on the brakes because you're going to hit something, uh, uh, or, or your sails don't work. And if you hit something, does that do damage? You can do damage. You have to repair. You have to repair and, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it, it's a neat uh, neat small game. Is it is it at all like uh, say Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time or one of those games where you're like kind of platforming your way around a big yeah, vehicle like and, a, and, like, and working doohickeys to make yeah, it go? Yeah, less frenetic than that. Okay. Uh, well, or, I mean, not in terms of pace, but just... Yeah. yeah. To, to control the thing, you're basically bumping, bumping, bumping buttons with your head. Right? We played some weird stuff like that on UPF, too. Like, what was that basketball weird basketball game? Basketball game? Like, hyper-realistic yeah. basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is like a little more somber and okay. kind of... But, but similar similar concept of working a vehicle yeah. by manning different stations. Yeah, and by, stuff. but by yourself here. That's cool. Clearly. It yeah. has the vibe of like an Oscar-nominated animated short. De- yes, it definitely <laughs> does. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Ram, perfect. Yeah. 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 Foreign or uh, domestic? Uh, Canadian. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, so half and half. It is a thing that deserves to be mentioned, uh, but I'm not sure it'll be on any awards list from, okay. uh, for for this these purposes. But uh, I'm glad to bring it up again. Okay. Yeah. Um, continuing on uh, with games with lone defenders, I mm-hmm. guess. Quarantine circular. Yes. So this is, I guess, like a spiritual success for, successor to quarantine. Um, Wait, no, not a subsurface, subsurface circular. Surface circular, yes, okay. which is a game I enjoyed. I think this takes sort of that format and kind of makes it better. Uh, so it's very much just text-based. You're choosing dialogue options. Um, and you are on this sort of futuristic, uh, I guess, like cargo ship, and you're a scientist. And I, I guess the first person you play as, you are uh, sort of an engineer, like a, a computer engineer. Um, and this alien comes down on your ship, and you, it, the alien is in quarantine. So you have to go and talk to them and... Um, sort of figure out why they're there, what's going on. And as you play the game, you discover that, like, there is a an outbreak going on on Earth and you're trying to contain this outbreak so people aren't dying as much. Uh, and you're sort of the last scientist to sort of try to save the Earth. Um, and this alien is, like, you're sort of trying to figure out how this alien is now a part of that. Um, and it's really, I think it does a really awesome job at creating characters and sort of everyone has their own specific voice, which I appreciate. And the choices you make through the game, through the dialogue options, feel like they are they matter. It feels like they're weighty. It feels like it actually has an impact on where the story goes. Um, it also does a lot of interesting stuff where you are playing as one character at first, and in the next chapter you're playing as someone who is completely opposite to the character you were just playing. And now you're at a different perspective, and you you have different motivations, but you're still sort of... Well, oftentimes you're working towards different goals once you switch characters, which is kind of an mm, interesting yeah. thing. Um, and I, I really liked the story a lot in this game. I think it talks about stuff that's really relevant to today without it feeling so heavy handed or kind of ham fisted. Um, it feels like it serves the story well while still kind of being topical and relevant to, you know, the environment and bacteria and stuff we're dealing with today. Um, I really liked this game a lot. I think it looks great. I think it has a lot of cool style. I think I would probably nominate it for best story. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a Mike Bissell joint. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So those games are like totally stationary. Like I've seen a bunch of screenshots of subsurface circular and the, the style looks awesome, but mm-hmm. like there's not the action as such. No, I mean, People it's just kind all of sitting and talking. Right. It's all okay. in text. Okay. Uh, yeah. And this is similar. I'd say there's like a little more movement than subsurface had, but not a ton more. Um, mm. But it's, I was very engaged with the story. Like that was enough for me. I think the dialogue is all very good, which is sort of what I want in something like that. And I also felt like my choices really did matter and make a difference in like what was going on. And they weren't always easy choices. Like sometimes I get a little frustrated with games like these where it's like, well, we're kind of railroaded in. I'm just sort of sitting along for the ride. But for the parts that were sitting along for the ride, I was really engaged. I wanted to keep knowing what was going to go on. But also I did feel like I was making choices. I felt like I was, sort of playing as a character and kind of role-playing as them when I picked my dialogue options, mm-hmm. which I, I really enjoyed a lot. Do those games take place in the same world? Uh, totally the same? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Do you have a preference if, so, if, if one were to check out one of those games? Uh, I would say Quarantine. Or is that yeah, better? definitely. Okay. I liked both a lot, but I think uh, Subsurface had a little bit of that, like, eh, at the end there's sort of a two-choice split, but, like, it's all kind of going to the same thing, whereas this felt like, oh, I actually have some real choices to make and, like, I, I really like the character switching a lot. I thought it was really well done. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, oh, God, now I have to talk about a game. Yes, you do. State of Decay 2. Alex, uh, did you play it? I, d- I played a decent chunk of oh, it. Oh, that yeah. makes me happy. I, I played some, too. Did you, too? Really? Mm-hmm. I played a few nobody hours. played it. Uh, yeah. I didn't, didn't love really it. It's a problem. That much. Oh, man. It's, it's, I played it obsessively for... Let's hear from you first, because I think you're the one who has the most I, interest I, and enthusiasm. I, I cannot yeah. believe I finished that game. Yeah. Because the first game I really burned out on hard. Mm. Same. Well, did you uh, play the first one at the beginning when it was like super fun? Yeah, to yeah I played yeah. the the very first 360 release of right. the first game, which was a goddamn mess. Yeah, oh, no. like like, and just, this is not that by any stretch. Just, it is not that kind of just mess. by mer- virtue of not being a mess like that. This is a hundred times better is already. This like a zombie game? It is a zombie action open world management sim. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, a mouthful. Like managing like staffs and like communities of people. Yeah, it's, yes. I mean it's it's open world zombie The Sims. Is what it actually is. Kind of. Okay. Like, it's the Sims. Honestly, keep talking. It is, uh-huh. it is actually, now that I think about it, it is, it is the Sims to the extent that there are happy and sad faces that represent <laughs> the state of all of your characters. Okay. Can like, you flirt? Uh, there's not really romance. Okay. Can you woohoo with Santa? No Santa. That's not Santa, Santa's uh, dead. Yeah. Okay. They, they did put out an Independence Day, like a rah-rah America mm. of July 4th thing. Is that what you wrote? Uh... Yeah, it's, it's an overworld game where you have a, a, a base, like a kind of a, a home base of operations that you go back to, and it's super resource intensive. Like, you've got, what are, what are the resources? Food, water. Well, ammo, ammo, water. the water is a different water type of resource. The core right. resources are food, ammo, medical supplies. Yeah, that sounds right. And then, like, there's a whole separate category that's, like, water and a bunch of building supplies. And doesn't it do the thing where, like, you can, like, the Breath of the Wild thing where you kind of climb a tall thing and you're looking. Yeah, it's got like, yeah, There's resources so, there. So, I actually, there. I mean, I guess Breath of the Wild took that from the first State of Decay because they mm-hmm. had that years ago. Um, but uh, you're, you're out there in the world recruiting people, and they all have different archetypes, different, like, roles, like... And there's uh, a lot of them. Yeah. Like just and they're really out there. Like, I remember the ultimate, like, I played ultimate there's frisbee, guy, so I have better stamina. Yeah, mm-hmm. guy, yeah like the, 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 like, pre-apocalypse preferences of the people that you pick up are really funny and weird and, and, and varied. That stuff was cool. The, yeah. The thing um, I really liked about this is the idea of, like, okay, I'm going to get in this car and I'm going to go far away from my base and I hope I don't crash my car or run out of gas because mm-hmm. I'm fucked and I have to find a way totally. back. It like, is, yeah, it's it's very cool. particular about how you take care of the things yeah. that you are using. Like, like you wouldn't, cool. you wouldn't yeah. think having to gas up your car all the time time to keep going would be a fun mechanic but it right. totally creates like risk and and 
it, know, it makes you think about that in a way that yeah. most open world games don't. And it creates moments that you know where you are you're down on your luck and things are going to shit, and then you find that one crucial discovery mm-hmm. that lets you get back in it and, and keep going. So I'm going to tell you my one beef here with this mm-hmm. uh, is that I I think the simulation engine they have built is super cool, super detailed. You know, I, I like a, the vast majority of the ideas that they are implementing in this game. I just never quite found a way to have fun with it. I'm right there too. Like I really appreciate the ideas and yeah. those moments of like, oh god, I'm fucked, uh, or I found the thing to save me. But like yeah. it was never fun necessarily. Like I had a lot more fun with this certainly than I did the yes. first game, which was yes. I think was a conceptually a cool thing, but I I did not enjoy at all. Uh, this like I gave it you know a, a good chunk of time, and there were moments where I was like, yeah, I can really I can see what the appeal of all this is. I'm I'm digging elements of this. I just never found a way to put it all together for myself where I was like, I really wanted to continue on with it. And I never thought it felt great like when it comes down to like melee and hand-to-hand stuff when you're getting swarmed by zombies. Yeah. None of that like felt like it was really connecting in a way that I liked. The action elements of it really didn't do it the way you, you, yep. you uh, that other games have. Yeah, yep. janky, but yeah. it's. I think it's like jankier than like a Dead Rising. Which, um, well, I it's don't a know. different kind of jank. It's a good but, comparison because yeah. Dead Rising is extremely janky. But I mean, like I still felt like you know when you're getting swarmed in Dead Rising, like I felt like the the weapons were more satisfying. It, it, well, it's tuned for that. Like Dead Rising yeah. is is tuned to make you feel like a ridiculous over the top zombie slayer, and like this game is about dying. It's yeah, this game like okay. the char- you know yeah. it's all about permadeath. Like the characters are basically expendable; they're all randomly generated, and and they just have mixed match personalities. Yeah. Like, so even like, the shittiest walker can still fuck you up yeah. if you're in the wrong place like, at the wrong like time. There, there is real danger at all times of losing characters. Yeah. Is, um, it, is it possible to get real deep in and just wipe and be done? Um... It's well, so there are there are three maps in the game, and I beat the game on the first map. Like it starts you on a random one of the three maps, uh, and I like finished the story without ever moving on. And okay. So you could get to the point where. Also, like resources on the map are finite. Like, mm. like yeah. anything that is looted from a building is gone forever. Like so nothing, nothing respawns. It does, yeah. Although there are ways to. I mean, it's, it's the thing. It's like it's basically like a giant Sim City on a zombie map. Like you can. You know, take over a water tower, and then that generates water instead of you having to go out and find water. You know, like there are ways to to continue supplying things you need. And can't you order? I might be remembering this wrong, but can't you tell one of your people, uh, like, oh, hey, go to this gas station. There might be stuff, and they might die. You're not playing as them. You're just like, well, I hope they come back. You can totally. uh, There's there's stamina, so you'll have to swap people out when they're tired and and play other people. But yeah, you can assign people you are not currently playing to go out and do missions on their own, and they'll bring stuff back. But but what I was gonna say is, you can always migrate to one of those other maps. If you feel like you have exhausted, exhausted. what you've got, uh, and basically start fresh uh, with, with you your have. crew, yeah, um, I, I would say the the biggest danger is just sort of overcommitting. Like I ended up with way more mouths to feed than I should have had. <laughs> like I could <laughs> you not got a big heart, Brad. <laughs> and it's super fun, like trying to optimize and min max your base, and like okay, I want to get my food sustainable, and then I can start doing more power to like run bigger lights, so they don't attack my base as often. You know, it's like a huge yeah. like. Kind of shell game of moving stuff around, so yeah, you know. But um, plus a multiplayer, right? Yeah, yeah. They added multiplayer for this one, so that is fine. I mean, it's, yeah. You know, I didn't. I I played it as a single player game. Like, okay, it's, it's fine that that's in there. But uh, I mean, co- the co op multiplayer. Uh, yes, there was a bit of a. I remember uh, people were a bit bummed out on the co op that there was like a really bad leashing problem where yeah. it's like you really couldn't go super far away yeah. from the other player. Yeah, and and the way they divvy up the loot and the resources is weird. Like uh, I, f- I forget how they did it, but it was the the main player. Kept yeah, well, I think certain resources like the resources are color coded. Like only one person can pick up some, and the other player can pick up others. Like oh, it's gosh. confusing and mm. not great. But, yeah, uh, I had plenty of fun with it by myself, but. Um, but yeah, it leads to situations where you're pretty attached to the 12 people you have recruited, even mm-hmm. though really you can only sustain like eight or something. 
And it starts leading to some weird situations of kind of emergent narrative. Hmm. When, say, Anselmo has been causing problems in your base for far too long, oh. picking fights with people. Uh-oh. And then you say, hey, Anselmo, let's go out for a little while. Uh-huh. And you, We're all eating good tonight. And you lead him to, uh, I forget what the big ogre zombie is. But oh, like, my God. They literally show up on the map. And like seriously, I, did you just old yeller and Selmo? <laughs> so everybody's got everybody's got like likes and dislikes, you know. So it's like, oh, if, Selmo dislikes getting murdered. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but you know, it's like, oh, if you don't have a watchtower, this guy is more anxious, stuff like that, you know, or like blah blah blah. If you've got too many plants, this guy is happy or something. Okay. Anyway, he for whatever reason he was mad all the time, starting fights with people all the mm-hmm. time, which affects all your stats. And at a point, I was like, I can't feed all these people. So yeah, I totally like. Recruited him as my sidekick, like the you know because you can have a you can have a player follow you around or a character. Literally waited for one of those big zombies to wander by, like led him over there. <laughs> Don't this zombie look dusty? Let him start fighting it. You couldn't do it yourself. You while I yeah, you couldn't take yeah. direct control of. him. I quietly hung back while this thing literally picked him up and ripped him in half in front of my <laughs> eyes. Well, at least it was quick. You can you can exile people like you can mm-hmm. say get the fuck out of here, but I but you went the extra yeah. mile. I didn't need to know. Did they? Uh, did I think, they you know what? Actually, if I remember, I think exile actually exiling people totally affects like your leadership and morale mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, okay. So that was a way to you can tell him he went down as a hero. He, he sacrificed himself for the camp. That guy oh, was yeah. an asshole, but <laughs> that was that was a way to day, he went down fighting. It was a way to quietly dispose of a guy who was a troublemaker without other people going into that it. Was cold fucking blooded. And like it's yeah, cool. I'm not like it's cool anymore. that like you, yeah. you, I will not start any more fights in the office. <laughs> yep. Like you come up with kind of emergent storytelling stuff like that in that game with the weird mix of personalities and like. Also, the writing is really funny. Like, all the descriptions, like you said, on the character traits and a bunch of the, the gear and stuff that you find. It's got a really dark sense of humor. Yeah, like, I, I remember there was one character who was a warlord trait, but, like, before the war, he was an account, accountant. Yeah, totally, and, like, totally. just, like, you know, yeah, normal yeah. people in a, like, a Walking Dead yeah, style. It's like, it's like, oh, this guy was a Homeowners Association president in <laughs> the before time, and, uh, and now he is the warlord archetype, and, like, his motto is, like, peace through strength and stuff like uh, that. Is, like, postman. Kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's before it's, this. It's it's got a really darkly comic sensibility that that I really appreciated. I I like that game a lot. Uh, well, what do you think? It's not perfect. Um, I, it is ongoing. I will just say that. Uh, kinda. They did actually just put out a free mode for it that I don't know anything about at mm. all. But that was like a week or two weeks ago. So, is there uh, anything anything you think it fits on? I don't. It's not a debut. Like the music's okay. It's got a little bit of. It looks like The Sims, and that's kind of cool from a style perspective. But and it seems uh, like the moments are are much more personal and yeah, emergent. like it's hard to like. I had moments that yeah. were incredible, but they were all randomly generated. Basically, right. or like things that happened because of how I was playing. Uh, I you know it, it'll probably be on. It'll almost actually almost definitely be on my top ten. But I don't. You don't know if it's going to be a one of ours. It didn't click for you guys, and you're the only ones that played that's it. Right. Yeah, I think no. it's going to hang. Yeah, I got no real beef with it. It just it wasn't entirely for me. Yeah, same here. Um. And then they got bought by Microsoft, so... Yeah. Uh, we'll see where that goes. Maybe they'll finally make that zombie MMO they founded that studio to make in the first place. Yeah, like like a properly massive version of this. Yeah. Like a persistently online thing, and not just to like, invite somebody to this weird asymmetric co-op yeah. thing. Could be incredible. Totally. With what they've got here, so... That's exciting. Speaking of exciting... Mmm. Talk about Detroit. Become human. <laughs> Yeah, Detroit. There's, there's a small part of me that really wants to like this game. I, th- I think I keep giving David Cage chances. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've given him. I'm spoiling it for me. I've played all those games. I, yeah. I'm. 
I don't know. Like, I wouldn't call myself a David Cage defender because I would say that a lot. I, I, I agree a lot of the stuff he has written is real fucking bad. But sometimes that bad can just be entertainingly bad, as opposed to actively making me loathe the experience oh. of playing one of his games. Oh, no. But Detroit is a game that uh, I went from actually in the in the very early goings. It is racked with cliche and you know dumb shit. Yep. But that dumb shit is mostly inoffensive in the very beginning couple hours in starts to backslide a little bit and by the time you get to about the halfway point in that game i was legitimately angry at it oh and God. the ending granted there are a number of different ways this game can end but the ending i got was like laughable is not a strong enough word uh i cackled at my tv <laughs> in a way that I have not at many games this year. Uh, so what I'm hearing is that you were entertained. Yeah. <laughs> not the way they wanted me to be entertained. Mm. Uh, yeah, so look, here's the thing. You got emotionally attached to the story, though. That's exactly what he wanted. No, I got emotionally attached to getting Clancy Brown more acting work. That's about it. That is the only emotional attachment I had to anything in this game. Mm. Uh, as far as I can tell, the message of Detroit Become Human is that David Cage is aware of racism. <laughs> yeah. He is aware of the concept. We did he is, it. He is aware that you can tell a story that is not explicitly about racism, but is about racism. And he thinks he's the first person who came up with that idea. Right. As, as it applies to... Yeah. yeah. yeah there's, th this game has nothing to say, and it really spends a lot of time trying to say it. Is and, it a cool like, sci-fi vibe, though? Like No, it's a generic one. Okay. Like the, the whole vibe of this game feels very sci-fi channel original, and not a good one of those. Mm. Uh, the look of it, like it is, it is exquisitely produced. It, yeah, it I think looks it looks. I honestly want to nominate it for best looking because I think it looks great. A lot of sequences really look great. Yeah, from what I've seen of it, like I think it actually, looks. Very I think the technicals good. are incredible. Like the facial yeah. animation is is top notch. Mm -hmm. You know, the performance capture stuff is really good. But I I, I think it has no aesthetic of its own. I, I think some of the, it's definitely a little cliched in the aesthetic, totally. But I think there is some cool stuff there as far as like I don't know. There's like that rich old guy's house and he has all like the giraffes and it's colorful and that's I think that's neat. I mean, it's good set design, but yeah. I, I think a lot of it is just it feels culled from a million different existing sci-fi sources with nothing particularly original of its own. Yeah, I kind of yeah, I I like the visual element of the little blue circle to denote androidness. Okay, right, well, right up, right up until I realize that it turns red when they go bad. Well, not only does or, it turn red when oh they go bad, God, really? which is just a little too much. No, no, no. no. It, it, it gets worse than that. Oh, boy. Not only does it turn red when they go bad to indicate to you, oh, this is a bad android. Oh, your robot red-ringed. You... <sighs> This is the only feature these robots have to denote that they are not people. It is the only identifying mark that they have to show that they are not human. They made it so that any android can just pry one of those off, and then the skin will grow immediately over the space where that thing was. They just peel it off. It is ludicrous. It's like a sticker. <laughs> ludicrous. What would he have against androids wanting to be human? <laughs> If you are, if society that has built these things mm -hmm. is dead set on trying to denote that these are not, in fact, people, so they are not fooled by them, maybe that's a bit of a design flaw. <laughs> Just a little bit. Saying sentience is a design flaw. I, see. I hear you. I will say, I didn't finish this game. I would still like to do that. I played a good number of hours of it, and I really enjoyed my time with it. Mm -hmm. I will say... 
it's bad. I find it earnestly huh. bad in a way I enjoy. I also found I did not like Heavy Rain, but I did like Beyond Two Souls in the same. Yeah, Beyond has moments. This is a fucking cliche ass. Yeah. Baloney. But like, whatever. It's fun to do it. I like the branching paths. This does the branching paths well. Mm. I feel like my choices are weighty. I like killed a bunch of people by mistake. <laughs> like, I I appreciate that aspect of it. I think it does it really well. And I. It's fucking cliche as hell. It's ham-fisted and, like, really fumbles a lot of, like, delicate topics. But also, I enjoyed playing it. I will say I enjoyed playing it. And I think I, it's not going to win anything, obviously. Right. But I I do want to nominate it for best moment because I do think that opening sequence where you are, like, a detective going through and you're, like, trying to save that girl and you're investigating stuff, I think that part's genuinely really cool. I think that scene is paced very poorly because it is also the scene where they are showing you all the investigative mechanics, and the thing they tell you is, hey, this android over here has this kid in a hostage situation. You are here to negotiate, and you can take as long and leisurely a time as you want looking uh, around the room while you're doing you that stuff. I take longer, people die. Like, people get shot. Like, people die. Okay. take longer. I had, when I was doing it, like I looked around at everything. And I it agree, like, it's yeah. like not the best pacing moment, but I found that section genuinely very cool. There, there is one scene that I think is actually kind of cool, and it feels more like they stumbled into a really cool visual moment more than anything else. But the scene where uh, the the Jesse Williams character, uh, he's been there's a point where essentially he is accused of a crime he did not commit. He is thrown into the android junkyard, and his sort of like reassembling his body in this writhing pit of old androids that looks like str- str- something out of like fucking Dante's Inferno wow. is like this one really cool visual sequence that and is then, immediately kneecapped uh, by him get, climbing his way out of the muck into the world and then grabbing a super cool trench coat off of a pole. Fucking leather trench coat in the yeah, rain, Yeah, and then walking away into the rain. How did you not love that? Wow. I genuinely was like... So excited for how fucking stupid that, that was. was. That, I mean, I, like, I, I that sounds like I, it sucks, and it also sounds amazing. Yeah, I had so much fun with that fucking garbage. Like it's bad, it's, but it's I, so, so fun. I remember Alex, like, you telling us that ending that you were alluding to earlier, mm-hmm. and then immediately looking it up because I was thinking, there's no way, there's no way it's as bad as you made it seem. Yeah, it's every bit as bad. It's, but it's, I, I find it bad in a really fun way. Like this, this game has a lot of problems. Oh, don't it get has me wrong. so many. But I feel like it. I don't know. I found Beyond Two Souls to be just as like cliched and stupid and like fucking honky. The the real problem. Well, yeah. Uh, the the real. <laughs> so yeah, that game deals with racism. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing with it is like David Cage has done very off kilter stuff that has certainly come across as uh, whether intentionally or not a little racist or a little ignorant. Sure, uh, it's at absolutely tone deaf as hell. And, and I, the problem, but the thing with the other games is that like. Most of the stories he was trying to tackle and the things he was trying to accomplish were not particularly weighty. Like, he can say that, like, you know, oh, Beyond was about, you know, what I believe, you know, happens to our souls when we die. It's like, no, motherfucker, you made a, a shitty fucking sci-fi fantasy game, and it's, it is what it is. But here, like, he really thinks he's saying something, and the degree to which he is not is just staggering. Like, it, 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 it's, it's hubris beyond anything he beyond anything yeah. that he has wow. currently tried or he has tried in the past sure. yeah uh i think it is i think it is maybe time for sony to reevaluate whether quantic dream really needs david cage as its leader and lead writer if they want to keep funneling tens of millions of dollars into these projects cuz boy they can make some real technically proficient things but from a fictional standpoint 
They gotta fucking stop. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, the story's bad. There's like it raises a lot of like I feel like they set up this sort of interesting world that like opened up a lot of questions for me that are like never answered or explored. Yeah, which is like that stinks. But for me, it's exactly what I expected that game to be, and I had a lot of fun with my time. With you, it. I, like I'm almost tempted to ask if you think any aspect of this is self-aware. It sounds like it sounds like the cheese is so pervasive that I have to ask. If, I feel like, like they wrote a game maybe, about robot self-awareness that is completely unself-aware. But I okay. feel like if it was self-aware, I would like it less. Like what I like about okay, this game sure. is it is so earnest. Okay. And it's there's something kind of refreshingly fun about how earnest it is, especially with how much it fucking misses the mark. Like I think if it was like I I know this is cheesy, I know it's too much, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. Like seeing this dude fucking walk climb up this muddy mountain with all these like robot corpses and then put on a fucking leather trench coat in the rain and you see him walk away from the back like that is so earnest is he, is he naked besides the aside from the trench coat i feel like he I mean, he's like torn rags on yeah. or something okay. yeah oh man it's <laughs> there's a, there's another so part it, it, i'm not going to nominate this ramon or anything but it, the the actual single funniest part of that game there's a whole subplot with a serial killer that's killing androids because of fucking course there is it's a david cage game there's a serial killer uh, and they really try to set up like how monstrous this person is and the horrible things he is doing to androids. And the way they do that is have you meet a bunch of androids he has kept in his basement, and you're supposed to be mortified by what you're seeing, but it's just like all he's done is sort of turn these androids into like bad corporate art, like just these sort of oh, like really? like limbs are slightly off kilter, the head is sort of like readjusted, and there's no like illusion that these androids are necessarily feeling pain in the way that humans do. So like we're supposed to be horrified, but it just looks like he just kind of reshuffled them. I also I played that section and I think I missed them. Yeah, they're down I, in the I basement. Walked, I walked by the basement and I like didn't see anything, and you see like a bunch of like half like. Disregarded robots. Yeah, like, they only have a torso like upstairs. So it's like, oh, this is horrifying. This is bad. And like, he's already feeling like a kid. But but it just it doesn't land. And then by the time you get to the end of that sequence, where like you know you're outside and the guy has a gun pointed at you, and you're trying to get away. But then all his 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 monsters have escaped. And they're like descending upon him. Oh, like, I didn't get to... that part. Yeah, story. I missed that. I think because I didn't see them down the basement. There was like that big like guard guy yeah. and he was the one who stopped it but but the the sh- the way they shoot it it's like an Ed Wood movie like it is like it is like fucking Bella Lugosi scr- like scrambling with that fucking wet octopus like you just see him go no no ah! and they sort of just like like descend on him and then it's over they just walk away like it is wow. it is just Everything in that game doesn't land. But I also <laughs> like that we had such two different like endings to that. Yeah, scene. Well, I wanted yeah. to ask like, I thought guys, that was pretty cool. There's a lot like, of I didn't even know that there was that. There did totally you, is. Did you guys go back and experiment with branching stuff? No, but no. I, went, I went and watched some other playthroughs okay. of like and endings and stuff. And after each chapter, you can see all the like stuff you missed, and, like which I I oh, fucking love. That yeah, they added okay, a thing yeah. that yeah. Sort of shows I, you all the possible branches. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily tell you what the ones you didn't see. And were. like, uh, I find that stuff so satisfying, so cool, and just like it was so nice to do a mission and be like, oh, I actually made like an unusual choice here. I thought oh, wait, they like, give you everyone like, percentages, would like, yeah. percentage. So it's like your friend's percentage. It's kind of the telltale thing, but yeah. It's oh, well, cool. Yeah, okay. This game, I enjoyed my time with it, but I also knew it was going to be fucking stupid as shit. It sounds terrible and awesome. Yes. For That's how, how I feel it about it. Like, it is technically proficient hot garbage. Yeah. Doesn't the, doesn't the, the cop to do forensic tests put stuff in his mouth? 
Like yes. They, they, oh yeah, they, the like blood. Why? Like, why would but, you make your robot have to do that? But the fun part is, I think the, robot, I think the other detective is like, "What the fuck, guy? Don't do that yeah, again." Which like, I appreciate. That he's like, robot weirdo. With humans, and he's just like tasting blood. Like you could do anything you want. Fingerprints. Or yeah. 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 There's no reason yeah. to have the mouth be the thing. The sensor that, like, is, is delicate. <laughs> it needs to be protected. It's got to be in your his eye or something. That's eyes are out there. Well, it's also like because the other robot was like, "Hey, don't fucking do that." He's like, "Oh, okay, sorry." Like it seems like there are other options for him. Uh, I like for me. I I've only seen a bit of this game, but uh, I, like I, it sounds like right up my alley in that kind of entertaining way. But yeah. the thing that just always struck me was like I, for me personally, I cannot deal with somebody fumbling through pretty heavy issues right now. In, in this yeah, kind of, I guess. Like, does he solve racism? Does David <laughs> Cade? Did he did he do it again? I think he just became aware of it. <laughs> like I think His for me, yeah, because it's so fucking broad. Like, it doesn't bother me in the same way. Mm. Like, yeah, it's still definitely very shitty. It's, like, tone deaf as hell. But, like, it's so broad. I mean, do you want me to tell you what the ending I got was? Because I know Ben knows and a couple of other people know. I think I may have heard this. I'll I'll do this real briefly, and then we can move on to the next thing. But, like, so the end of that game, at least the the ending I got, was uh, the Jesse Williams character. Like, he had started a rebellion, uh, and they are essentially silently protesting in front of where they are junking all the androids because the, the society's become paranoid they're freaked out by by android intelligence so they essentially have created concentration camps for androids just to really hammer that one home <laughs> uh so they're silently protesting in a little sort of barricaded area out in front of the thing and then there is a point where like the police just descend upon you and they are all like you know closing in androids are getting killed like it's it's all fucked up and then the last like you know handful of them are you know cornered and the cops are coming in. There's you know, news helicopters everywhere, all swooping around, watching this footage. The president is watching, uh, who is definitely not a Hillary Clinton stand-in. <laughs> not at all. Hey, they took a gamble. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, they rode the odds on that one. <laughs> yeah. But so during the course of that, you can choose to engage in a relationship with uh, uh, one of the woman androids as, as the Jesse Williams character. Uh, and at the end, if you've successfully done that relationship... You have the option, a special option, uh, in front of the cameras as you're all about to die, to kiss her in front of the world. And if you do that, uh, you know, it, like your there's a meter throughout the game that's like you know public opinion of the androids. It, it swings way up. They're fuck androids. Save them! Yeah, so, so they're like, we're, Wait, we're, we're, they, they have the needle? There's a needle, and it swings upward. The public opinion is like very much in favor, where I was, uh, of, of the androids. And they cut to the president, who picks up the phone, and is like, stop the attack! Stop the attack! They can love! Stop the attack! I, like, am so on board for this. Love stopped android racism. Love conquers all. It sounds like the end of, uh, of the Bill and Ted where the newspaper comes out with wild sound yep. bringing like, world peace. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, uh, if you haven't done the relationship thing, one of the options you can do is sing, and that is the one where you sing the slave hymnal oh. in front of everybody. Oh, wow. That is the apparently the optional where you actually do that. Fucking what? Yeah. Oh, God. So... And then what's the thing with the title screen and the lady android? Oh yeah, at the end, you, at the end you can agree to free her because throughout the game, like whenever oh, you start yeah. up the game, she'll like talk it to you. It actually does some cool stuff. She'll like I don't know if you're like idle for a while, she'll like wrote, vibrate your control and be like, I was just testing or whatever. Yeah, like that stuff is fine and it, it's it's you know kind of interesting. And then at the end you're like, oh hey, do you want to free her? And it's like I said yes. And then so the next anytime you load up the game after that, she doesn't show up anymore. Oh, that's cool. Did you take your game save with you? Uh, no, she uh, doesn't do that. But uh, apparently people were so mad about that that they just. 
cast in the option to bring her back if you oh, want. Oh, really? Man, way to stick to you your gun. Yeah. The entire you just freed your slave. I was like, you know what? I miss her, so let's just bring her that's back. Man, how, how's that for authorial? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Anyway, it's fuck like Detroit. Just the, the, isn't that just the reverse of the near ending where it like deletes your save and everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like literally the opposite. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, what, well, a, what a bunch of balls. Huh. <laughs> I I remember liking Heavy Rain pretty well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I had but, fun with Beyond. I don't think like you should go back and revisit. Well, Heavy yeah, Rain. that's why I mean, yeah. it's a good one hundred percent does not hold up, but I remember enjoying it, it at the it's time. A cool yeah. thing yeah. back then, yeah. Um, None of those games are good. Like <laughs> Heavy Rain is just a serial killer detective noir type yeah. thing, right? Except like, there was a whole subplot that they had to cut about the serial killer being psychic, having like psychic what? powers, but there's yeah. still remnants of that in yeah. the game. What just like unexplained actions happening all the time? What I mean is that's not a game with a message the way that this is, right? I mean, it, it's it, about grief, yeah, and, like, loss, okay. but, but in very broad, not particularly yeah. well-defined terms. And yeah. yeah, this is about racism in similar kinds of terms. <laughs> what I mean is just. It's Sounds like they are tackling a subject they were not prepared to tackle. Well, I think they think they were prepared. From the sound of it? Yeah. Okay. Grief and loss, spirituality, racism. I don't know what's left for them to solve. Yeah, no, I mean, they, they, they're going to change the world eventually, one of these days. Yeah, mm. there's something about them trying to tackle such a weighty, weighty topic with the most cliche analogy <laughs> and metaphor that has been so overdone of, like, what if robots... Couldn't think. What, see, what are people? And it's like, yeah. dude, like every go back uh, since the beginning of science fiction, yeah. and it is about making Blade Runner. Uh, about yeah. ma- well, I mean, but yeah, see, the beginning but of science fiction. Even but, but, but Vinny, like last year, about people trying to recreate themselves in their own But, but, but Vinny, Vinny, you know, unlike Blade Runner, you're meant to empathize with the robots here. That's a big difference, you know. It's a huge difference, right? Yes. Uh, play, they, yes, they they turned it on its head finally. Yeah, they flipped the script. Did you play it, Vinny? Uh, no, I watched Alex play it, and I was on the fence. Like I'm with Abby on like this sounds like something I would really enjoy, just like for the ham-fisted nature of it. But there's something that just every time I go into it, being like, I don't think I want to work through somebody who thinks they're saying a big old message yeah. and being like. Oh, this is just, what do you do? Especially, there's there's the heavy weight of what's going on in the game, in, in the circumstances. But I think even more, or parallel to that, is like, the vehicle with the robots using that as like a big fan of sci-fi, being like, how can you think you are saying something novel, mm-hmm. or worthwhile? Even just novel, with like, the, the whole premise, every trailer they've shown that's like, but what if these robots could really feel? Whoa. And <laughs> And then when I, I saw the E3 demo, uh, I played a bit of it, and I think the thing that turned me up, maybe this is different, and maybe I'm, I'm not being unfair, but when they had the whole, like, when I played it, and it was the uh, the meter going up and down for uh, spray painting stuff on, on graffiti yeah. and, like, not trashing booths, and it's <laughs> like the, a public opinion meter turned me off a bit. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I like a good campy story, and I like when David Cage is being campy <laughs> and ridiculous. I just... uh maybe in a couple of years. No. (laughs) I don't have the faith. That seems generous. Or, yeah, I don't know what would change. I'm I'm hoping some other stuff will change. I don't know. It's a best story? 
<laughs> I mean, look, if someone wants to throw that in best looking, I'm I, not going to put, put a Abby, big fight about it. I but best looking, and I really like, I really like the opening moment, like the opening sequence. I think is really cool. Like genuinely cool. Yeah, I had so much. I like, I played the opening sequence. I was like, maybe this game's actually good. Like, I would maybe nominate that. You know, he gets out of the the junkyard scene <laughs> as 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 definitely a memorable moment for right. sure. Uh, but yeah, beyond I that, I got it. nothing. Okay, uh, I put Detroit opening sequence for a moment. Is that accurate? I think it's cool. Okay. Sure. I mean, it sure does look good. Yeah, I definitely think it should be in best looking. I, I think I am, it looks great. I'm still curious. Like, I, I'm, I'm still... Well, I got a disc <laughs> copy if you want to borrow it. Yeah. It's got to be in the right headspace, I think. <laughs> it's silly. Yeah. I played a bunch last night, and I was not in the right headspace. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, there was a... Point when I just reached a hard out. <laughs> not, Had enough not of now, this. Probably not ever. Oh boy. Um, Should we tackle one more before we take a break? Yeah. If everybody can. Yeah. Yeah. For one more game. And what a game. Where did this come from? Where did little Yoku come from? I don't know. Yeah. The imagination of they mailed them in. Yoku's yeah. Island Express. I- I think the way I felt about this game kind of mirrored how I felt about State of Decay, where it's like the ideas are all really cool. And especially like the first hour or two I spent with this game, I was like, oh, what a great thing. I, yeah. I love pinball. Concept I love Metroidvania. Arguably yeah. the best first impression of yeah. just about any yeah. game this year. Yeah, oh, my like God, nobody's... the best the best late title card I've seen in yeah. 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 a very yeah. long time. Really good. I mean, nobody's done anything quite like this, and I, it, it's such a cool blending of genres. Hey, Odama, uh, man. Odama's awesome. Yeah, Odama's right. Yes. Um, but yeah, after after a couple hours of this, it it kind of just starts to wear on you once the novelty of the concept wears off, and it's like, ah man, now I got to go all the way over there, and it's not, you know, it's not, long, not like the long stretches of traversal in that game get to be a slog. Yeah. You're like, I need yeah. to get from point A to point B, exactly. and it's a wrong distance. Like, 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 all right, fast other? travel. How do I loop uh, around? Eventually, you can unlock certain fast travel points, but even there, it's not generous enough, I think. You'll do shortcuts and stuff, like you'll knock down a tree and it'll let you get to another area or something. But, like, I'm fine with playing pinball for a long-ass time, but that's when it's on, like, an intricate, bespoke board and something like... Well, bespoke's maybe not the right word here, but you know what I mean. It's like a a designed board. Very specifically designed board for pinball. Whereas, like, this, it's a lot of, like, all right, I know the angle I gotta do to go into that little thing to go through the tree. It's a very wide angle. They make a lot of these shots very easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They don't want you to, like, fumble it forever. Uh, Right. There's a lot of great elements to this, but I, I think it's... Yeah, I think it starts super strong. Yep. I think the middle of it gets to be a bit much, but I, I think like the, the late game stuff gets pretty good again. Oh, that's good. I, I had a I had a real problem with a lot of the upgrades, especially like the grappling hook. It felt really bad. Yeah, like you had to. There was no. You had to have the exact right angle. Like there was no real give on it. There was just something that felt off to me about uh, the stuff that wasn't pinball. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and even like, you know, if you're on flat land and you kind of have to push the ball a little bit of stuff where you're like, I wish this moved a little faster. Like, yeah. I get why it doesn't, but... Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know uh, if we clearly stated this is Yoku Island Yoku's Yoku Island, Island Express. Express. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, if we had like a best concept category, I would say for sure. It's such a tremendous idea. It is. I just, I wanted to make sure that we... I think it's a really strong debut, honestly. Like, yeah. for, for its faults, like, as for a company that came out of... Pretty much obscure. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Vanilla Gorilla? What's the... Uh, Something Gorilla. Villa Gorilla. Something... Magilla? No. Magilla Gorilla made this game. I'm pulling it up now. Uh... Yes, Villa Gorilla. Villa Gorilla. Uh, like, really, just I, I'm. I think it's their first game. Yeah, I, I would really love to see. I would to. love to see another one of these because I think, yeah, like with a little like now, now they've got one out there and have like a larger like swath of feedback to kind of wade through. 
I really think this, like a honed version of this for a sequel or something like that, could really be tremendous. Totally. Mm-hmm. Or even, even something totally different from them. Like there's just sure, so, yeah, so yeah. Much, there's so much creativity here. Yeah. Yeah. You're delivering uh, mail, right? That's yeah. You're you're, you're the new little, postmaster for the island because yeah. the, the old what was it a pterodactyl or a, some? I forget what it is. I forget yeah, what the yeah, old yeah, mailman yeah. is, but he's out. Yeah, because there's a big monster coming. He doesn't want yeah. any part of it anymore. You're some kind of like dung beetle, right? Like a little like rolling yeah, the ball, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he's great. great. You're a pinball beetle. Mm-hmm. No pinball beetle. Yeah, of course. Um, Just a cool, cool, cool idea. <laughs> yeah, like good aesthetic. I like the style of it. I like the cutesiness of it. Like yeah, collecting the a little fruit. bit of writing and stuff. Good. Yeah, like. It was a pleasant experience that I just wish I liked a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. If, if a few more of those things, like the power-ups are a little sharper and, and some of the pacing of that middle game stuff, I, I think this would be a very different conversation. Totally. But but yes. Yeah, it's actually a little more of a measured response to this game than I expected. Yeah. Uh, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> I just I only I only played I only played like the first hour or something, but so I, I thought people were kind of head over heels for yeah. this. Yeah, I got about like three or four hours into it, and I think I just kind of had my fill at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did somebody say best debut? That's, I, that's yeah. I think where it would make sense. And, yeah. and let's put it there. Like I think I, it's worth I, considering. I, it have, like, I have my doubts that yeah. it will make it to the other end of that uh, intact, but I'm putting it under best music. Okay. Oh, I, think yeah. I, I, listened, yeah. I listened to the soundtrack yeah. more than I played the game. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It, it is a good mute, soundtrack, uh, totally. The, the first, like, the, the, the music from the starting area of that game is the, some of the most joyous, mm. like, tropical. What about that late title card for best moment? I'm actually seriously. Because it's, mm, it is uh, really good. Thinking about doing. <laughs> I'm going to do that. Uh, okay. I'll do that while we take a break. All right. All right. Sounds uh, good. And then we come back and talk about some more games. We fill this water. Yeah. See, see you in a minute. Next on this list of uh, 2018's Games of the Year, Blaze Blue? What? Blaze Blue? Blaze Blue. Blue. Blaze Blue. Blaze Blue. I've always let's said... Just, let's just say... Blaze I've always Blue. said Blaze Blue, but... In, uh, Blaze Blue. I call it whatever you... Blaze Blue. I, I hear enough Blaze Blue that it makes me question myself. Yeah, I know. I do too, but I, I just <laughs> say Blaze Blue. That's okay. fine. Is this a tomato-tomato thing? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, um, my notes here say that this game is good. Yes. Oh, it is. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. great. All yeah. right. Well, I, I was keeping notes as well. Can we check the sound test? The is there like a scientific nature uh, of you know these games? Uh, Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Yeah. Is it? Is it a fighting game? Yeah, it's a fighting it is. game. Okay. And yeah, typically you know kind of tag, kind of cross tag games in this nature, maybe not so good uh, traditionally. Uh, this one, uh, so I came in with very, very low expectations. So this is bringing together um, a bunch of. It's bringing together Blaze Blue. It's bringing together Ruby. Oh, this is that together, one. Undernight, uh, Inverse, Exe, Lady, Uniel, <laughs> Persona. Yeah, Persona. Well, and then, got uh, Persona characters. The one well. what got Chie in it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's got some Chie in it. But um, there's also a Persona fighting game that. Yeah, yeah, also so has so Arena. 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 Yeah, 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 and it's kind of it's kind of based off of that uh, engine a little bit, uh, but uh, they've simplified it uh, to a large degree. Um, you know, the, they've got a really good auto auto combo system. Um, a lot of the motions are kind of simplified. Uh, ben, you can probably speak to some of that stuff as well. The the thing that this game does really really well is it takes each of these different franchises, which each have their own style that aren't too different from each other. You know. Right. Blaze Blue and, and Persona and Uni play similarly to each other. They're all they, anime fighters, but they each <laughs> yeah, and to like varying degrees. Like some are like very very technical. Yeah, yeah. 
But this game takes all of those games' style and incorporates them into one engine, where in other kind of crossover games like, uh, you know, oh, we put Street Fighter guys in this and some KOF guys in it, it's mm. all kind of samey. It all feels like they're all doing, like they're doing their moves right, from yeah. their games, but it doesn't feel like those engines necessarily all right. blended together. Sure. But this game did a really good job of, like the uni characters have the I forget what it's called, but like the air, the equivalent of the air dash sure. uh, assault, I think it's called. Um, the persona characters have you know normal two normals and two persona moves mm-hmm. like they do in the like persona games. The, yeah, persona Their game. personas take damage if you hit the personas. Yep. Um, it's just really solid fighting. Uh, it's uh, very, really solid fighting engine. Yeah, it's, it's accessible. It's very, yeah, it's yeah. accessible as well. I mentioned the auto combo system. I, I, I was well. going to say, is this kind of the year of the auto combo? Like, I'm not saying this is uh, the it's first been year coming around it for happened, about two, three years. But I feel like yeah. I feel like almost every big fighting game this year had some. Form yeah, of that. even yeah. even Tekken came out with a um, yeah. like a you know post release update uh, that was a big change, and they added like an auto combo system. But it, it's really surprising that they were able to blend all of these characters and all these engines yes. together and still make it really like easy to follow. Even though it's like a tag game, um, is, is auto combo the same as dial a combo? No, no. no. Actually, okay. So dial a combo is like you know you're dialing in a like a phone number, or like something a Mortal Kombat like style. Like, yeah, you're move. hitting different buttons. Auto, auto combo is you're hitting like the one same button. button. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it'll be like a a move that incorporates a couple of their normals, a special move, and then ends with a super. Yep. And it'll do like a little less damage than if you did it manually. Yep. It's okay. like if you don't know what you're doing, you can just hit the same button, and something cool happens. Okay. Yes. Uh, this is my favorite fighting game of the year. I feel like this game is just really uh, easy to pick up. Like uh, it's the game that me and my fighting game friends keep going back to, uh, which says a lot because this game or this year has had a lot of really good fighting games. It has. Uh, it, it, the story mode is like fine. It's one of those anime it's story multi, modes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah they have to like blend the characters together. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and, and yeah, there's some yeah. like fun moments where it's it'll be like Kanji meets up with Gordo, who and they're both like the big bad tough dudes of their game, and they're yeah. like trying to have a tough off, and it's a little fan service. I'm always toughing off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a game for you. Oh, I know why you love anime. <laughs> and they've had a good DLC as well. Like they've uh, really yeah, good. Yeah, putting out uh, characters that are regular clip and uh, uh, they, they, it's worth mentioning that. So the Ruby characters are actually original for this game. Uh, Arxis developed them because there wasn't like a Ruby fighting game before. Mm-hmm. And I think those characters all play really like they're really fun to play. Seamless. Uh, and it just shows that Arxis fucking knows how to make a good game. Man. Yeah, as they sure do. Out, yeah, they've been yeah making a few of those and making them really good looking and really fun to play. And uh, yeah, as the uh, low expectations as I had coming in, they, it blew it away. Like uh, I, I keep coming back to this game every now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that says a lot. Um, this right is on. easily the most like impressive fighting game I've played this year. Were there some <gasps> questionable pricing choices around the DLC at launch. Honestly, I think, uh, in retrospect, I appreciate what they were doing where... Uh, I forget I forget the and they beginning of it. prior to release also yeah, because right. of... They kind of rolled yeah. that back a little bit. But basically, okay. there were two editions of the game. One had all the characters and one didn't. Uh, and it was cheaper, you mm-hmm. know? So uh, instead of going for like a season pass thing, they mm-hmm. were just like, we're just going to sell you, you know, 12 extra characters for 20 bucks or but whatever. But all right at launch, not spread out. All right at launch, but then they eventually they added eventually more characters added, okay, yeah. after yeah. that. And, and some of them were free. Like, all the Ruby characters were free. Uh, I am nominating this game for Best Music. There is not a ton of original stuff oh, in here. The, those Ruby songs. The Ruby songs amazing. that they've added are really good, and the, the songs that they've chosen from Persona, from Blaze Blue, are, like, 
some classics, some good deep cuts. Mm-hmm. The uni music is just so fucking good. Uh, it's, it's just a really good soundtrack of like the best of the best of fighting game music. Yep. Uh, outside of like Capcom and, and sure. Yeah. Is this something you would put in for best looking or best style? It's, it's definitely good, but it's very similar to what we've been seeing from a, for a while for like Blaze Blue. Sure. And, um, and it's like, you know, our, this is the kind of game that the studio is known for making. It is a game that looks, I think, about as good as the kinds of things they traditionally make. And yeah. it's, building on, it's definitely building on the style of the games that, you know, it's pulling characters from sure. to right. some extent, too. And so. it doesn't have, you know, like the flair like a Dragon Ball does. Yeah. That's fair and, enough. You know, even though it, you know, is like a, a 2D animated, you know, uh, kind of thing it's it's not doing like the spiral you know hit it still looks very nice though yeah it still looks good and if we're calling if if you're calling this your favorite fighting game of the year do you think it belongs in the best game category yeah i do yeah okay so you like this better than dragon ball z zevers fighters in terms of just like playing it and it being a fighting game and variety of characters then yeah like hearing that makes me want to play this because i i really like dragon ball and if this like hit you even harder then i feel like i might I might dig this. But you're, I, you're not going to have those, like, crazy over-the-top moments so that you're going to oh, I know, I know it's a different Dragon thing, Ball. but it's, yeah. It's a much more subdued kind of thing. Yeah. But, I mean, it feels great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Really good tutorial system, yeah. too. Yep. But oh, you yeah. also haven't played Smash Brothers yet. That's true. It's it's true. true. Fighting games. <laughs> no, we're talking about fighting games. Yeah, fighting games. But, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Fighting games. I saw all the changes in that at, uh, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, th- I feel like I know what I'm in for. Cool. Yeah. Okay. On Rush. We've got another banger right here. Oh, oh yeah. Rush, yeah. Yeah, this is also one of my favorite games this year. Uh, yeah. That really took me by surprise. I'm, I'm typically not into racers. You know, every once in a while I'll pull something out and yeah, I have a decent amount of time with it. But On Rush's hook, uh, the big thing is that it keeps you in the in the game, like at all times. If you start pulling back, like it's not really it's not a racing, like a racing game. game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which I liked because I also right. am not a big racing game person. Yeah, and it's not necessarily a car combat game. It's just like kind of a, kind of a hybrid. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a weird mix of, you know, you know, you are like smacking into other cars for sure. Yeah. And it's, car, it's car MOBA. Yeah, I remember when <laughs> I had no idea what this game was and Brad said it's car Dota. I just like... <laughs> At that moment, turn, turn kind it off of, yeah, because yeah. you're actually, yeah, you're mowing it's, down creeps. It's five, it's five on five, and there's creeps, there's ults. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird feeling because whenever you are playing a game that, like, if you just saw this running on a screen, it just looks like a racing game. Right. Yeah. So your brain is so programmed to, like, go fast, get in first right. place. But it's and like, no, I need, to, I need to stay in the pack to get some good hits in, or yeah. I'm trying to, like, stay in this zone to win the point. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. one turned out to be one of the most fun. Yeah, it's almost like a multiplayer aspect. Right. It's almost like they sat down and, like, tried to apply some of the mode ideas that you might have in, like, a competitive first-person shooter. Yeah. yeah. Like I really like way. all yeah, of them. You have the car classes. And yeah, there's like eight different classes, yeah. as it were, yeah. and they all have, you know, different skills, skills and abilities, alts and, and whatnot. I really liked it a lot. I didn't, it didn't stay with me for a long time. I enjoyed yeah. the time I played with it and was kind of satisfied with that, but I found it very addictive while I was playing it. I think this game has a lot of cool style. I enjoyed unlocking, like, all the sort of cosmetic stuff yeah. and sort of seeing all the different characters. Like, I think this, like, game looks good from top to bottom yeah mm-hmm. it, I, I think i'm in a similar place where i i played a, not a ton of it but a decent chunk of it and i think it, it ultimately is a game I, I maybe admired more for trying stuff mm-hmm. different than than necessarily enjoyed a lot on my own but i do like the direction they went with it and i think it's a it's a very novel oh, totally. idea yeah it is a novel idea and it's you know because there isn't like a placing system or anything like that i always felt like i was you know contributing to yeah. you know each race uh you know especially in like multiplayer stuff um 
I played this with the, the friends online, and uh, we had a great time with it. Like, there were some really, really tense moments because you've got to, like, capture those zones all at the same time, and, you know, you've got to call stuff out. It was pretty f- fucking exciting. I want to say it's uh, on PlayStation yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh, coming really? out. Yeah. yeah, and it's on it, Game Pass right now. Um, definitely go try it. it it's yeah, also it's great. Of, lots of ways, too. They've updated it quite a bit since. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've added, like, four new tracks. Which oh, are really? All pretty cool. That's cool. awesome. It, it's yeah. great to see, like, a true arcade racer, because that yeah. genre doesn't yeah, have a lot yeah. going on now. And even mm-hmm. the ones that are more, like, you know, Horizon is way more arcade than, you know, Forza Motorsport. But it's but still, like, kind of... It's way more some, grounded yeah. than yeah. a lot of other arcade racers. Yeah, or I'm talking straight up, like, you know, Rush, Cruise, yep. and that style yeah. thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this kind of brings back some of those. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's a really cool idea for a competitive driving. Like, you know, like, multiplayer driving games, you know, it's like, oh, who's who's in first place? And that turns into Depending on how serious the driving game is, is like who came out of the first corner first, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone crashed at the first corner, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and went from there, and and oh, yeah, I, I I just it's a really innovative idea, you know, the the way they built this stuff. I, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's really cool. Yeah, what they're doing is very surprising. Fresh. Very, and as yeah. such, I really want to nominate. Oh, like a, like, like a good debut. debut. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Debut. Yeah. They should make another one of these, what? which is like a really yeah. empty thing to say because the studio, I don't the think, is The studio kind of got gutted, yeah. yeah sure. Um, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, because this was... They're still putting stuff out, though. Like, there's yeah. still... Yeah, there's still somebody over there. Yeah. yeah. I forget. I forget. Keeping the lights on. Where yeah. these developers came from. A lot. It was some, some ex-Motorstorm people. Some from yeah. Motorstorm, some from Drive Club. Yeah. Like, just different right. different UK I feel like that's the story of, of driving games developed in the UK these <laughs> yeah, days. Okay. And like, everyone came yep. out of every other studio yeah, that sure. got... Oh, they, yeah, they worked on Split Second. Those guys. Those guys worked on Blur. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I d- totally want to nominate it for Best Debut and okay. yeah. I think Best Game as well. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. You don't want to do style or anything? <laughs> I don't know that it has like a... I mean, it has a style. I don't yeah. know that it's like wholly original necessarily. Right. But yeah, I don't fair. know that I like the style in it all that much, honestly. There's too much attitude. Yeah, it's in the yeah. soundtrack that are a little... Grading, but this but this song real bangers. I don't, I don't normally know. like dubstep, but I like yeah. how wubby <laughs> the game I got. I, I would say that like the, there was not enough music. Yeah, so yeah, it, just, it, it hit you with those tracks too frequently, and, mm-hmm. and yeah. I was going to say the sense of speed and the checking other cars oh, reminds yeah. me of Burnout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then it also reminded me that this game does the Burnout thing of dropping the car out of the sky on the upgrade screen, oh, which you yeah. like. Yeah, which is yeah. pretty right. awesome. Oh, yeah. 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 Also, like, landing on top of other cars and races felt yeah. yeah. mm-hmm. real good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I really liked how the motorcycles handled. I really liked yeah. like there was substantial differences be- between the cars. They didn't yeah. feel very same. Right. Learning yeah. how to check into cars properly definitely was a learning curve for sure. Yeah, yeah. That just there's plenty of moments where it's just like, no way. Like that, that, that should have hit. That should have hit. The geometry to this game out. is weird. The way the, the way it they made some angles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they I had to. And some where, of them were great choices. Some of them maybe less so. I love the thing where if you boost coming off a big jump, it'll make you drop down. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a butt stomp yeah. onto a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good shot. Yeah. Right. Cool game. Indeed. I'm a platinum to that. I still... Yeah. there someday. Is there, is there still a community? Well, it's, if with the PlayStation, yeah, it's yeah. free yeah. right like now. Game yeah. I hope so, but people. I mean, that's probably only going to last Not only so that, long. Yeah, they do a good job of dropping in bots as well. Not, yeah. not that that's an ideal situation, but... Uh, Works for Rocket League. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I and, uh, so. yeah you and no one's playing that. So, uh, yeah. Pretty yeah. happily, so... All right. That's good to hear. Alex, what is Shape of the World? Okay, so uh, similar to how Abby 
uh, talked about House Flipper as sort of like her cool out game this year. Uh, this was kind of my cool out game this year. Uh, it is, uh, I, I'm not using this term derisively. I'm taking it back. I think this is, this does not have to be a negative connotation. It is kind of a walking simulator. I like walking simulators. Yes, exactly. I think that is a perfectly apt description of what these games do. And this is very much that you are in this kind of, uh, psychedelic forest environment, uh, that sort of shifts as you walk through the world. You're just kind of looking around for these different, uh, sort of, traversal points that kind of unlock new pathways to new sections of the world. You can just kind of walk around. You can poke at creatures that are there. You can kind of interact with it in some light ways. There are a few hidden things to find here and there. But mostly it is just about walking through a, I think, you know, very beautifully rendered environment that has a certain look to it. You know, I mean, I'd say there's a a little bit of Proteus DNA in there in terms Mm -hmm. of like kind of how they visually shape this world. Uh, But yeah, I mean, it's just a few hours long. It's a really nice, relaxing experience that uh, I enjoyed playing multiple times. Uh, and, you know, there's a there's there's not necessarily a dearth of these kinds of games. Like, people certainly make them on a semi-regular basis. But this was, like, one that hooked me, one that, like, caught me in a way that I wasn't entirely expecting. Uh, and I just, I don't know. I just, I love the visual style of it. I like the, uh, I like the peacefulness of it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Again, since no one else really played it, I don't know that I'm going to get much support on categories that I might want to put it in, like, you know, a best style or best visuals. But, uh, you know, those aspects of that game very much stood out to me. I love the look of it. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, there's not a ton to it. It has a very, you know, sort of walking through a garden-like feel to it. Mm. Um, But I didn't mind that. Like, the the light interactions were kind of all I needed to keep me engaged. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Next... Let's talk about next car game. I'm sorry, Wreckfest. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of wrecking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Demo Derby style yeah. uh, game. Um, this game's been around for, what, three years? Four years? Guys, it feels like, years. Yeah, it feels In various like incarnations, like, yeah. Uh, wasn't this one of the first early access You might games? be right. Oh, yeah. It was early on, certainly. That, that like, and Rust. I feel, I feel like I feel like it was like not that long after Valve rolled out the concept of early access, this game went into early access. Huh. It's a it's a it's a neat demo derby game. It's it's got good tech under the hood. Demo it's, derby. Yeah. Demo derby. Mm. Uh, it's a it's a demo derby count if you're going around a circle and it's a little. It's a different people. type of thing, okay. but yes, it falls yeah, under the umbrella. Sure. It's like a demo donut. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like demolition derby games in the, like demolition derby in the UK just means something different. Okay. They're always doing these figure eight tracks and stuff <laughs> that just like I you don't see in the US that much. But uh, so we, we talked a little bit about uh, the uh, uh, a racing game a technical racing game where it's decided by who makes it into the first turn yeah. mm-hmm. and uh don't hit any cars and this is a game so like when i play forza and i play bet poorly like a like a jerk or gran turismo and i go into that hairpin turn mm-hmm. and everybody's slowing down and my racing line is bright red because mm-hmm. i'm going to smash into everybody in that corner this game rewards that yeah. Yeah. This, this is the game where you do that because you want to knock that guy Wait. you, you want to bounce off that car have you not played this not really. You I should, watched it should. on the quick look. It definitely well, so seems like something I should be playing. It seems like yeah. the Dan Riker ass game. The yeah. console versions aren't. Are they out yet? I because there was a long so. stretch yeah. between when the PC version came out of early access and when the release date for the console version was. I remember was. when the PC version came out, the console versions were not coming mm-hmm. out, but no. I don't remember hearing that they have since come out. Yeah, so. I want to say it was like December or something they were targeting Let for that. I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, so this is for sure yeah. the game where you're like, oh man, that guy's taking a turn right in front of me. If I hit him, I could bounce off and, and take yeah. the... Uh, and, yeah. and, take and also smash up his shit a little bit and, yeah. and maybe make it harder for him to even huh. proceed. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it does so I, the 
there's a career progression to this stuff. Like it's very bare bones. Uh, and, and I don't know that I, I like, I, I don't love the racing aspect of it, but it does have straight up bowls with real demolition derbies. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I like doing is jumping into an online server and then someone's driving a bus yeah. and then I'm or driving a combine. Car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The combine shark on his car. I mean, yeah. this is, this is very much the bugbear thing is that, you know, they, they always, nail it with the physics and yeah. like the crashes and all that but the actual racing mechanics right. in their games are never great it's like it's fine you know yeah. you yeah. can you can race and, and yeah it's satisfying to crash into people as you're going around the track but then you stuff, can fucking but... stack the body yeah. of a fucking Volkswagen Beetle on yeah. top of a fucking like Trans Am looking thing yeah naturally and and the the car damage I think looks great like the yeah, yeah. their their physics and apart, the smash really. the cars yeah. is, is tremendous they uh, were flat out right yeah okay because yes. I always did appreciate their dumb stuff again what you said about like the racing eh, whatever yeah, yeah. watching the drive Driver like, the windshield, a yeah. giant dartboard or dumb right, bowling shit. Exactly, I love yeah. that stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it's it's fun, it's enjoyable. It's got it, theme workshop support, so there's like a bunch of goofy shit that's been bolted onto it too. Could I put an NWO logo on the side of my car? Probably, yeah, okay. I, almost Probably. assuredly. Okay. Yeah, it's not something I'd go out and say you got to go get this right now because it is a kind of particular thing. Uh, but it came out. It yeah. is fun to play. Uh, it was fun to to monkey around with. I didn't spend that much time after. Uh, we covered it for work going back into it. The progression stuff was a bit wonky. Yeah, way, but it's I wasn't just not psyched. fun. You know, it's like, hey, start in a lawnmower race, and then you upgrade to a car, and then you're just like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't want to grind it out in the uninteresting yeah. cars and go through this upgrade path yeah. of, like, putting parts on it. It just, you know, that stuff wasn't especially satisfying. I, I, it made me kind of peter out. At some yeah. Point. I was like, all right, well, you have to play it, it's what it just, point yeah, it, It's what just dragged me into the online. I was just like, I'm going to just jump on this server and crash into fools for 20 minutes and go like, oh, okay. <laughs> and uh, then... And then stop. You know, yeah. yeah, it's nice to be encouraged to do that. Right? But, but I don't feel like there are a lot of uh, demo derby games out there. No, uh, not anymore. And, yeah, not anymore. And this one is one, and the cars fall apart nicely. Yeah. So that uh, stuff was dying art. Like when they announced it, it was very much like, "Hey, check out our physics." And at yeah. the time, it was like, "This is great. It doesn't run at a good frame rate." And then graphics cards came out mm-hmm. <laughs> over the course of the development. Of this multiple. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Probably they developed the PC. Yeah. Uh, and, and then at some point, you're like, "Oh, this runs." Fantastic! Yeah. Uh, this was the game that got me to buy a G Sync monitor. This was the game that, like, this is the first thing I loaded up when I bought a G Sync monitor. I was like, I want to see this game running at 165 hertz and really watch these tires fly when I crash through this wall. Oh, and it did been. not disappoint. I was like, this is yeah. badass. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for a demo derby game, uh, Wreckfest is is probably the one I can name. Yeah. Uh, of recent memory, certainly. Yeah. What's that? PlayStation Classic. Yeah. Yeah. This one might run in your native uh, uh, frame rate. Okay. Uh, of, of 60. Great. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for Wreckfest for me. I, I mean, there's nothing I'm going to dump it into for category here, except for best story. But uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We'll back mm-hmm. to that later. I'm tempted to say best looking. Yeah, I, I think that physics that. stuff the is, crash is really tremendous. Really good. I can see an argument for that. Let's, let's just let's drop it on yeah, there. I, I don't there. think. Let's drop it on there. Why not? We'll have that conversation at least. It's our list. We can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. The console versions have been delayed indefinitely. Okay. That's not encouraging. But yeah. honestly, like, I, I think that game, like, yes. rewards, ha- that it's a game that rewards having, like, a, a powerful PC in a way that, like, when they announce it for consoles, like, I bet those will be okay, but it's not, they're waiting for next gen. It's not going to be enough. And, and, uh, and probably, though I haven't been in there, but probably a light touch on the curation on the, uh, the modding and support oh. on there. Like, uh, you'd want something where people are putting ridiculous things in that game. Totally. Yeah, well, I bet the console versions won't have any of that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think you probably want that on right. PC, yeah. where you can get in there and really muck around. With yeah. stuff. Is it cars and tracks and everything? 
Like, can you put anything you want? I didn't do a lot of the workshop support. I think it's all of that. Yeah, okay. I, I don't want to I say there's so. some new tracks, okay. but yeah, it's you know, there's some some cars for sure. There are packs of things that you can subscribe to and, and all that stuff. Uh, they, like if you got in there, if somebody's making a a mod or a patch to make it, um, gosh, what was the name of that game? I think it's Demolition Derby Constructor was like the Commodore 64 one where you could like do <laughs> racing on the destruction moon. set. Yeah, where yeah. Like, you can make a moon one yeah. and like fly around. Mm-hmm. So get in there, and make it happen. Thanks, Rexus. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Mm-hmm. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. But indefinitely on the console version. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it going. To be fair, that information came from ladbible.com. Okay, oh. I would maybe not, not look to them. Yeah, but but I, know, I mean, they quote, they're quoting uh, uh, an executive from THQ Nordic. Yeah. Can you cross-reference that? Or, or, or the hive? Uh, producer. <laughs> producer, I'm sorry, from THQ Nordic. Okay. Wreckfest for consoles will only be released as soon as we love playing it. <laughs> okay. That's a good statement. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, it's, it's very easy for me to to see like a console versions of that game not being as cool. They straight up say overall like performance, performance is something totally. that they are yeah, working like on, a, on consoles. It's a, it's a bit of a hog. They're waiting for uh, the next gen. Yeah, yeah, maybe that is entirely possible. They can finally see their I, next, you know, next car game. Honestly, yeah. I mean, with all those physics, it is I'm guaranteed very CPU heavy, so it may very well not work well on these consoles at all. Hmm. Um, moving on. Mario Tennis is back. They made another Mario Tennis. They made another Mario Tennis. I bought it and have yet to open it. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. I did open it and put it in my Switch carrying case. Why didn't you play it? I never played it. I don't know. Because it's not great. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Here's the yeah. thing. It's fine. It's it's the best Mario Tennis since the GameCube one, but that's not really saying that <laughs> yeah, like much. How many, you know, yeah. The Wii one was weak. Um, yeah. The Game Boy, or not Game Boy, fucking the 3DS ones, and uh, the, Wii, the Wii U one was nothing. There was like yeah, so bare yeah. bones. I was really excited for this one because it seems like it was like introducing like oh here's this weird story like, mode where you're going through yeah. and doing, like boss fights and you're leveling and like, up deep, but like mechanically deep in a way that was oh, like this oh game this game is hard or, like almost yeah. like a fighting game level of like mm-hmm. oh this racket breaking stuff like it, prior to release I was like oh this seems like there's a lot to it that could yeah be cool. and even initially and I don't know. I remember playing with you, Dan, yeah. and we were having a great time, and it yeah. was like, this is really cool. Like, uh, I hadn't played the story mode at that point, but just the, the core gameplay, I was like, man, they really nailed this, and then it just dropped completely it's, off a cliff for me. That's the thing. Just the standard tennis matches feel fine. They, it's well made, but, like, the story mode stuff... It's, it's not good. It's it seems like I there's like some, the story what's bad about stuff? it. Well, one, you have to play as Mario, which just fucking stinks, because there are so many cool characters. His name's right in the title. It's on the box. I know, but like, news. Yeah. I want to see everybody else in a little tennis outfit. Like, yeah. I don't want to be stuck with Mario this whole time, especially considering how long it is. I don't know. I was bummed you had to play as Mario. I enjoyed a lot of the stuff. I never finished the campaign. I just thought it was... I think yeah. a lot of the challenges yeah. are just either too like frustratingly hard or just dull as hell. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Like, I think it got better once they added they patched in the like quick reset. Mm-hmm. That was very. Oh, annoying. they did oh, that. Did they? They did. Oh, oh yeah, because the early goings that sucked. Yes. Yeah, uh, some of the challenges in boss fights are are fun, but overall, like, why even put in this leveling up system when it's like the level doesn't really do anything? Like your stats go up a little tiny bit, and the racket system, like that's the only other thing you're really getting is these new mm-hmm. rackets, which. Okay, fun gimmick where it's like, oh, here's the mirror racket or the ice one or whatever, but yeah. I don't think it's anything that substantially really changes the experience from level to level. Uh, I beat the story mode. 
I had a good time with it. There's some frustrating ones, the ones on the boat with mm. the, with the, the staff yeah. or the mask in the middle yeah. of the Oh, yeah. Um, the but mirrors. You, yeah, overall, though. I think I, it was a fun multiplayer game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not and necessarily uh, put this on any They list, really Nintendoed it up with the online in that game. Mm-hmm. Just like, <laughs> it it was hard to find a match. They were all, like, the easiest way for a while was the tournament thing, but then you were getting matched against people who were way better than you most yeah. of the time. Like it, it didn't seem to have smart matchmaking. Mm-hmm. And they had some balance issues early on too, where yes. like certain characters like were just d- dominating was, uh, multiplayer. Boo yeah, and Kid Bowser. Kid Bowser was one of the big ones. Who had the tricky shot, right? Yeah, yeah. Curve, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They, they sold me a copy of this game purely on the strength of that Nintendo Direct presentation. Like I watched that and I was like, <laughs> all right, that looks awesome. That's yeah. got depth. I'll try that. And then it seems like it didn't pan out, and that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I had fun with my time with it. I was also not inclined to finish it. Um, I thought it was like fine and fun. It was a game I played on the train. Um, I, I really, I also was there when y'all were playing the, yeah. the doubles or whatever. And I really enjoyed the multiplayer aspect of mm-hmm. it, especially for like a couch game. Um, but it, it wasn't enough to keep me there yeah. long term. I, I feel like this, you know, just when you think about it, the high points of Mario Tennis over the years, mm-hmm. like I feel like this is like a most disappointing Wow. Uh, I mean, the last like one if, was like the most thing. Like, well, yeah. If it's, yeah. it's, it's going to go, it's now. Gonna go anywhere, it would go there, I, f- I think. Like, either put I can hear the argument. Right. I mean, I, I can mean, hear the argument. It probably, I guess, if we had to pick one for it to go on, then maybe that one. I mean, now but, now is not yeah. for debating this stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. We either, we either yeah. put it on the list. I mean, maybe don't. it's so middling that it doesn't hang there. But, but I think it's fine. I just, you know, I'm not Too late. Put it on the list. All right. All right. Fuck it. Fuck it. No, no juice for best looking on that no. one. No, I mean it looks yeah, like standard Nintendo art. Yeah, totally. All that stuff looks great on HD consoles, but it doesn't do anything like new to like. The other, oh, the, other, wow. the other reason I'm glad I got it is that I'm still fascinated that games that look and run like that are coming out of a thing that small. Yeah, like, that's cool. still kind of novel. Yeah, to me, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what? Yes, yeah. got some Nintendo like, dark magic. What's the yeah. shit on that big TV coming out of that tiny little yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. you've got you've got some <laughs> look how skilled that designers is. and artists yeah. working there working on that thing. That's 60 frames a second. That thing's little. But it's got a fan in it. What? Uh, I just don't undock it. Yeah. Um, okay. That's Mario Tennis Aces. Uh, Abby, they're still making Sims expansions. They are, and I still love them. Uh, so I think that Sims has a good year this year. Uh, Sims Four Seasons came out. You know, full DLC pack. Does that change the, everything? Represents the, the Four Seasons Hotel. Like, can you move there? Mm-hmm. Is that what? Yeah, you okay. help. You get rid of bed bugs. Great. To okay. Manage. You know, hotel flippers. Exactly. No, it's a. Uh, you know, I, what I really liked about this uh, expansion, especially, was a lot of the expansions. You kind of have to go out of your way to sort of participate in what it's expanding on in the game, which is sometimes neat. It's like, oh, these new careers. Like, or go be a new... vampire. Yes, and, yeah. totally. But it's something I have to go out of my way for. Right. But with Sim Seasons, it's something that just sort of influences the world in a nice kind of way that I don't have to do too much, but it just is very immersive. Like, the rain in the game was very relaxing, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Um, and it also added, like, holidays. Uh, and you could make your own holidays, which is pretty neat. Um, I really enjoy this expansion a lot. I think I will probably put this in the like best ongoing game because I think that the Sim has had a real like a lot of good free updates as well this year. You know they've added more curly hairstyles and more like, <laughs> non-white people hair basically. <laughs> Uh, and they've also, you know, just tried to, they, they like changed, they, they had like an insane trait and they renamed it to erratic and just, they have a lot of good kind of, uh, um, 
uh, not accessibility, but it's like what, like kind of a social awareness, social yeah, awareness, social awareness yeah. and like inclusiveness in their games, which I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they really listen to you know the fans of the games and try to adapt for it. Like, what else? Uh, what else came out for it this year? Because it's, it's like seasons was the big one, but did the, like, did like Ted's go to work come out? out? Okay, I, yeah, I want to say maybe go to work, which yeah. is also another fun one. So they, they bundled them all up on console for, uh, for like right? the Thanksgiving break, yeah, where it was like, oh, you get right. like three of them for twenty five bucks, right? And, yeah. I really, yes. Yeah. I got into a real Sims hole this year, so it's hard to re- for me to remember which ones came out. Still this paying year. it off. I, I, think, yeah. I think that work <laughs> might, if it wasn't the beginning of this year, it might have been last year, late okay. last year. I remember we did that Sims yeah. Pets quick look that I want to say was this year, but I could be mistaken. Anyway, um, they also had a lot of really cool stuff with, like, there's a terrain editor now. It's not all just, like, flat mm-hmm. stuff. You know, you can have, like, basements and different foundation levels on your homes, cool. which is just, like, more... It's just like good stuff to build with, and it's stuff people wanted for a long time, and they added in for free. A first person mode, which was like, (laughs) they, I think it came out as like a joke, and they're like, let's actually make it, which I think is really fun. I think they do a lot of fun, cool stuff like that. Do they give you direct sim control at that point? Are you like walking a sim around and pooping? No, I think you like tell them to like pet the cat, and then you see them like going in. I mean, it's the same kind of sim control as usual. You just get to watch the first person. Yeah, Yeah, I'm not sure what it does with like the mosaicing of when you go poop. But I hope it's gone. Mm-hmm. I hope you can see the logs yeah. in there. Yeah. When, when did Sims 4 come out? It's been out a for while a ago. while ago. Yeah. Three, three years? Long, 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 it might be before. 2014. It's over yeah. 40 four years old. Over four years old. You know, I still play it. I really like this game. I, I think Sims 4 is sort of underappreciated. I think people going into it were like, oh, it's missing so much from The Sims 3, which, like, I'm still bummed about too. I get it. But I also think. The Sims 4 still adds so much, and they kind of patched in a lot of the stuff that was missing at first, anyway. And it was like a lot. That's it's a weird comparison to make because like they're comparing like three Sims 3 at the end right. of a billion right. expansions right. Yeah. to yeah. bare bones Sims 4. Yeah, like, I mean of, they did have like major things missing, like toddlers and yeah. pools, which are like pools, especially are like a How main you gonna drown thing. Babies? Yes, Whoa. exactly. Wow, you get it, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. You're a simmer. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I really like this game. I like what I like what they're sort of continually adding to it. I think they listen to the community in a nice way. Um, I, I think it would be a good candidate for best ongoing game. I sure. agree. I already wrote it there. Great. Wow, way ahead of you. Wow, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, What's next? Okay. Fighting EX Layer. Yo, they brought Skullomania back. Oh, that's yeah. Skullomania. Okay, so game of the year. Oh, this you would one. think. Hmm. Oh, but no. Oh, but that SNK Heroines game has Skullomania, so uh, Skull, yeah, Skullomania. Uh, Did they probably, just put like a bow on Skullomania? Probably. What a year for Skullomania! Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Big year for Skullomania, but not a great year for games year. with Skullomania. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this game has a weird history. Like it was brought up as like a like an April Fool's Day joke, like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they put really screenshots. It was like, oh yeah, we're doing this game on April Fools, and then it turned out to be a real thing. Um, and then you know the the prospect of having Skullomania back in our lives uh, became very real. Uh, this game came out. Um, so to be clear, it's not just Skullmania, right? I mean, for all intents and purposes, this is a new Street Fighter EX without the Street Fighter right, characters. Without, without yeah, Street Fighter. So but it, it is that lineage. It's got a lot of those characters. D-dark. It's got D Dark. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess it's got biggest D-dark. pervert in the world. Yeah, he just looks pervy. D Dark is a sicko. I, I, yeah. Makes yeah. Voldo look like a priest. Who made this? Who put this out? Arika. 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 Yeah. Arika. Okay. Same people that made those Street Fighter. 
3DX games. And yeah, they own exactly. their, they they own their, their characters. characters. They own the characters so they made for those games. It's why those characters didn't ever show up in any Street Fighter okay. games. It's because they controlled them, and now here we are, <laughs> wrapped back around to it uh, with, with some of those characters. Did, uh, didn't... Did Arika ever make game for Capcom though? Like one of their fighting games, or am I confusing them with somebody else? I mean, they. Am I thinking Street of Dimps? They what? made Street Fighter X. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, no, after no, that. No, after no, that. After, after that, that, no. Like who made Dimps, four Dimps? Dimps. Dimps. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, Dimps did this shit. But Arika is like original Street Fighter Two people, right? Yeah. Like original. Or original. Yeah. 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 yeah like, like the like, creators of Street Fighter Two. <laughs> yeah. So it's like shit. it's got some chops. To yeah. It. But like this game. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were, they made no bones about it. They're pretty upfront about like, hey, bones. we're making this game on a budget. Uh, yeah. we, we are a small t- team of people making this thing. If this sells they, well, we'll maybe release some, some more characters. Yeah. And, uh, and they have. They've released, yeah. Yeah. Like Pol- Volcano Rosso yeah. is in now Pol- or in, yeah. Pol- Pern is Pol- in? Pol- okay. Pol- and then I think it's out. It, it, I think it will be out on PC by the time we you are hearing this. Uh, it should be out. I think it's it'll be out in a couple of days here. That sounds right. Um, the, the thing about this game that I that was really cool and also really lame is the Gogi system, the Gogi yeah. decks. So it's a cool yeah. touch because you have kind of these objectives now to do in your match, like these little mini objectives where it's like, you oh, if you block ten times, ten time, uh, if you block ten hits, your defense is going to go up by twenty five percent for the rest of the match. Or if you do three throws, you're going to get super armor for the rest of the match. That seems good. It's cool, but the big bummer was if you bought just the regular edition of the game, you got what one. Like just a handful. Like yeah. you got a couple of them, and then you had to buy the rest. Yeah. So the, it was the almost the like piecemeal as well. Yeah, yeah. And then they sold it as kind of like you could buy the complete game yeah. and get all of it, or there was they almost pitched it as like a light version. Yeah. So it was like a forty dollars for just the game yeah. and a couple gogies. So it wasn't necessarily like pay sixty dollars for a, a and one a, character, a, like a, yeah, for a weak version of the game, and then spend more to get more. It was kind of they went the other way with it. Which is huh. less bad, but Maybe still, yeah. you know, in, when in it has gameplay ramifications, right. yes. it's, yeah. and it's also a system that like you can pretty directly compare to the gem system of Street Fighter say, Cross Tekken. They pay for, uh, you can pay for those. And those right? were yeah. Oh, they, right. well, some of those were good. like this. these ones only come with the expensive yeah. version of the game. Okay. Like they did it the 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 really bad way. <laughs> this is less bad, right? But still kind of a bummer. Yeah. Uh, when you said it, it reminded me of that gem. System. Yeah. yeah, and I. Even also, aside from, you know, the, the new stuff that they kind of brought, you know, that Gogi system, uh, I don't think it feels all that great. Oh, like, mm. you know, like the original game, you know, you could combo from, you know, uh, like a fireball into a super and just like keep going with that. Um, it feels a little more stiff this time yeah. around. Uh, it's a little harder to connect that stuff. Not only that, a lot of the normals uh, with these characters are like the same fucking animation, hmm. uh, like a low forward kick or a low strong same punch or something. Set? Same moveset. Like, as far as the normals are concerned. The specials are different. But, okay. yeah, the characters do share a lot of similarities. And, and it's, it's pretty it's pretty lacking on the mode front, yep. too. You know, yeah. it launched with, like, no AI at all, right? Like, yep. it was just kind of, like, you know, you can get in training mode and play against a dummy, but it's not, you know, there's there's nothing to fight against. Skullomania uh, aside, I, I, I popped this in last night just to get a little refresher and yeah. did not enjoy it. It's also time with extremely it. unbalanced um, from like a tournament mm. standpoint. I watched a couple of the first couple tournaments. It was the same Gogi's same yeah, like yeah. two or three characters in all through top oh. eights which was kind of a bummer to see. They you figured know. it out. Like yeah. uh Whatever. Well, you know, they're working on this PC figure. version. I think there's still hope that maybe they kind of swing back through and maybe just make skeletal skins for yeah, exactly. Point. And or just you know, kind of brown bounce things out a little further and, and continue to work on it. But 
yeah, this this game is cool in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. it's disappointing in others. It's cool seeing this franchise come back for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, like I joke about Skullamania, but like he's you know a fan favorite. Like, so yeah. it's a big deal. Would you call the EX is the franchise at that point? At this point now, yeah, okay. yeah I guess so. So there's like the fighting layer version of EX, and then also the Street Fighter Two. Kind of, yeah, because of fighting layer was a game before, also. Okay. Uh, okay. And so there's a, a lot of strange lineage to this whole thing that is just bizarre. But but yeah, it's look. I'm happy to see the Laparka fighting games back mm-hmm, doing right. his thing, but please doesn't sound so great. He's now the LA Parka fighting game. Yeah, yes, right. As a result Sorry. of some things that happened, but licensing. Yeah. What do you think? Any any nominations for if, if anything? Actually, most disappointing. Yeah, uh, but we, it hurts. Like, but you're. I had a pretty good time that first day, but a lot of that was nostalgia. Yeah. Um And then in retrospect, I, I really didn't like it at all. Um, I will give it a fresh shot when it hits PC. Sure. And uh, yeah. If we were still doing some kind of best trend category, I would say, like, fighting games coming out on PC now is one of those. Yeah, yeah cool. like, good, good ports. Because I can hardly think of a big fighting game in the last, like, year or two that hasn't come out on PC, and they all seem good. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's just not something yeah, you saw. Yeah, they haven't been really... Not something you saw until, like, two, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, with, like, Mortal Kombat and... and no, there was, there was, I want to say that there was some weird Injustice stuff, too. Like having to re-download the game. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there was some weird mm, stuff yeah. with, with a couple of those games. Yeah. Like, once you got it all, the ports were fine, but yeah. there was some controller weirdness, depending on what you're trying to use. Yeah, yeah. Or I would even almost expand that out to, like, Japanese games coming out on PC. Yeah, Like, sure. RPGs, lots of stuff you would not have seen. Oh, yeah, yeah, like Namco Bandai's been putting Yeah, on. Namco and Dragon West is on has, PC. Has, it's crazy. Has, yeah, been going hard on PC. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Mm, talk about the crew, too. Yeah. yeah. Let's. What a <laughs> what a mess of a game. So the crew, you know, it's like, hey, look, you can drive all the way across America. You got all these different racing disciplines. There's kind of an RPG element to it of like uh, getting better car parts for winning races and and all this car stuff. loot, car loot, car loot, car PG epic thing. spoilers. Yeah, and so the crew one just didn't handle well. Uh, so you're like, man, the framework of this game, like, there's some cool ideas here. I bet they could nail it with a sequel. They did the opposite of nailing it with the sequel. Uh, this game is a just a tragedy, uh-huh. uh, and 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 like a. So th- I think uh, by the, again by the time you will hear this, I think this game will have competitive multiplayer in it. Whoa! Because uh, it launched without that. Uh, you would see other players in the world, but kind of couldn't do anything. Literally with could them. not interact. They with were them just at ghosts. All. You didn't have collision. Like, yeah, and and so it's it's just a series of like. Bad, boring races. I mean, like, bad is in the handling is not good? The handling is like still the driving, not, good. not great. The driving doesn't feel good. Mm. They've got all this multi, multi-discipline stuff of, like, oh, there are boat races, which feel terrible. Oh, the no. boats uh, are atrocious. The boats are a nightmare. And then you can fly planes, which the, the flight racing stuff, I think, is, is also not fun. Didn't I hear that the transitions between vehicles are good? So that's the one thing that's awesome. <laughs> okay, is you you, just, you pick a, like a quick select for each of the three disciplines, and you can change between them at will. So you can be basically you can be in a plane 
and just say, fuck it, I want to be a boat, turn into a boat, and then oh, fall man. out of the like air and land into on the a boat? street. No, you just, uh, it just fade out, fade out, fade out. This isn't Transformers no, Race for it is, Cybertron. It is, it is not Transformers Race. It's like GTA Five if like Trevor was a boat and Franklin was a plane. Exactly. I would love it if your current vehicle just went like flying out of frame and the new one came in without any kind of transition. No, it's way better that it just like you become a boat and then fall out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, like we turned the switch on this and then suddenly <laughs> like a, we turned into a whale and then the whale fell out of the sky. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. And so like that actually leads to some cool combo moments that I wish they would have actually built some things around where like, oh, I want to hit a jump and then turn into the plane, fly through these rings, then turn into the boat and land in the water. Like there's awesome things they could have strung together with this that they just super don't. Uh, so it's like a series of events that are very dull, and there aren't enough of them. It's this open-world United States that is largely empty, like way more empty than the first game was, and because the first game had a lot more of like, oh, here's like way more speed traps and other weird shit you can do and find. Like it just, it just has nothing. It's barren. Uh, and and so they launched it and sold it for full price. They sold it above full price because they had like a hundred dollar version of that game that just felt like a crime. Uh, like it felt like a scam. It felt terrible. Um, and oh, and then you know they had a roadmap of like, oh, over time we're gonna add, and like on that roadmap was literally competitive fucking multiplayer, like the thing you uh-huh. pretty much want to do in a game like this. Like six months later. Six, but yeah, like months after the fact. Like what the hell? They also added a demolition derby mode, which I have not seen. That like I said, oh, I think okay. that's coming in the same update. Um, the monster truck like tracks seemed all right. Not enough of them, but yeah, like that. Th- and that's the thing is like there are hints and little inklings of like, oh, parts of this look really nice, or like there's parts of this progression that could be cool. But boy, every character you you kind of talk to oh, in the story yeah. is just like like an even. It's like you're moving up this scale of douchebags, yeah. just getting closer <laughs> and closer to the top. I, I gotta emphasize this: like, no driving game has fully nailed the part where human beings exist in those worlds. Like, Horizon also is not great at this, though. Admittedly, those characters are more just like sort of cloying and constantly telling you how yes. great you are, and yes. it's just annoying. Every single person in this game who spoke to me made me want to turn it the fuck off. Yeah, I have never over. hated people in a driving game quite the way I have hated these people. And I'm talking about even those fucking Need for Speed games oh. that really fucked that up. Uh, is this it, the one where you're trying to get just like vague followers? Influence. Yeah. Yeah. Influence. Oh, influence. influence. Right. right. Yeah, but yeah, you're, it's, it's a social media thing of like, do stunts to get followers. So it's like, okay, I'm going to just get in a plane and spin in a circle for five minutes, or it's actually less time, because it, it does cap out of like, yeah. okay, you can't just keep doing this. Um, but it's just abysmal, man. This, this game so is, empty. Yeah. Like you were showing me it, it in the soulless. quick look, it and so we were jumping around, soulless. just looking for anything to do. Uh, yeah. And then there's weird branding stuff in there, too. Yeah. I want to see if I can get Jeff Gerson to say this. Um, as far as a game that had the flying, the boat, and the racing, <laughs> did you enjoy Diddy Kong Racing more than this game? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. There we go. That's how that we did it. We yeah. did it. Yeah. Diddy Kong and Racing is game of the, the Mars Rover. This is this is <laughs> high five and popping <laughs> <laughs> champagne. This is the new low water mark. Yeah. <laughs> Diddy Kong Racing is now number two on yes. worst game. Yes. U.S. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's bad, it's just so joyless. And it takes a thing that, like, you know, oh, man, if I could just fly around America and turn into a boat and do all this stuff. Like, this, the American this should be a fucking blast. But holy but shit. But instead, you're doing, like, the Slim Jim race to the they, just, they found, like, zero fun so along the way. How 
in depth does the like America stuff go? Is it sort of like, oh, I'm in New York now, I'm gonna fast travel to LA, or is it like I'm gonna drive, you drive. through? You, okay. you drive from is end it, to end. Is that cool? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, again, the world is is like what? weirdly empty. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't there's feel... just nothing there for you to do. What is the scale? Like, how long does it take to get? I yeah. I don't know the exact number. It is not real time. Well, of course not. But, but I mean, but I mean, are we talking like <laughs> it's long? Probably like, like a few hours. Oh, that's what that, that's what I was looking yeah, for. Like I, some, know, I don't even know if it's quite that long. It might not even be that long. I, I, I didn't feel do. like the cities at all. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like, like when we were Vegas, flying around like, like okay. San Francisco Marin, I was like, okay, this is yeah. not bad. Okay. Like they chop it up because they they have to scale it down. But, but the know, reason I ask is like that is at least kind of big. Like yeah, some some games some games would make some games would make the America map. Also, like ten minutes from coast to coast. That's yeah. the thing that the crew one did. No, no, I'm not. So saying, I'm not defending not, it. Yeah, 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 I just want to get a sense of like they at least sort of go for some scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think you you look at this thing and think like, man, like again, like the crew one was kind of onto something. It just didn't handle well. Uh, and which, the mission design was yeah, just generally not that great. Like, you know, which is a pretty fundamental thing yeah. for a driving game. Uh, so they kind of blew the the big part of it. But there's like cool ideas in the crew one. And then this... It feels like whoever made this did not understand what anyone might have possibly liked about the first game. It just feels like two steps back from even the crew one in a lot of ways. Like, it's a better-looking game in in meaningful ways and all that stuff. Well, Jeff, you'll check in on that competitive multiplayer and let us know how it is. No. It's an ongoing game. Yeah. It's it's hard to necessarily, like, float this for something, like, best most disappointing, because my expectations for the, anything with the words the crew in it were not very high I, to begin with. I would with. say the I, car loot sounded cool. Yeah, yeah I think like, I, I was able to look at it from that angle of, like, man, there's there are nuggets of greatness in some... There's some document about the crew one that, mm-hmm. look, that reads really strong uh, that they just didn't find. So I think I went into this going, like, man, if they can... If they can fix the stuff that made the crew want a bummer, this will be probably pretty great. Also, the bar is lower and lower every year for driving games because there aren't very many of them anymore. Uh, and so, like, you know, Need for Speed is gone. So, like, the crew, too, had a really, like, strong shot by just by virtue of not having as much competition. And they still fucked it up, man. This thing is just a, it's a sadness factory. <sighs> I wrote it under most disappointed. We'll see. They're actually closing all the sadness factories in North America. Man. Is it a hot mess? No, like I think there's something like really bold to launching your game with no competitive multiplayer <laughs> and putting that on a, a list. The thing um, is, it is without content. So brave escape. Yeah, yeah. 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 They, they, you know, they they have the David courage. Cage in the they have the courage game. to admit yeah. uh, these features uh, at launch. But yeah, it's man. Okay then. That's sad. Do you know what else Best is sad? Sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do know a couple of things. What have you got? I've never been sad. In a melancholy kind of way. Oh. In the infinite sad. It's, it's a good sad? It's a good sad. Unravel 2? Yeah. Oh. I surprisingly really enjoyed Unravel yeah, 2. It's better uh, than the first one for sure. It totally is. And I so I played through the whole game co op. Oh, you finished the whole thing? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Um I I have not. And yeah, like so, this, you know, this is the follow-up to Unravel One, which didn't really take the world by storm at all. And the gimmick in this one is that there's two of y'all. Um, so I can't speak to it as a single-player experience. I played it all by myself. So okay. So, uh, but I really like uh, the system. So I didn't play one, but um, to me, like the swinging in this game felt really good. Yeah. It was just it felt really cohesive and 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 it, it all felt like how you wanted it there's to a feel. there's a real sense of momentum to the swinging that makes it feel very natural yeah like you that you, was you 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 swing on instinct like you it feels that 
that was maybe kind of my it. problem with yeah. the first game was that the feel of it was not the feel great. was not good in the first game. Like, yeah, the, like the there, there was a lot more like dragging stuff around and like stacking objects and more like oh. sloppy physics puzzles. Yeah, this game has like a little bit of that. This game is like very much designed around the swing. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. Like you can stretch your yarn between points and make a trampoline to bounce mm-hmm. on. Oh, you can cool. you can be just like an anchor for the other yeah. person. So that was something that was really nice. I I played this whole game with my partner who doesn't play a lot of platformers, doesn't play a lot of video games, but we would like, you know, if I managed to make a difficult jump, I could just hold on to the string and they could climb up and we could it, it didn't require both players to like be really good at platforming so mm-hmm. and that that alone w- went a long way because it, it was just it kind of acknowledged like you might be playing this with somebody who doesn't understand like physics swinging puzzles fully but it's not going to punish you for that yeah I, yeah I will say also playing it by yourself like it's not a chore managing two yarnies Do you just swap between them with a button or yarnies yeah. um I'm trying to remember exactly how it works. I, I mean, you they can travel around. Yeah, you. so you can attach them so they're effectively oh, yeah. one, so you don't, you're yeah. not even having to control them. And you can do that with um, two player I, as well. I can't remember if there's... I don't think there's any kind of, like, warp to the other person, which I kind of... I kind of wish there was a way to make them get back together faster. Hmm. Uh, that is maybe the one tedious thing by yourself, is having to pair them back up. Uh, but, but yeah, you can, you can do all the stuff you can in co-op where you can, like, plant one up on a platform and use it as a grapple point. So you don't have to just grapple on the environment. You can pick exactly where and how you want to swing on stuff. Sure. And you can even like drape them over the sides of something. Like you, yeah. The 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 stationary one doesn't have to be standing on a platform. Like the yarn can be hanging down both sides of a thing. Gotcha. And like you're using it as kind of a counterbalance. Like like I like I like you said. Like it's very natural and intuitive mm. feeling. Like the weight, the weight and the swing, all just work like they should. I mm. will say that um, there was a bummer uh, for me that there was a couple of points of forced scrolling levels where you have to like run away. I don't know. Did you get to the turkey? No. There's, there's a level where there's kind of a big turkey chasing you. Oh, I think I saw that at E3 or something. Yeah. Oh, I got yeah, the yeah. turkey. <laughs> and it was kind of a bummer because it, the, to me, the game isn't about like fast pace yeah. action. It's yeah. about kind of mm-hmm. slowly taking your time with these swinging puzzles. Um, but other than that, you know, it was it was really delightful. I really like the way the game looks. It looks incredible. The first game looked really good too. Mm-hmm. I think this one looks even better. Also, it's it, it does the level lord thing of you're a tiny thing in a giant world. <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. is gigantic. Um, but yeah, it looks really fucking good. Like I am mm. totally gonna slap this it's on. Like cool fog effect, best looking lighting yeah. effects. Lots yeah, of good. Sort of like a nice like tilt shift. Yeah, lot, yes, lots yeah. of good depth of field and and glowing particle effects and. Physics animation, all kinds of stuff. It's it's a really good looking game, and it plays way better than the first one did. Yeah, totally. I mean, does it play well enough to maybe be in the best game discussion? Um, like uh, everything we all that said, like I got to I think the third level and have not come back to it. Right. So like it, it's really solid. But I mean, if you if you want to put it on there, I don't think it has the chops. I, I there was a lot of bonus. There's like bonus, more difficult levels you can play. But after yeah, just there's like a challenge. There's like a hub system in like a lighthouse. Yeah, too, and there's a neat little elevator that you work mechanically to make to go up between to go up to levels. levels. It's cool. It's mm. weird stuff. It's but. cool, but I didn't find myself wanting to go dip into that extra stuff at all. Right. It was just like I saw the six chapters. I had a good time. Put it down. Never really thought about it again. Yeah. And fact, it's kind of telling that I remembered to add this game to the list like in the middle right. of our last recording. It did kind of sneak out, too. Well, yeah. They, they yeah. announced and released it at E3, yeah. which I love when they do that. But also, at the same time, we were at E3, so like we yeah. kind of had to remember that it came out. Yeah. Uh, it can get a little buried, uh, but significantly better than the first game. Um, 
Okay, I think that's going to take us to a break. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's going to take us to a break. We got one more round for today. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Okay. Let's take a break. Octopath Traveler. Wow. Talk huh. about it. Wow. Mm-hmm. What's up with that? Eight uh, paths. Eight whole paths. It is good enough to get me interested in it and play probably a couple dozen hours or more, uh, despite not having any nostalgia for the stuff it's clearly like. Yeah, hearing you were playing a JRPG was uh, yeah shocking, I, let's say. Disquieting, I, even. Yeah. <laughs> I love the look of it. I like the uh, I like the idea that you can go as hard on it as you want as far as the eight stories. You know, if there's a few you like, you can really focus on those characters and Wait, follow them through. Do you not have to do everything? To you don't have to do all of them at all, no. Well, to advance to the other chapters, don't you... I mean, you can just pick, you don't, you can do like chapter two, chapter three of like Ophelia before you go get, you know. Yeah, but you're going to run into like level issues there at a point because it scales up so hard. It, it benefits you to get them all and I got them all, but I mean, there were characters who was just like, I don't like the, this like thief story or whatever. And so I would just kind of leave his stuff in the dust while I was like advancing chapters of everyone else. I didn't beat it, you know. I, I know that game can be, like, Bianca played, like, 150 hours of it. Oh, um, because there's, like, a super-duper crazy ending that you can do, and she went after that, and that seems to be just insane when you have Do you have to, to like, mm-hmm. finish every character's story to get there? I oh, that, and For then, that, like, yeah. like, a super-duper okay. boss at the end. Okay. It, it seemed like a giant pain in the ass, actually. But, so the, um, the reason this game lost me, the reason I kind of only played through about half of it, I got through most of chapter two of three plus an epilogue. Wait, are the chapters divorced from the characters? No, they are based on each, each character. Each character has three chapters, basically. I thought it was four, wasn't it? Uh, three plus an epilogue. I think so. the fourth yeah. one is like uh, kind of a weird, not exactly okay. the same. I don't okay. know. I don't. I didn't get that far. Yeah, yeah. But my main issue was it just seemed like eight random people who were helping each other for no obvious reason, each kind of doing their own thing. There was no through line. There was no, nobody talked to each other. Yeah. Like it, and that's the thing. If you don't find all of their stories interesting, you find yourself in scenarios where it's just, I was skipping through certain characters' cutscenes because I was just so kind of, tired of it. I need a really strong cast of characters. I need strong writing. I need these strong interpersonal relationships between the characters. Like it's a party. You want them yeah. to be together. And you know, I, I talked to Peter Brown who who played through all of it and he said by the end you get a little more of that but I wasn't willing to put in the hours. Yeah. I, mm. I saw that complaint in most of the reviews I read about it and I guess it's just because like I don't really care about the story that much. So, like I just like the like I like the powers and the abilities yeah. and just the game the, the, the fighting system with the, the I do really like the combat system. Yeah exactly like I like the combat system a lot and I'm not a big story guy so I, think like, I didn't good, have any complaints about that. It's a good evolution of what Persona did and I don't know if Persona's the first one of like Enemies have other weakness, but in this one, you can exploit it even further by waiting turns and powering up your attacks and doing, like, cool finishers and stuff like that. Um, I think it's, like, maybe the best that JRPG combat has ever been. And also the shield system. It could be annoying with certain bosses that would, like, replenish their shields really frequently. Um, But I liked the idea of, like, okay, you find their weaknesses, and then it kind of fills in that little icon, and then you're breaking the shields, and you can really do damage, so you're saving all those big attacks for when the shields are down. I, I, I thought that combat was was great. Um, I think um, another little issue I had was each character had the path action, which was something they could do yes. in the greater world, but there was only four of them really because it was like four character, four of the 
eight characters had one unique one, and the other four characters had basically the same one. They would both be types of like, oh, this person can steal, and this person can like murder Battle. and get something, or pickpocket mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, you know? and that was a bummer to me because like on one hand, I liked my party of four people, like I had my four favorite characters that I liked and I used in combat. Uh, but on the other hand, it, it didn't. The game didn't give me a reason to use the characters that I didn't really want to use in the first place. I, yeah. I wish it challenged me a little more in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's incredible or anything, but I, I just think it, it it says something to me that I that's not my genre by any means. Sure. And like, I was really like, I think the only reason I fell off is because I can't remember if it was when did this come out? Was this like this was summer, July? Like July? Okay, maybe I think I a big trip or something or some mm-hmm. huge game came out. Like derailed and, you? Yeah, I got derailed, and then when I like wanted to come back to it, it's like I kind of forgot yeah, where I, I was even going. About it. Yeah, and I never quite. You were got playing back. it for a while, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, so even though it didn't see me through to the end, um, I I was very impressed by it. It's got a look. I definitely yes. belongs in yeah. best style. I yeah, think like, it looks yes. so cool. Down. Style or looking? I think style too, because even like the map and everything. The way that it's I think like style, especially it's like mm-hmm. characters cut out against the background. It was, there's something kind of like two D made three D with like some tilt shift stuff. It's a cool look. I think style and best looking. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It kind of sounds like it, they're just going into both of those for the same reasons. Yeah. It's like it that. seems like a stronger style contender, but we can we can deal with that later. Well, between, I mean, between the two, I would say style. Yeah. yeah style is the one that, that stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it looks. I think good. it looks great too, because like yeah. even the things like explosion effects yeah. and all yeah. the in the pixel great. art, or they're not really pixels, like three D things that were like uh, made yeah. into like a pixel version. Uh, again, we can talk about it later, but everything you're talking about is the look of the game, and that is a best looking thing. Okay. Yeah, let's put it in there. Uh, can I see the other categories? I wonder if there's anything else. Music? I mean, there's debut. Uh, music is really good. I don't know if I would necessarily... It was good, but I don't, I don't remember, remember any of it. Exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. not telling. Debut? Um, debut. They, would, I mean, they, they did the... The, uh, the game kind of lost you. So they're the, yeah. They're the, they're the Bravely Default people. That, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, it, and it seems very similar in some regards to Bravely Default. I don't think it was too much of a... Okay. New thing to yeah. Let's just go yeah. with visual stuff, but you know, I just want to say I had a really good time with it. Cool. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Um. Yeah. I can find my place here. Uh, Alex. Yes. Semblance. Semblance. Is that a semblance? That's the follow to a semblance. 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 So I'm thinking about a totally different. Game. You're thinking of something else. Okay. This is the uh, puzzle platformer okay, uh, yes, developed by very the, much something else. They were on our show this year. D3 uh, is the first uh, game on a Nintendo platform developed in Africa. Uh, oh, they are cool. from South Africa, uh, and it is a game about deforming the environment to solve environmental puzzles uh, with your little jumpy blob guy. I like that. So what you can do is there are sections of the environment, not the entire thing, but there are sections that you can kind of deform at will, uh, and you are using that to sort of create platforms to sort of move, shift things around. Uh, there are, you know, a variety of different obstacles that come up uh, with each game world, like some, you know, have like laser beams that shoot at you. They have to kind of move, shift around so you don't get killed. Um, it's a neat game that I think it, it can be a little frustrating, uh, you know, trying to get the world to kind of deform the way you want to can sometimes be a little bit of a chore. Um, but in general, I found the puzzle design to be pretty fair and pretty inventive. Um, like I played, I played uh, most of this game. I have not finished it, but I got through, through the majority of it. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. It's, you know, it's got a, a, a cool look to it. It has this sort of, like, I don't know how to describe the world other than just, like, vaguely haunted by, <laughs> by whatever is going on in that world. And you are sort of, like, trying to clear up this corruption that has kind of taken over everything. The look is kind of like a like a pixel junk game. Like yeah, a little bit. You have three ones? Yeah, yeah, it has a little bit of that to it. Um, 
Yeah, I, it, it, it was a, it was a it was a neat thing that uh, I, I really enjoyed, and I think that you know, like I said, there are some some quirks about the way it controls and the way it feels, but in general, I thought it was like some of the better puzzle designs that that I've played this year. Cool, some good tech in the deforming stuff. Like, does it feel like a? I mean, you can you can kind of do some stuff with yeah, it. Yeah, a game based on like a, a unique mechanical. Part. Yeah, yeah, like I I have not played something quite like that in yeah. terms of like puzzle platformer yeah. design. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I would put, maybe put that in best debut. Uh, I don't necessarily think it is a best game, but it is. I think it is. And for a thing that kind of came out of nowhere, I think it's pretty cool. Is it Switch only? Uh, no, it's on Steam. I think it might. I think it might just be Steam and Switch. Huh. Um, <clears throat> hold down, hold down. Mobile game of the year. Oh man, oh, that was fun. Man, I keep yeah. meaning to. I've been meaning to get that for months, and I keep forgetting about it. The one with the raccoon and the. No. Quadcopter. No. 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 Different hole game. Different hole. This Uh, is like balls, but made good. Yeah, you shoot balls at rocks. Rocks. The rocks have numbers on them, so they need to be hit that many times with the the balls. What are you guys talking about? And you want to drill into the earth by hitting all these blocks. Yeah. And you know this game. You're the one who showed it to me. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> the name of it. It's like, oh, yeah, that game I played yeah. a lot of. Yeah. Uh, it's got a satisfying, like, set of upgrades and stuff. And mm-hmm. and you, you so you earn more balls. You get to a point where you're shooting, like, dozens of balls at a time. Uh-huh. And, and once and, you complete all the levels, there's an infinite version that you yeah. were just constantly trying to right. drill down and get the highest score yeah. on. And sometimes you're trying to go after, like, screwed-in pieces, and that'll knock down everything above it. Yeah. Like, I played a lot of that game, Balls, which feels very much like a free-to-play yeah. game. Mm-hmm. And I would, loved it, but this felt like, oh, this is actually, like, a designed game. Right, yeah. it's, like, sharp. Uh, yes. Yeah, really... I, I like the look of it a lot. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's I like cool. the upgrades a lot where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, here's how many balls you start with. Here's how many you can get up to by Maximum filling balls. that meter. Mm-hmm. Here's how many crystals you can bring back up to the surface, Maximum which you balls. use to upgrade. Balls. Yeah. Balls. Yeah. Um, balls. Yeah. yeah, good balls. Yeah. Good got, balls, good holes. Arguably balls, the best balls and holes even of better 2018. Holes. Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing, of the year. my main complaint mm-hmm. is that I beat it and I was happy doing the infinite stuff and then it wiped my save and I had to oh, no. I, I, uh, yeah, I got to a real like, stinker. I got through like level two or three or something like that mm-hmm. and, and had it trash my save and yeah. you know, I was like, ah, well, whatever. Wait, so both of you? I yeah. guess, apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never had that, but that sucks. I, like balls. Mm-hmm. I do love the feeling when you get Worst down balls. to the uh, the core of a level mm-hmm. that you've been working on for oh, a while yeah. and then you just kind of do the math in your head. It's like, I got that many shots left and okay, I'm definitely going to get this. Yeah, good feeling. It is, like I said, I, it is the mobile game I have spent most of this year playing. I am still playing it. Um, it is, I think, uh, an absolute delight. I was, the title, what was the one where you shoot down, you jump, and you... You shoot Driller. Downwell. No, Downwell. Downwell. I thought, hold on, I thought it was Downwell. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no. Okay, yeah, hold on. Uh, I think it is a great debut, and I also think it might be... I don't know if it's going to make my top ten, but it is hovering around it right now. Uh, it might be a best game for me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's a long list under debut. <laughs> I know. A lot of a great lot games of, came out. A lot of games. A lot, a lot, a lot of great of not sequels. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Right. That is good. That's good. That is good. That, that's good. It's good. That's good. That's great. Good. It's great. It's great. It's great of the year. It's good. good holes. Uh, False. Oh, that's good. That's good. One game which is definitely not a debut. No. WarioWare Gold. Yeah. 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 Well, this is more of a celebration of what came before. Hey, yeah, totally. Like, here's like, uh, this feels like an end cap on a lot of years of great WarioWare games mm-hmm. of just like, hey, all right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, a lot of games you've played before kind of remastered in with like 
updated graphics, but in ways that I think actually still work. It yeah. still looks mm-hmm. silly. It and, looks mm-hmm. I think it was really smartly uh, sectioned out in that they have the ones from like the tapped, twisted, and yeah. more traditional, how they kind of section out. It's like, okay. weird how it reminds you, like, oh, the 3DS is a really capable device because yeah. you can play all these different WarioWare yeah. games that require, like, at bolt-on cartridges and, yeah, sure, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. And, and yeah, uh, I think the, the storyline... <laughs> Bits are really fun yeah. in this one. Um, it added enough weird warrior bullshit from that like capsule machine, totally. like the weird phone stuff, yeah. and all that. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a really solid tribute to WarioWare's past. Yeah, you know, it's a it's like a, it's kind of a remaster in a weird way. Yeah, like a lot of these games have been in the previous. Games. It's a great send off. Goodbye, So that's the bad. That's what sticks in my crawl with the thing. I have no problem with this thing in and of itself, mm. but it. In a world where there hasn't been a new WarioWare yeah. game in a yeah. long time, like it doesn't go down quite as smoothly. This is this still like I still played the shit out of this. That's, game. Yeah. That's what I'm that's saying. Really. saying. This thing is fine, but like I mean, didn't you see that Smash trailer? Wario died. It would be, it would be more fine if they were also. You can't make video games if you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, but what if it was Rhythm Heaven instead? If if I, I would, lo- I mean, yeah, mm. they already did this treatment for Rhythm Heaven of like a master mix, like, and that was also good. Together, and it's also yeah. very good. It's uh, the best game where you can play a 3DS on a 3DS. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope that this is. They need to make a Switch game. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What I was like yeah. both. Like I wish they had announced a Switch game along with yeah. this. I was both very happy to get to break out my 3DS again. Like you yeah. said, it felt great on the 3DS. Yeah. The 3DS really used all the systems so well. But also at the same time, I was like, mm, but that's Switch. It's time. It's overdue. I do yeah. like like one of the new feelings it did give you were the modes where it didn't tell you if it was going to switch between like the stylus yeah. or the twist. And so it's yeah. like every time it's like, I don't know if I'm going to press an A or do my hand and hope or, for the best. And yeah. Yeah. Actually, with all the weird input shit in this, I wonder if it's hard for them to make a Switch version. Because like, how are you going to play it on a TV it's when there's a tilt? Different game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. they would have to make yeah. a different game. Yeah. But. And the Joy-Cons have the tilt in them, so you can oh, yeah. very much And there's like the two screens which are input. Yeah. There's a way to do it. Yeah, there's one. a path forward. They've made uh, TV WarioWare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but that's not. One, but you, that's not a <laughs> Mega Micro Games and Smooth Moves are, are like WarioWare at its weakest uh, yeah. in a lot of ways. So yeah, Smooth Moves is okay. Yeah, it's, no, I'm not saying like it's bad, that. but like, there's just, no actually the, bad yeah. WarioWare yeah. game. Yeah. Well, uh, WarioWare Gold is great. I don't think I would put it into any category. No, but it's, no. It, but I was happy. To I'm play happy it. they put it out. I'm very glad it exists, and uh, I, I have just the WarioWare I can go to if I just yeah, want to go play there some was WarioWare. A, there was a, a good chunk of time there where I was, like, for the first half of this year, I had a 3DS with me for a variety of reasons and not a Switch. Yeah. I was like, all right, I'm going on a trip. I should get my... Actually, I'm going to grab my three fucking 3DS. I need to God buy my 3DS so I can yeah. play this. Uh, hell of a game. Hell of a game. Yeah. You know what else is a hell of a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diablo... Wait. wait. Ah. Say it, Brad. Diablo 3 for Switch. No, that is a, is a hell, yeah. of, a hell yeah. of a port. Yes. yes. That sells. Yeah. Mm. My favorite Papa Roach song. Mm. 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 That's up there. <laughs> I've been telling you guys for yeah. over a year. You have. That's true. It, it was great. It wasn't ready. Uh, it wasn't yes, ready it for us. No. It was, it was ready back then. then. It was, it was good back then. Right. But if I had played it in that state, I would have liked it less. So it's a real shame we can't nominate it for anything this Ah, year. I know. So let's, you know, so long. You and WarioWare. Yeah, this this you know when it first hit early access, it was like a really strong thing. But like it only got better and better and better and better. Yeah, there were lots of different iterations, and they were all very substantial, and they all remained, you know, very good too. 
I, oh, I'm glad I game feels so. Good. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. glad I, that I like deliberately stopped playing it. Like it, it, yeah. it, it was early access, and I was like, I'm playing a lot of this. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? This is a good update. I also, actually thought I'm that it was stop. like, oh shit, yeah. this, this changes, you know, so much that yeah. like I'm almost kind of playing a new game. <laughs> well, I mean, for I what it's lots worth, of new games. for what it's worth, they are super still doing that. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. about they're about to overhaul practically the entire game. No kidding, really? Oh yeah, they're oh, yeah. yeah. ruining it. It's no, a I don't huge know. patch. Like they're, <laughs> oh, like they're calling it stuff? like a 1.5 update or something. <laughs> they're adding a custom game function where you can kind of relock weapons and and kind of customize. They're changing how enemies scale. They're changing how cooldowns work. Are they going to reset a bunch of core? I'd probably not. No. But it's a bunch of core changes to the fundamentals of the game that are kind of shocking. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one. And it's not in like a new game plus. Like, didn't, the, uh, they, they sound like good changes. Uh, hmm. aren't, they, aren't they making it so you can't like stack cooldown reduction? So they're getting rid of like the cooldown reduction yes. talent. Or that's what it is. Yeah, yeah like you can't. Oh, uh, they're almost, moving the timed doors to the in-between rooms like instead of having deal. to hunt them down the, like in the level. The changes, the changes, oh, to, the build, yeah, really? changes oh. to the build sound... Almost like it's going to disallow certain play styles that huh, existed yeah, like, previously. I loved making like like uh, specking for like okay, I, I love traps, so yeah. I'm going to do all the cooldown That's stuff. So same, I'm constantly same, throwing traps same. down. But it sounds like you maybe can't do that anymore. Well, it, well some of that stuff was they, they, they're dealing with cooldown reduction in a different way. Yeah, or that's so maybe that's what it, it is. Yeah. Like they're getting rid of the talents, oh, but then they're changing other ways that cooldown reduction works. Yeah. Anyways, that stuff's not even live yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so this is a uh, I guess for folks who don't know, Dead Cells is a run based action game. Uh, Light. Yeah. Rogue light, uh, where you it, the runs can get pretty long. Yeah. Uh, by the end, they're like an hour, yeah, maybe. I think you can finish the game in like an hour, an hour, uh, yeah. or, or less. But it's super tight controls. Yeah, uh, I think great action and and decent exploration. I find for yeah. like fun exploration. It is. Uh, I think it's a modern Castlevania game. Like I think it yeah. is. It, is, it is a contemporary take I on, see that, on yeah. a level based two D gothic action game with. Yeah. With without meat, the strength of character, with meat, with, yeah. but with in, meat, a symph- in the symphonies, with meat hiding in the wall, exactly. <laughs> like, I, like it's that. I got really hooked because, like you know, I always bring up Rogue Legacy as the example of one of these games that you know I, I can get really hooked on a good one of these. And Rogue Legacy wasn't even like a really good controlling one. Yeah. I just like feeling like I am constantly making progress towards mm-hmm. something. Oh, and now I can finally take that boss down. Mm-hmm. And this had all the stuff that really hooked me. I, I played through Rogue Legacy like three times, and this had all of that. Plus, it feels fucking good to play. The fact that you can cancel like any animation with any other animation just makes it feel like it's never the game's fault when I die. I mean, yeah. there's Maybe occasional be, little moments, but right, I would if say... If you're playing on the Switch, then yeah. <laughs> yeah I would say the majority of the time, I was like, nope, yeah, I was yeah. a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make it not devastating. You know? no. yeah. it's like, I think this might be the one. I've got all the shit the way I like it, like, and to, die. to me, this was my favorite game this year that I suck complete ass at. Like, I am not good <laughs> Dead Cells, I don't. I, I feel like I hit my ceiling with this game pretty early on, but that has not stopped me from continuing cool. to go back repeatedly and keep playing and keep banging my head against it until I figure out why I'm so bad at it. <laughs> yeah, That's I cool. think for me, I really liked a lot about it, but I think what's I like didn't I felt like I would spend so much time in the runs just to not really make any progress. Um, that I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Possible. Yeah, that is, but like, possible. Yeah, if you yeah. don't find any blueprints or anything. Yeah, yeah and I feel like that was feel like wasted uh, that time, happened a lot of times. I think the me. economy can be pretty tough in the beginning. Right. Yeah. It takes a lot of orbs to start. Like the the early economy, I think is good. The mid game economy feels like you're dumping a, bit of a stretch. Uh, right. A ton of orbs. Yeah. I, I, I will say. I mean, maybe this is more my fault, but it is possible to make that game boring if you don't buy weapons quickly enough. Hmm. Like I was dumping all my 
into the health upgrades. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 yeah, I was buying like all the expensive health upgrades oh, and stuff oh, like that. And then that was, certain, I did that too. Maybe certain, that's a, what I'm doing. At so. a certain point, I realized, like, you know what? I've been using the same three weapons for like 10 hours. Yeah, you got to Yeah, and I started buying a bunch of weapons, and I was like, all right, now I'm getting different stuff. Every yeah, time. Yeah, I even love those like starting weapons. The first time I beat the game was with Balanced Blade. Just like. was great. And once you find a weapon that really speaks to you, like my favorite thing was that bow. I forgot what it was called, but it would like target them. So if you hit them, it does the red target. Oh, on them. And then they, yeah, bow. and then it blows up, and like everything around them becomes super duper weak to everything. Yeah. Like yeah. if I got that early on in the run, it was always <laughs> like, all right, I got to take this one seriously. I love yep. this thing. Yeah, and that's the beauty of the game. I never styles. use that fucking item. Oh, really? I hate that no, item. Well. And like the fact that we can both yeah. love this game. I like the, the freeze, the ice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I like the back sub zero shit, but the backstab daggers was easily my favorite. Like, oh doing, like you do massive bonus damage like by that. rolling behind like and hitting in the yeah, back. Oh, cool. very good. And, and infantry bro. Partially because partially the sound it makes when you get a backstab yeah. is so fucking And, and you know what? Good? I'm going to say What's it's that? got a better Spartan kick than the game that had literal Spartan <laughs> <Right>. this year. <laughs> they just splatter against the wall. Yeah. You go, oh. I think it's smart the way they, they do the progression stuff where yep. it's like, okay, you have to get to this vine rune or whatever or yeah. the stomp. And it leads to like you know, hey, there are hidden areas and stuff. Like, oh, you're gonna yeah. find these traversal mechanics. You know, like, there's cool shit. And, and weird yeah. little things that you can see, but you don't quite understand how yeah. to get. To. For like in that first area where there's the three locked things you need to to get up and get that one bow or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, where do I find these like flower keys or whatever yeah. I need? Yeah. And the time door stuff is an interesting yeah. kind of risk reward where you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can I can make it to the time door. I don't have to deal with the farming cells in the first level. Mm-hmm. If I make it to the time door, I'll probably get an equivalent amount of cells. Yeah. It feels so good when uh, like you can get to a place that used to be so difficult, like the clock tower or whatever. And if you have a, the right build and everything, where it's like, oh my god, I used to struggle against any one of these guys, and now yeah. I'm just decimating them it's on my way up. It's definitely mm-hmm. a game like you don't even necessarily feel yourself getting better at it. You just notice yourself getting yeah. like, oh, I, I fucking had awful trouble with that boss right up until now. And then yeah. I just destroyed him. Yeah, I wish like, I got to that. I don't know what I was missing because I never felt like I got better. I never felt like mm. I got the upgrades to get better. I felt like I was just sort of grinding out the same thing again and mm. again. Uh, I, for me, like with the bosses, it was just a lot of it was just learning their attack patterns. Yeah, and yeah. Getting better at that stuff. But like I remember the first time I fought against that uh, who's the in, the keeper, the gatekeeper, the, the bridge, the, the, the bridge guy, guy? The first yeah. boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was just seemed impossible. And yeah. then I got to a point where I could beat him without getting hit. Sure. Like it was incre- It was an incredible feeling to have yeah. to see that progression. Uh, yeah, it, it's neat. It's uh, <laughs> actually one of the things in the upgrade I didn't like was the goofy narrative stuff they added in with his like shrugging and yeah. thumbs up. Yeah, stuff. yeah it, was, it was a little interesting. I kind of like some. I don't like it. I think that stuff looks cute. Yeah, I, I like, like it. I like the, I like in a game that is decidedly uncute. Yeah, but then again, the, like the first time he says YOLO. I really. Oh, I didn't see. I didn't see that. They could have gone too far. I mean, it's not like Earthworm Jim. You know, he's. I think, I think there's kind of a nice amount of toot out of this fucking bag of germs yeah. and slime yeah. that I think you're playing the part as. where I was just like, it bef- cause playing in early access before that stuff, it was it seemed kind of grim and yeah. like this almost Dark Souls-like world, and then adding yeah. in all the thumbs up. I, and the I think it's a weird mix. He, correct. He, 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 can't, he didn't say it, it was an enemy that so oh, Okay. I really need to... <laughs> That's clear. Step back on that. Okay. Even still, it yeah. was it was weird. It's like it, it took me out a bit. It's not a yeah. major criticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the but world the world is grim. The character is just making the best. A of little it. silly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a neat thing. I think it's, it's with it's, a good balance. Yeah, yes. and a good variety between the stages, where it's like, oh, here's mm-hmm. the one where you have to bring light from lantern to lantern to yeah. you know, here's like, oh, yeah. the toxic yeah. sewer stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Some asshole enemies. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah that, 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 last, that last level before oh. the last boss, which I still have not beaten. 
like, like King's Court or whatever with like the, Fuck, there's man. some rough oh dude there. the yeah. fucking the, anyone else get to the golems mm-hmm. if you go down that other path yeah. those guys are yep. the, the fucking worst because they'll warp you back to them and force you to fight them yeah. yeah there's so many just oh shit moments where it's like you super don't want to die all you want to do is cash in oh, thing, and like yeah, things are just worst. chasing you and you're just trying yeah, to sprint yeah. and roll through the whole level yep. but then you make it oh it's Awesome! It's it's definitely one of my favorites yeah. of the year. I, I I think it's got it's got a good art style. It looks really nice, but it, it is like a pure mechanics game. Like, yes. yeah. that game works because it plays so well. Yeah, I would put it in best style. Maybe I think mm-hmm. the whole vibe like of it. that game is is yeah. one of that. Like I wouldn't Some call the, it a best looking, but I would call it a best yeah. style. Some of the best sprite work I've seen in a while, and it's actually 3D. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how well this translates to everyone else who didn't beat the game, but like for me personally, my best gaming moment of the year was the first time I beat that game. Like it, yeah. nothing yeah. else measured. I've heard that from close. everyone it's who has played it. It, it, it was that. great. It's like a jump off the couch. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I did it. Yeah, nice. I think that's worth including. I think the music is really good. I, I don't know if if people are necessarily mm. want a hot port for mm. best music, but I think it is really good. I think it is good. Um, I think it belongs in best game. Best debut. Oh, yeah. and best, best game, debut. best yeah. moment, oh, yeah. best... Uh, best style. Or, what about ongoing? It sounds like they're doing a huge update. I, I, we haven't seen it yet. That's true, yeah. yeah. Like, it's in an alpha yet. branch right. on the PC version. I think you can okay. get in and look if you want. I, mean, but, uh, I would only say ongoing just because since early access to now, it has <laughs> has been playable yeah. in, in... And it was good when it, it started good. in early access. Yeah. But yeah, It was I, my game of the year last year. Yeah. It's been... I, I can see the argument sense. for it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know that that's really but, what that category is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, right. All right. Offline games that get updates is not really what we're talking about there. Right. Yeah, fair enough. So we've got it in several categories here? Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, it's quite a game. It rules. Yes. It's a yes. video game. It does, it does oh, right. It's rule. a fucking video game. It does rule. Yeah. 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 Um, Overcooked 2. doesn't quite rule. Uh, overcooked yeah. <laughs> Overcooked 2 is, is the best, more overcooked. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. it's more better. Uh, there's a mini game in, uh, and it's called Dine and Dash mini game in Mario Party, and it's, it's another new oh, overcooked. Honestly, so there is some competition that one's there. That one's that one's that one's favorite. Favorite. But yeah. being able to throw stuff in Overcooked 2 is fun. <laughs> it's a game changer. Yeah. 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 They, they've really changed the whole dynamic. I, it, overcooked 2 is the more overcooked I wanted. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. It's, Did it's the first fun. one have that overworld where everyone could control the car? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I know this because uh, so my girlfriend and I played through a good chunk of Overcooked 2, and we got further into that one than we did with the first game. She got frustrated with that one like way sooner, and frankly, I kind of did too. <laughs> yeah. uh, this one we got further in, and then after that, she was like, well, now that we played a bunch of this, we should go back and check out Overcooked One, and we did end up getting further, and we kind of had a you know better feel for it this time around. But yes, you can totally still control the okay, car in that good. one. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, it was disappointed with the Switch version. There's some like really bad load times and performance mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, uh, kind of weird. Yeah. An issue, but I, 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 it was noticeable. It doesn't play, perform as well as the other version. No, and again, like the load times for what it is, especially a game where you want to be able to like you know restart quick because these are short little bursts mm-hmm. of levels. I was kind of yeah. bummed by that. But it is it again. It is more overcooked. It yeah. is solid in that regard. Yeah. That is what I would say about it. It just ain't my game, man. I, just, like, like, I, I respect Overcooked 1 and, and 2, but I, yeah, I, just, I don't enjoy playing it. I don't think I would put it in anything. I love it, but yeah, I don't think, only best debut because it is real a knockout for Overcooked 2. Yeah, and I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't call it even like disappointing necessarily. It's no, just sort of like, no. oh, this is kind of what yeah. I expected. No, it's, yeah. 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 If anything, it's almost too similar to Overcooked, but I really enjoy Overcooked. Yeah, I, I was not done playing Overcooked when I yeah. finished Overcooked. Right. So is it, it wasn't a long amount of time yeah. between us. Yeah, no. Two years. Yeah. Is, it, is it the best? Was it really? Yeah, it was 2016, really? I believe, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
But it, but I will say, in some worlds, you could have called this like an expansion totally. to, to yeah. o- overcooked mm-hmm. one, like on fire. Or now something. you can throw. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, food this, fight, right? Like yeah. the best overcooked two of the year. I think I, it is. Uh, it's debatable, but are, are there except the Switch version. I've heard, I've heard about this Mario Party. The Mario Party mini game yeah. is pretty not good. No, yeah, all right. Oh, the weaker ones in it. Yeah. Otherwise, oh, wait, Mario are, Party. are you telling me that there's a bad Mario Party mini game? No. There are some. There it's are never some. happened. It, Slapperazzi is great. Oh my yeah. god, the best! Yeah. I love it. That's all right, let me cube cooking one. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that's a fun one. We'll get to it. Yeah, we're not there yet. So the forty-eight other ones just suck. Moving on. Stages that suck. Oh. Speaking of things that suck. Oh. Oh, come on. What? What? Oh. Oh, yeah. Disagree with me on this one. You can at least no, say the name I... of the game, but I didn't play it. I'm just saying, let's at least say the name we of the game. We happy few. We happy few. Uh-uh. Uh, this had promise. I played this game prior to its release. Uh, well, I mean, like, obviously, they, they, yeah, this version of it, I guess, I should, yeah, uh, you know, at, a, at an event uh, just prior to E3. And I was like, oh, okay, they made it way less survival and, like, mm-hmm. way more, like, Bioshocky in some ways. I, I left that demo feeling like, this has something to it. This this might be okay, which is more than I would have said about their, like, game preview Xbox version that was just like, all right, well, this is not like the trailer you put out. Man, F this. The trailer uh, looks but then, super strong. Yeah, yeah. But then the, when people got their hands on the full version of this, it was very quickly like, oh, this is not at all something you should be spending your yeah. time with. Yeah. I feel like this is the definition of a most disappointing where it's like, oh, this new thing works. Oh, that, we didn't know this existed. What a cool thing. It's fun weird thing. because it's like, it's, it's like the, the, the road this took to release yeah. is so winding. Yeah. That it's like yeah. expectations yeah. are strange. But, yeah. but if yeah. you went from how we felt when we saw that trailer to how yeah. we felt when we played the game, I mean, disappointment is absolutely like, oh, but this like, isn't what I wanted Well, at that's all. the thing, though, is if you, it, so... Expectations got ruined before this version of it's the game true. was out. Yeah. So well. the trailer came out, the, or the the early access version, the game preview version came out on Xbox. Yeah, that sucked. It was not at all like the trailer. So then they spent a lot of time retooling the entire game to be something different than they were making to try to make it more like what people thought it should be. And then it came out as a final product as a completely different thing with a story and all this other stuff. And then that was disappointing. Wait, so that's the, two waves of disappointment. Weird, the one yeah. like, oh, this isn't what I thought it was. And then it's, oh, they tried to do it, but it, it's also bad. Yeah. Is, the, is the survival stuff not in there anymore? Way less. It's, um, it's way less. Reduced. Like, all there, the like, they're inventory not, stuff and crafting stuff and everything, the UI is just like, it's, and, it's yeah. not unusable. It's just clunky. And, like, and Did they not like silo that off in some other mode? No. No, it's, yeah. it's all. It's, there's no modes to it. It's, Weird. The problem. The, game and... the problem was their survival game was bad. Yeah. Like it started out bad and it never got better. And even if you take away the notion of like what people perceive that game was going to be from that trailer, they did not make a good survival game to begin with. Right. I kind of assumed this was like something they made to feed into that. Like you'll play through this four or six hour story thing and then you get to the survival part, but that's, I, this is it? I believe the this feedback the, they were given was all that there is? this is not good. Hmm. Uh, really bad, like stealth. Uh, and then, and then so like, I, yeah, like, I, I, have to look at this, I have to look at this and go like, well, it's better than that thing they put out initially, even if it's still like a disappointing. I guess I don't know. Thing. So few people like saw and played that. Like that went completely under my radar. Sure. I I watched the first trailer and then kind of tuned out. Heard people talking shit about it, but yeah. didn't. The the, uh, the once you do get into combat because there is a lot of stealth type stuff, but like mm-hmm. the hand to hand melee stuff is really really it's bad. Like fighting people with an umbrella, right? It's just, yeah, it, it wants to have a block, a block of counterattack thing, it just or, feels, or just like you know huh. the weapons will break, right? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they, I yeah. Then you also have stuff, Dan. I vaguely remember you like 
getting like a black screen to climb yes. a ladder and then not to like fall off of it or something. There's a lot of weird stuff like that. Like you go up, you'll find like a sleeping guard uh, in this one like gated area. Yeah. And I would walk walk up. At first, I was like trying to sneak past him because I figured it was a stealth thing. The guards asleep, mm-hmm. and just because the game was so kind of weird and thrown together feeling, I was like, I wonder if I could even wake this guy up. And I got up and I was throwing glass bottles in his face. The guy, the model didn't move at all until I like went to go reach for the gate, and then like it was the scripted like, hey, you can't go there. And so yeah. in, in the last thing Abby's referring to is just one of those weird things where like there's a guard post or a watchtower or something and as I climb up it had you know the hands doing mm-hmm. this and you would see the animate of that and then if I just wanted to go down it just fades to black and then comes back and I'm just standing on the first floor like, like they what? didn't they like didn't want to animate a slide down the exactly. ladder animation so there's so. like we'll fade when you go down but we'll show your hands when you go it just feels really weird yeah, and weird. tossed together weird. it doesn't feel finished you know I, I was I mean I was about to say like this is not to defend the game at all but that stuff su- doesn't surprise me in the least knowing that they had to change yeah. course midstream yeah. and yeah. turn this into some other kind of game like it I'm yeah sure it, that it that was very much like brutal in some ways it very much yeah. sounds like a game they just didn't have time to implement all that stuff no it, it's kind around of around the mess. edges. And, that, and that's true, but the problem also, again, is that they pitched something very different yeah, yeah, than what yeah, they were yeah. initially like, trying to design. I'm not in any way saying like people yeah. should get over it if they bought it and didn't like it. I'm just, I'm just saying it's not surprising at all. It's like, yeah, we, that's that's like the thing is I, I don't, and, and by that token, I don't know that I would say it's like a most disappointing yeah. contender. Yeah. I, I think it's like this thing came out and was not a good game. I guess we never uh, had the point where we saw evidence that we could get our hopes up too high. We saw a trailer that was well put together. Yeah, like that, and, that and I played a preview reveal. build that I was like, okay, like they're doing something here. Maybe this will turn out, and that's, right. that's the best. But that's also the strongest thing I would have said about is like, meh, this is uh, it's got a better shot than I would have thought. I'd still say it's a con- like. It's, I, I think it's a contender. Maybe it won't make top three, but I think it's a contender. Sure. Okay. Yeah, a contender. Right. Yeah. yeah, you want to award it with that. Nomination. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we can put it in there. I think we just had the conversation that we're going to have about yeah. it. Yeah. But, it's uh, bad, I'll man. It, I'll put it on. You that did list. not like it. It's wrong. No, it's a bad game. You were angry. Yes. And I, I didn't even have my hopes that high up, but it's just playing it made me mad. It's just it's just been so long. Like that first E three reveal was three years ago. Was it fifteen? Really? Or sixteen? Maybe sixteen. Wow. But, not, but I remember 16. I remember doing the unfinished with you. I think it was like two three months after. It that. was back when I was here. Like so we I'd... we barely had time to even remember what that game was, and then it hit early access. And yeah. We're like, oh. Yeah. This is not at all what it looks yeah. like you just announced. Yep. So yeah. Um. Okay. Donut County. Yay! Yay! What a pleasant thing. Good holes. This game is. It's funny. Best music. It's fun. It's funny. Does have good music. Like it's Mm -hmm. such an easy, light experience. Mm -hmm. I feel like I got in, played it. Yep. Had a hell of a time. Got out. Great. Yep. Done. Same. Same. Not sitting. Just straight through. Yeah. Really. Fantastic. Bought it on iOS Mm -hmm. to get the stickers. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I was totally fine buying it twice. Yeah. So I could have that stupid sticker pack. I sort of feel bad that I haven't finished it yet. I haven't either. I, I yeah. played like really? what is it like two hours long? I played like an hour and a half yeah. or something. And yeah, like, like two two and a half. I, I like the gameplay. I just I, the whole tone and the writing. I, and the humor. I, I, well, I don't even mind what? that stuff. I no. love yeah. that it's stuff. Hilarious. I very oh, that matches. You didn't like Spider Man Homecoming. You're not gonna like this. Right. It's very internet humor. Like that's I just not, don't like that's the not the word for it. But I see why you would say that. Did, did you see what I mean? How would you describe it? I see why you would say that. How would you describe it? He's BK. Dan is Dan. Dan doesn't understand how the kids speak. Yeah, I don't mind it, but I get where you're coming from. 
It's like somebody who tweets and refuses to use capital letters. It's like, it just talk like an actual yeah, character. I'm, I'm right here, Dan. I, I'm right yeah, here. Yeah, you want to look me in the eye when you say that? Look me in the eye when you sink the knife into my chest. I know that you know how to write. Uh, you can capitalize letters when you're writing sentences. I don't need to. I don't feel like it. That stuff also drives me bananas most of the time, but I think this pulls it off. This made me laugh. It was funny. I thought I thought the raccoon BK is a funny heel for, throughout. Yeah. All He's of a good this. weirdo. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good character. Uh, and I thought all the like descriptions of all the items was so funny. Oh, yeah. I read so every funny. line that was yeah. written. For, yeah. Like this is not a. Kind of hit and miss. I, uh, oh, I love them. I, I'm of the mind that like I don't think this is a best story contender. If we had a best uh, like volume of writing in that game, like again, those I, item descriptions I, I think are by far the best part of it. I, I feel like it's some of those were really kind of self-satisfied, like they were really excited about how clever they were. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. I was very excited about yeah. how clever they were, yeah. too. But some of them don't deserve it. And some, of them, some of them are very good, some of them not so much. There's a lot of them, and yeah. I think the number yeah. of hits is way more than misses. Yeah. Uh, it's just a dumb game. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. I like that. Like the, the and it idea, celebrates like that. What you're doing... <laughs> Is so stupid. Just watching these stiff Absurd. character models yeah. fall into yeah. the hole. Oh yeah, yeah. The the, the whole stuff is it, the best yeah. stuff it's in like the game. a Katamari esque sure. level yes. of like yeah. this is re- like the, the dogs with the legs wiggling. Yeah. Katamari but then here stuff. in the playground, just go fuck it up, and you'll see some dumb shit. Yeah. Uh, well, and, and the little bits of writing of just like you know. We're going to deliver him a donut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So it is Katamori with somebody else being like, oh, that's fucked up, man. He's rolling everybody up into a ball. He's yeah. just going to, uh, with, with, the, uh, so like, I like that there are some characters that are playing the straight man in it being like, you can't do that. You can't put everything in a hole. Uh, and the whole idea of the raccoon city, uh, or the raccoons <laughs> taking over. And yeah. They just love trash and the whole laboratory thing at the end. I thought it was adorable, fun. Yeah. My kids love it. It is a, it is a ageless appeal. Yeah, like, my girlfriend played through it, like, in one afternoon when I was at work. Yeah. I just came home. She's like, oh, I finished on kind of. I was like, what? You don't play games? Where did that come from? <laughs> I thought the boss like fight seems... stuff was maybe the weakest part, but. But there like, isn't a lot of it, yeah, yeah, but, but also, when you it. lose the yeah. boss fight, that's a great moment. <laughs> it's probably mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts yeah. of that. Game. I like uh, I like that they 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 very quickly move beyond just the whole thing. Like they very quickly start adding suddenly you're puzzles. Things out yeah, the and it yeah, like there's, the, there's the one with the smoke coming out. Yeah. Of the like they add puzzle mechanics. To if it I do have yeah. a complaint about the game, I wish it got a little more puzzly. Yeah, yeah, yeah me definitely. too. Yeah. I was hoping for a little more challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like once I realized, like oh, okay, this is gonna be it's a fun of, experience. I don't know yeah, if I would want it. I kind of wanted. I kind of like that. It's not. The bite-sized nature of it Very is difficult, enjoyable. Like, saying, I, would, I would do the thing. Yeah. I would play like a Donut County Champion Edition, where <laughs> they're like, sure. yeah, we, we we made this, but hard now. <laughs> and also yeah. M. Bison is there. Yeah. Donut County, you can, you can play as M. Bison. That would be yeah. a different game, though. Yeah, totally. I, totally. Think, I think there's the one where you have to launch the chicken up and open oh, the barn yeah. door. <laughs> that is probably the most complicated puzzle yeah. in the game. Oh, yeah. I liked it, though. Yeah, yeah I like the whole last level when it all comes together uh, there, and, and you're, you know, kind of before a little bit before the boss fight when you're going through these rooms that are like, oh, now you're like, combining all these puzzles from before. And, like, there's just a lot of really fun shit. Yeah, I, it's, yeah, I like it a lot. And again, this is, the, the, the music in this game is tremendous. It's yeah, really I, good. The, the song that plays the at the end of the level. Which, like, all the soundtrack, I think, is great. But, uh, yeah, and I listen to it all the time. I would float it for music. I would float it for style. Mm-hmm. I would it on debut and yeah. debut, and I think I think it's a best game contender. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. definitely put it on all. Of them. And I I I do really enjoy the story, especially like through the lens of after I finished it, I was reading some articles that kind of posing tough questions about it. Like, is this a game about? Uh, oh, I can't remember the gentrification. gentrification. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 like, and yes, it, yeah, yeah, and, totally. and, and like that kind of puts a new lens on the game. I played it through a second time with that in mind, and it was a really 
cool. Like I, that. I don't think it's wicked deep or anything, no. but like it, it 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 nails the thing that it's going for. Totally. Yeah. That freeway level. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just, <laughs> it, there's just a lot of great stuff. There's a lot of charm in yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah very charming. I, I I love it. All right, then. Okay. Uh, next. Two Yakuza games in one year. I know. Whoa. That's what? like 500 hours of gameplay. <laughs> it really is. Double four Yakuza. This is an embarrassment of riches. It really is. Uh... So I did not love Yakuza Kiwami 1, and I think some of that is that the story in 1... Explain to me again what the fuck Yakuza Kiwami is. Okay, so Kiwami and Kiwami 2 are both remakes of the first two games. Okay, and I don't know how many times I've had to ask that question. Yeah. The first one is using the Zero engine. Okay. 2 is using the Yakuza 6 engine. Uh-huh. Yeah. You with us? I've yeah. had all of this spelled out yeah. for me before, yeah. and I will yeah. probably forget it. And I will say these are not just HD updates. They have added okay. stuff to these games. They okay. have kind of reworked certain sections of them. I, um, think, I think it's the existence of Zero that makes it confusing. Yes. Because Zero was made after 1 and 2, right? Like it's. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Zero, Zero, made Zero was made. Like it's, it's, a, it's a recent thing. It was made after 1 and 2, but came out before Kiwami 1 and the 2. The other confusing thing is that a lot of these started out as PS3 games and then became PS4 games. Like yes. it's just a fucking mess. It's, it's a wild thing, and I think they have done, with a complicated lineage, they have done a pretty good job of, of trying to keep all that stuff together. Again, I did not love one because I think the story in that one is kind of weaker. I was less involved in the stuff that was going on in it. But two is a really good, weird Yakuza story. Uh, it goes in some directions pretty early on. You were, uh, the, the, the content they have added to this one is pretty strong. Uh, they added the clan battle stuff from Yakuza 6. There's a different co- roster of wrestlers playing gangsters in this game, but they're all old wrestlers. Uh, so they are just a lot of very leathery, old, muscly Japanese men. Uh, yeah. that you are fighting. Uh, and that instead of reverse tower defense, it's just actual tower defense. Uh, they added the, the cabaret club stuff from zero into this. So you, as Kiryu, you can manage a cabaret club in this game and it has that whole system in it. Um, and it's just like a really good redo of, of Yakuza 2. I mean, great. I, I, the, the PS2 ones are ones I've not played the originals of, but I was invested in this story pretty much from the beginning and I was way into it and, I don't know. They just they put in a lot of work on these 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 remakes, and I think that That's this is right. the one that yeah. I I hooked into much more than the first. So it doesn't Kiwami. feel like a throwback. It doesn't necessarily feel like an old game. Or... No, I mean there are aspects of it like you know not all the side stories are voice acted, mm-hmm. uh, which okay. they are in six. Yeah. The original games PS2. Right? The first one and two are both PS2 yeah. games. Right, but uh, it's with a new engine. Right, it's yeah. right. Yeah. It's a combat. It, right, but I mean the game this is based on is a PS2 game. Yeah, and so it's using the six's combat system okay, uh, and. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, it feels like they put in considerable design work to make it work within that engine as opposed to just kind of slapping some HD graphics on the existing game. Cool. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you know, I think I would hold 6 up above this just because it is it is an original production versus, you know, a redo of an existing thing. But uh, this is a really strong redo of, of an existing Yakuza game, and I, I had a ton of fun playing through this one. If I really want to play more Yakuza, should I play this before 6, or should I just dive right into 6? I mean, if you want to, I don't see why not. You know, like, if if, if you're interested in, in doing it in a more linear order, not necessarily playing every single game, but checking out some of the stuff that happened before, like, some of the biggest events of the Yakuza series happen in this game. Okay, cool. Uh, and I believe you do fight a tiger at one point. Great. So I'm in. Just like double team. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure, like, you know, again, I think it could be a contender for style, but if we're going to cannibalize one over the other, I would probably put six in there over that one. Uh, but there are some great stylistic choices. There are some really good, weird moments in this game. There is a point where you just walk into a room full of men dressed as adult babies. You know, like, it just, it's, there, there's some great moments in this one, too. I, I would actually nominate it for best moment or sequence, even if it's not necessarily all new stuff. I think that 
the delivery of some of this stuff is pretty fantastic. Cool. Okay. Uh, we're going to have to go through and add actual moments or sequences. Oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be an after-the-fact thing, but yeah. Uh, okay. Um, what's up with the messenger? Yeah, that's a great question. Deliver the message. The messenger was a game that went... It really had a, some high highs and some low lows for Thanks. me. It starts yeah. so strong. Yeah. It starts that, really that strong. first half yeah. is a great Ninja Gaiden game. And I even like, so basically, okay, we're going to get to speak very openly Spoiler. here about the messenger. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, like they talked about it before it came out, right? Yeah. 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 No, it was it's all over the place. So it uh, kind of starts out as a Ninja Gaiden game. You're like a ninja, and you hear tell of the story of, uh, it's like, what, the Westerner or the man from the a West? Hero or from the West. The hero or from the West yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and sure enough, the demons show up, destroy your whole village, and the dude walk, like comes in time and says, okay, I need you to bring this scroll to the top of the highest mountain. Go do it. And so the first like six hours of the game are just straight up Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get some cool upgrades. You get like a grappling hook. You get a little uh, hover, like... Uh, was it like Flips the cape type thing? The one where you can walk across. No, the, the cape that like stops you from falling. Oh, the like flying squirrel thing. The, yeah. <laughs> but the coolest thing about the game is uh, the wind strike, cloud step, cloud step uh, aspect of it, where if you jump and then hit something after your jump, you get your jump back. Yeah, you get like a double jump, and, and that, that can... includes enemies, enemy projectiles. Uh, like there's little kind of Castlevania style torches that'll drop uh, currency. So. You kind of, once you start getting control of the game, it really fucking flows. Like, mm-hmm. you are just breezing through these levels and not touching the ground. Yeah. And it's an incredible feeling. Some excellent boss fights, some great just straight-up platforming segments. Uh, yeah, it, it's, I think it plays better than most of those NES Ninja Guidance, and I love those games. Totally. Um, and then, once you get to the top of the mountain, uh, you go through uh, what I consider a really amazing moment, uh, where you kind of go through this, like, weird time crystal palace And it spits you out into a 16-bit looking game uh, with like 16. So it goes from like 8-bit music to 16-bit Genesis music. Mm -hmm. uh, And it it opens up at a point and becomes more of a Castlevania-esque Metroidvania thing where all these worlds that you have gone through are interconnected. And I think I actually, like during the quick look, I made note of, I, I noticed, like, every one of these screens that I'm going down seems like I can go back up. Yeah. But you're not able to, and there's no reason, really, to go back up. Right. But you kind of realize everything is connected. And there is a hub world that you can use to fast travel around, mm-hmm. but it suddenly becomes a way different game of, like, okay, now there's, you know, eight musical notes hidden mm-hmm. throughout this world. You need to go get them all and bring them back here, and we can, you know have the final boss battle or whatever. And, and you can pay for hints as far as like, hey, point me in the right direction so I know which area to go to. It's funny. I, I love the system because it's like the dude who's like the lore keeper gives you this really obtuse, unhelpful hint, and then you can just go to the other shopkeeper and pay him to tell you what the other guy means. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't understand what this guy's talking about. Can you tell me? And he's like, yeah, if you give me $200. And he just puts it on your map. Like, go here, idiot. <laughs> yeah. you know? uh, I, I really like the, the death penalty thing here because um, it's not an Ninja Gaiden thing where it's a finite amount of lives or anything like that. It's you're getting these crystals that you can use to uh, buy upgrades, which you buy pretty much all of them pretty early on. Like, by the time you get to the Metroidvania stuff, you've got pretty much all the upgrades. But instead of a life system, you hit checkpoints, and then some of them are pretty spaced out, and it can get pretty hard. So you'll die a pretty good amount in this game. 
Um, but what happens is this little goblin devil thing shows up and flies around when you die, and he's like, I'm going to eat all the money you get until I'm the happy and fly away. Right. And so it's just a certain amount, and then like he's go gone. Debt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. so you never feel like you're not losing from your, your pool of money, and you're also not like at risk of like, oh, start the level over or yeah. whatever. And there's a lot of, he flies away when a boss comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good details. He like freaks out when bosses come yeah. and flies away. And I, I really like a lot of the writing in this game. Um, I love the shopkeeper. The shopkeeper, honestly, so is, is really good. All the dumb stories. They'll tell, he'll, they'll tell you these stories. Best shopkeeper? Definitely. Yeah, 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 for sure. Way up there. Mm-hmm. They tell you these stories that kind of don't really have, like, they're just stories. At first, they're kind of like Aesop's fable kind of things, but sometimes they're a little fourth wally. Yeah. Sometimes, but then sometimes you find the stuff in the world that they're talking about. Like, do you remember the one where they talk about the child who watches his parents freeze to death? I don't know if I remember that. It was like you, remember when that. you're in the ice world, there's a background of like a skeleton in an ice block. Oh, jeez. And there's just like little nods like that around. Where the game falls apart is it becomes extremely backtracky. Yes. There's a lot of just going through the same areas because there's only a, like a set number of fast travel points. And there's not even one in every world. Um, what are you going back for, though? To get the the musical notes and stuff. Okay, so you'll okay. go back and like, oh, you have to get this seed or whatever, and then you have to go to this other area and plant it in this one. That's all required stuff? Yeah, because oh, okay, you okay. are still, even though you're in the Metroidvania 16-bit stuff, you're constantly going back and forth through these little portals. So like you'll be hearing 16-bit music, you go through a portal, and everything looks and sounds different, and you can do something in the past that once you go back, and you have to figure out, like, okay, how can I get to this area in this time era or whatever, it and you might get something like shoes that you walk on water, and so you go back to the water world and find a new path that mm-hmm. is led out of mm-hmm. the, the zone. I, it's just, the Ninja Gaiden stuff is so good and straightforward, and I think it is such an impressive feat that they were able to turn that into, like, the concept works. You are able to go back through all these areas and play it as a Metroidvania. the way the music, like, switches on yeah, the fly. Yeah, right underwater, the music stuff is awesome. Yeah, and the way the enemies transform. I, I think the concept of the past looking like an 8-bit game yeah. and the future looking like 16-bit is really clever. Yeah, yes. it, it's just the Metroidvania stuff. I don't know if part of it is because they had to stay constrained to how these levels were in the Ninja Gaiden part. It just doesn't feel as, like, I love in a Super Metroid or Castlevania, like, the sprawling, you mm-hmm. know, map or whatever. And this... It's just didn't not quite feel like I was not really exploring, to it, but also like you gotta go, you have to backtrack a ton. And then, yeah. did you finish it? No, I, I. So there's like a huge exposition dump before the last boss. It's like a. 15, 20 minute cutscene almost what? where they introduce no. new characters. 15, 20 minutes. Did you finish it? No, but 15, okay. 20 minutes is a long. That's a maybe, Metal Gear. Okay, maybe 10 minutes. Maybe 10. Wow. Like, it's long. That it is, is long. No, it's longer than anything else in that game that is okay. like informational. Yeah. And it's, a, it's like a cutscene. So it's like, it's, it's, you know, well, not a animated or anything, but it's like screens with text. And wow. It's like, and it's introducing characters you've never heard of. And like, it sets up the rules for this world that I feel like just is so arbitrary and weird and then you fight the last boss and it's so underwhelming really mm. like i i beat it on my first try and i was like oh it's just clearly like another form or something here and then uh, wow. hmm. and then i think yeah i haven't seen it but they they patched in like a new game plus or something didn't they oh, there's, there's oh like did a, they there's some, what did they do what do you there's they, even, they added some oh, updates yeah. uh recently and then like I don't, the bonus, so there's a chest in the shopkeeper area where if you get all the power seals, you get this mm-hmm. item, and so the whole game, it's just like right in front of you. Yeah. And I got it, oh, and nice. it's just a worse version of the shuriken. It's like, it, it like it loops around you if you don't catch it. Yeah, it's like the ninja guy there, you jump over and yo-yo oh, around yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. it has worse range, and it just was like... It, I didn't get really that far. Fun. Some of those were fun to get, like the yeah. platforming challenges the challenges to get those themselves things are awesome, yeah. yeah. 
Um, it, it, yeah, it kind of bummed me out after the big switch, as fun as that reveal was. But like, I would almost suggest if somebody wants to play it, just play the Ninja Gaiden part. That's, and be done with it. I got up to the the reveal, the switch part, yeah. and then I, I put it down. Yeah. and something else took over. So I have pretty fond memories of that yeah. first half and the shopkeeper uh, and the action in that and game it, was pretty good. You definitely unlock some cool new worlds in that Metroidvania part. Like after you slog through it a mm-hmm. few times, like there is really cool stuff to be found there. And I do recommend this game overall. I think it definitely goes up there for uh, best debut, best music. Yes. Does it go for best debut, though? Because it feels like they don't really stick the landing on it in a way that... that we can debate that when we talk this, about okay. this. Okay. It doubles back to okay. the Yoku's thing, to me. Of Fair like, enough. Really solid idea, maybe not okay. fully I mean, made it there. Music, well. for sure. Yeah. And yeah. it seems like moment oh. of sequence. Like, that first time that, yeah. that yeah. shit yeah, happens, totally. that, that's something that's pretty memorable. Totally. Yeah. Does it play the same when you get past the twist? Like, yeah, like, like it, the, it the movement, the, the movement, and everything is the same. It's yeah, just, totally. It's just the navigation, the backtracking. That... Yeah, I thought it was actually going to do a uh, uh, Raiden at one point because when you do the switch, it like introduces this new guy who comes in with a gun and he's like a space ranger <laughs> or something. <laughs> that moment is great. That, I do like that because mm-hmm. I do you know, like become the new shopkeeper and then you sit there because your hero is out doing the work and you're because like you find out your shopkeeper was the last messenger. And now that you've gone through the trial, there's a new messenger out there, and so you just like sit in the shop for a while, and then he comes in once in a while and like jumps around and does like stuff that looks like you would do playing it. And they call him like Joe Metroid or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And so you think it's gonna do this thing. Yeah, where it's right. like, oh, I'm shooting now. I'm doing Samus stuff, mm-hmm. and then it's like, ah, oh, no, this isn't working. How about you go do ninja shit? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, what was it? It was music. Yes. Debut. It's moment or sequence. A moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You think style? Um, it's it's evocative of old styles, and Fair the way enough. that yeah. it blends the styles is cool, but it's yeah. not anything original. Fair enough. Okay, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, couple more. Uh, let's do one more and then wrap it up for the day. Okay. All right. It's Destiny. Uh, <laughs> it is I see why you fucking come on. <laughs> it is impossible to overstate how much better Destiny is now than it has been right. at any point in its bumpy up and down. Sure, I feel like that's life story of Destiny, <laughs> and I mean like the whole franchise, not just two. Yeah, which I had its own problems, which were the opposite of the problems the first game had. Uh, they have been supporting Destiny too, but it's it's more it's way more than that. Like philosophically, it is just a dramatically better game than it was. Mm. Um, they've done a, a lot. Forsaken does a really a lot of really smart stuff with just like <clears throat> kind of turning some of the quest design on its head a little bit, and and giving you objectives in a in a slightly different way, uh, like the the boss fight stuff that yeah. it, and as you do like like the middle of the Forsaken campaign is like Mega Man basically. They're just like here's, oh, wow. here's like six bosses you need to kill. Just go do them. Yeah, I mean, they're all order. I mean, they're all suggested order, but you know, eh. and they're all out in the open world. Like you just go find them and oh, start that's them. Cool. Uh, um, when this came out, I, I, I'm still mopping up the stuff from. Oh, geez, what, Warmind or the, the, yeah. Warmind's okay. Osiris, like the one before, the, yeah, Osiris, Osiris is like maybe the worst DLC. So I yeah. just made. mopped all that stuff up, so I haven't even gotten into the Forsaken stuff. Uh, yeah. Forsaken is a, is a massive improvement. Like, like everything they've done in the expansion, like the content that they, I mean, but like, the first half of it happens in this like ramshackle smuggler's den, you know, hive of scum and villainy. But the second half of it is space elves. It's like space fucking Rivendell. Wait, like new new enemies? Yeah, like no, no, they're like two separate. There are two, two new zones in this expansion. The first uh, half is this like scrappy shit. The second half is like space Lord of the Rings. Huh. Whoa. And conceptually, that place is like the most innovative stuff they have done hmm. by far. 
Would you say it's as dramatic of an upgrade as the Taken King? So that, like, that's a different uh, conversation because they also did the Taken King thing of completely gutting and overhauling all of the game systems okay. in tandem with the release of Forsaken. Like, the loot actually matters again. Like, like I won't labor all the details, but mm-hmm. but like, loot matters again. They like, changed the, some of the ways you are equipping weapons and and, and how you huh. know the slots work. Like, you know, like pretty major changes to just how There's some that, of those fundamental like, systems work. Weapons and armor have random perks again. So now, now you actually care. Like even if you get the fifth whatever gun, yeah. you care because it might have better perks than the last That's four. Cool. Mm-hmm. So, so the thing that I noticed when I jumped in, you tell me if this is uh, in this expansion, was the the cost for upgrading, like uh, devouring your old weapons to improve, yeah. seemed to have added other yes. mats and materials. Yeah, they, they did. Uh, it's because they relaxed other requirements. It used to be you could only infuse a weapon of the exact same type. Like Uh-oh. if you wanted to upgrade a hand cannon, you had to find a better hand cannon. Yes. To okay. It. Somebody else now, explain that to me. Now anything in that slot can be fed to it but okay. to, to offset that they raised certain like material the, the requirements. The weird kind of knock on effect that that has is so I, I played through Curse of Osiris and Warmind and didn't change my gear at all because I just was constantly feeding gear to my existing gear because at I was like, the oh, time yeah, at the this. time before that. It's yeah. like, oh, I already like the stuff I'm wearing. Right. I just want the numbers to go yeah. up because these have the, you know, this is the exotic I want to keep right. using. This is the so by virtue of making that cost more, which is frustrating at first, it actually made me fucking wear other shit yeah. and use different weapons and play the game differently instead of just like literally just like, oh, numbers higher, same it's shit, like, like it's same it's, shit, higher number, let's go. It's like, Diablo now. You constantly are using all the stuff you pick up so instead of, I, until you get to the end game and then it's, it's uh, kind of, you know, becomes a still, little more. Still getting guns with better perks though. Yeah, I think yeah. I just haven't played enough of the new stuff to get enough of the mats because the effect it's having on me is just overstuffed inventory where before I would just uh, right. be able to just easily feed it in. Feed I think it there, well, there was, there was definitely a mental disconnect for a lot of people because they thought they were still supposed to keep infusing stuff and yeah. that's not the way you're supposed to play okay. the game anymore. You're supposed to use all the stuff that drops, which is the way a loot game should be played. Yeah, like, I just don't philosophically have it. it is it is more centered. I think I haven't done enough of the areas to get enough of the yeah. new materials. Yeah, uh, you, somebody you else feel said for that you, stuff? you said they the, drop pretty easily. Yeah, the other thing is they have rebalanced that economy since Forsaken came out, and it's way easier to get those mats now okay. than, than it used to be. Uh, I like the dude, the fucking list of changes and improvements is so long. But the thing I wanted to say about the Dreaming City, which is that kind of space fantasy zone, is that they have finally started experimenting with actual ongoing storytelling over the course of the weeks after the content comes out. Hmm. Like, it's not just you play through the story that shipped and you're done. Like, you know, there's a weekly reset. You know, the activities reset every week, like your opportunities to get better gear reset. Now, along with that, they have started writing story that goes along with those resets. Can you miss it? Yes, but it's a loop. It's on a loop. So it turned out, yeah, like the it's first, longer loop, first yeah. couple of weeks, I missed cool, like, weekly things. And I was like, fuck, man, I wanted to do that mission. Like, I actually got really angry at some of the stuff I missed. Huh. Until I found out, like, it is like a, I think it's a three-week cycle. So basically, like, every okay. three weeks, it resets. The first time it reset, all the characters in the Dreaming City knew that it reset and didn't understand why. It was like fucking Groundhog Day. Hmm. Like they were all, I mean, it's really dreamy, like weirdness happening phasing there. in and out, ethereal phasing in and out of uh, existence. But like, but it's just like, I keep having the same dream over and over. Like, weird. like I try to run right, but I still run left and I can't stop myself. You know, like, like, like the characters are aware that this world is cycling itself. Okay. And they can't figure out why. Uh, so they built in a narrative thing yeah. to explain the. So, yeah. uh, do you ever figure out why? The, the the community has a very well developed theory about what's going okay, on. Okay, but they haven't answered it yet. If, if they were right about that theory, it is the craziest shit they have ever done in this game by a factor of a thousand. Okay. Master Chief. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll give you the short Halo version. Halo 
infinite. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Dreaming City is like the homeland of the Awoken, the blue space people from Destiny. Yeah. Right. That's my uh, They have lost the city to the Taken, the black, like, yeah. interdimensional beings. The one of the four bad guys. To take the city back, they go there, but the city has been taken over by the last Ahamkara, which is this okay. giant <laughs> dragon. <laughs> the giant shape-shifting dragon that uh, grants wishes. Oh, you got Shenron. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, now I'm in, oh, now I'm on board. Its name is Riven. It no. has been taken. It took the So it is now a It is now a taken version of a giant dragon that, that is immortal and grants wishes. That's the boss of the raid. Okay, so this is like it became a So undead. so you kill the boss of the raid and then after it's dead, it, like it's it's uh echoing voice still start like taunts you that like it's not actually dead and like you think you like you don't even know what you started type stuff. So he controls time? Kind of. It's okay. a she. Okay. Uh, but so Lady Dragons can control time mm-hmm. too. Uh, uh, it's true. Sorry. Point, point being, it's a magical space dragon that like can't be killed. So this cycle keeps repeating and getting worse every <laughs> <Yeah>. time. Uh, <laughs> here's where it gets really insane. Uh-huh. Oh, we sure. haven't gotten there yet. No, that's dude. That's not. That's like fucking step one. Okay. Right, this take, is the theory. Take, take this is the there. theory. So the hive, the 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 space Lovecraft faction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the eldritch horror shit. Uh, their religion is based on consuming hatred. Okay. They have a religion called sword logic. Uh-huh. <laughs> so do I. Their religion is based on hatred, and the idea is basically, like, they are involved in this invasion of the Taken City, mm-hmm. uh, or the, the, the Dreaming City, and the idea is that they are feeding on the hatred of this ongoing war that keeps looping. Okay. Because they're trying to resurrect their dead god. Which is? Uh, Savathun. Of course. Yeah. So basically, the idea. You gotta read the more cards. For, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like these are like this is all coming from people who have dug like way deeper into this uh, game than they ever should. This is but, the only time I've heard any Destiny lore, and frankly, it's insane. Let's close this book. It's insane. <laughs> keep going. The, the idea, the idea, is the, the the fan theory is that this loop is going to keep playing out until finally this hive god emerges because it's been fed so much hatred. And from that'll be this, the next raid from all this warfare. Of all, there's a raid launching at the time of this recording in like five days, so probably okay. not or like a week. Is that the armory stuff? Yes. Okay. So, whew. yeah, it's a lot. And it might not even be right, but the fact that stuff like that is going on and people can speculate about it is, like, so new for Destiny. There's something to actually latch on yeah. to there. What yeah. level are you? Uh, I mean, light level? Like yeah. 595. Wow. Dang, dude. Wow. What's the cap now? 600. Right now, but, I mean, the first, uh, as we are recording this, the first the first post-Forsaken like expansion season is, like, four or whatever. Is like, a week away. What was, like, the biggest cap in Destiny 1? Where did that end? Like, well, like, Destiny level one like level totally, thirty, and then the, Destiny one is a totally different conversation. Okay, I don't remember. The power exactly levels are totally different. Like Destiny two launch was three hundred, I think. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think right. I saw yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Some people could do like three ten if you did some bullshit. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah, that might be right. But uh, neat. The fact that there is stuff going on and on an ongoing basis for people to dig into and speculate that about sounds really cool. Yeah, like, yeah, that sounds like a re- way to draw me. But back also, the thing I would say is like, as someone who is did not play the the raid, did, like did not go that hard on Forsaken. I think that the kind of written story content in Forsaken uh, is really good as well. Like I, I don't I, the the revenge tale about avenging Cade is a hard one. Yeah, I don't I'm, care I'm about not, that character. Not a huge fan of the revenge stuff. But the the structure of those missions, the things they do there, even before you get to that dreaming city stuff, I think is is really well done. And the the gameplay changes they made around the edges of it are smart. Some of it is actually bringing back Destiny 1 stuff. So it's like, in some ways, it kind of sucks 
that it took this many updates and stuff to go like, oh, we're just going to do what we did last time around. People, well, they, people they, seemed happier then. They, they overcorrected. They, yeah. Like, when totally. they made Destiny 2, they overcorrected from the mistakes they made with the yeah. first game. And, and, and now they're pulling some of that stuff back. This is this is a really good sweet spot for Destiny yeah. 2 right now. Huh. I guess for, like my concern is I'm not convinced that they won't keep the pendulum swinging in bad so, ways. So, right? no, I, I am super confident because they put out like the video detailing, like, here's the annual pass. Yeah. So they're not doing the two small DLCs after this like they've done before. They've got what they call an annual pass now, which is like smaller DLC drops which more frequently. part of the Black Armory. Thing yeah, Black right Army on. is the first one of those. Uh, the thing that they said in this video preview they just put out is they are not doing the thing they have done before of trying to make a little mini campaign for each DLC they, they put out because they seem to have realized that those are bad because you can't make a decent campaign in like three months, right? Yeah. That's a bummer as someone who primarily played a lot of that game single player. Well, they're, adding, like, oh. they're adding new locations in the existing like planets, basically. They're not going to like try to add a planet with every DLC yeah, now. Yeah, like, yeah. They're, they're basically doing more intelligent stuff around adding on to what they already have. Mm. So what like, would you... Adding more mysterious stuff around the edges of what's already there. So if you don't have that stuff, you just don't have access to the new battle zones, well, the new you, planets? You, did, uh, you mean if you don't have the annual pass? Yeah. yeah, like if you haven't paid for the annual pass, you're not going to get the... But you're still going to get the level up is yeah, the all, all, go all that stuff. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, but you get it's, the, it's always a little like the the line of who gets what and when is always a little weird. Yeah, and there's always like economy changes they make that end up fucking over players that didn't buy the thing that they have to go. Oh shit! And then right, because you yeah. still get the all the changes with uh, uh, infusing and yeah, yeah, that, and, that went out even to people that didn't didn't buy for safety. There's like a new icon on your weapons. I don't know what they are. Oh uh, yeah, like master working is a way to level up items that you like a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. that new in this also. That is uh, no, they added that before okay. Forsaken yeah. came out. Yeah. Uh, like there's tons of just quality of life stuff around like keeping track of your weekly activities and what what will get you quote unquote powerful gear you know the stuff that raises your level mm-hmm. uh, like it's much easier to say like okay I can do three more things this week to get stuff that matters uh, it's a lot easier to track that stuff uh, it's Gam- just, uh, Gambit mode the new multiplayer yeah, yeah. mode is really good yeah uh, yeah there, there's it's, kinda, it's almost like a Destiny MOBA yeah. hmm. uh, does this belong in best ongoing game absolutely. Like, Sounds like, like it. Yeah. without without question, like they have reworked so much of this game, it's not even funny. It's like, good shit. The yeah. gameplay stuff you're describing makes me want to. It's hot it back is, in. It is totally fantastic. fantastic. I thought like, I was done yeah. with it. Like, yeah, I, I, I sat uh, in watching those early DLCs that they put out, and like none of that sparked my interest back at like, all. Like yeah. I said, Curse of Osiris is maybe the worst thing they've ever yeah. made. Yeah, that's real bad. That's the one I bad. The last I played of Destiny yeah. Two after it made me stop playing. Yeah, I haven't really played a lot since Osiris, so it's good to hear. And like Warmind is better, but I don't think it's like dramatically better. Warmind felt very. Short. Or yeah. okay. Do you have to play one of those before you play this? Forsaken gives you one. Yeah, Forsaken gives you one boost that you can boost a character to Forsaken level. Yeah, great. Uh, right, they start best, there. Best story. Uh, <laughs> best I, ongoing I, no, story. No, like no, I, I'm with I'm with Jeff. Shenron and Black Sabbath. No, that stuff. Like I I went through all that shit. I went through all that shit to tell you how insane it has gotten. That's mostly fan stuff. Like I don't even know if that stuff is real. Like just the fact that it exists is such a new thing for this game. Like I'm just trying to stress how ridiculous all of the stuff is. Now I just now I want Ozzy Osbourne to voice a character in that game. Yeah, like the Cade the Cade stuff is too uneven to be. Yeah, it's it's. Like, hey, these characters that you have a hard time caring about, yeah. we made, we killed one to like make yeah. you care. Yeah, like, nope, didn't work. They don't do. Congratulations. Much. They don't do enough with that stuff to yeah. make it matter. 